Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, October 1, 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific. Thanks for joining us. Good show tonight. Really pumped on the show. Dean Wilson will be on. Phil Nicoletti, Alex Martin, Carson Mumford all on the show tonight. Lots to talk about. Mumford's got the amateur all-star race coming up at MEC, plus a win at Loretta's, plus high desert life. Alex Martin has 2019 JGR life to talk about, RMZ 250 testing going on. Phil Nicoletti, we have not had him on since he inked his deal. Two-year deal with OTSF Rockstar Yamaha up in Canada. Talk to Phil about that. They're going to be on the same time, too, which is always awesome. At one, one point, one of them will insult the other one. And uh, and as I said, Dean Wilson will be on. Dean just dropped the news this week that uh, there's no room for him on the Rockstar Energy Husky team. And he is a free agent trying to make something work for him. I saw that on Instagram that he's riding Husqvarna still. But uh, we'll get into that and more. 702-586-7857. Call at any time. Let's talk some uh, motocross donations coming up this weekend. Let's talk some Monster Energy Cup, some Red Bull Straight Rhythm, all coming up very shortly. And thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. We are going to have a great show for you, and i got a couple of really cool guys in the studio as well to uh, break everything down and, and help out. Uh, by the way, if you're going to shop on Amazon, go to publmex.com. There's an Amazon banner on there. Click that. It takes you to Amazon. Make a purchase, whatever it is. We get a small slice of it, and I can afford to uh, keep getting people up here to Vegas to co-host and buy flights and that kind of thing. Uh, we really appreciate it. And also, too, uh, don't forget Patreon as well. I released a live, or not a live, but a Patreon-only podcast this week. All of you people on Patreon sent me questions, and Pookie and I uh, did a Patreon-only podcast where I answered them as best I could, and we put that up for you people. So thanks for that support. Uh, T-shirts as well, and special things like that for you uh, on Patreon. Also, too, don't forget, October 12th, the SpaceLV.com live Pulp Mech show. Uh, October 12th is Friday before the Monster Energy Cup, 6 o'clock to 7.30. Tickets start at 20 bucks. Myself, Kiefer, JT, Wygant, Ryan Villapoto, Travis Marks will all be there with along with some other people, I'm sure. And uh, so you get tickets at the SpaceLV.com uh, right there, 20 bucks, and uh, we appreciate that. It'll be fun time. Uh, to do a live show in front of you people, uh, I gotta admit I'm a little nervous. I don't really know how I'm gonna what I'm gonna do, how I'm gonna do it, but we'll figure it out. And uh, so yeah, again, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X Brand Goggles. Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, Honda World, Downey, Ride Engineering, OGO, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, all on board with us tonight, as well as you people on RacerX Facebook page. What's up? How are you? Thanks for tuning in and watching. Really appreciate it. With me in studio to talk 
about the Disnations and the Monster Cup and the straight rhythm and everything else tonight. Uh, a couple of guys that have been in here before. First up, he is our regular guy. Uh, he was in last week, Kiefer Inc. testing. Chris Kiefer, what's up, buddy? Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm great. Two Thank weeks in a row two here. Two weeks in a row. I like it. I like the new studio so much that I decided to can come we, back. Can we go for three? No. 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 That's too much. Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm pushing my luck there. Uh, so thanks for coming in, buddy. Appreciate thanks, it. Lots yeah. to talk about with you, too. Yep. Uh, lots of things going on with you. We have some great uh, BTO Sports tweet at uh, Travis questions for you. After Dark. We have a couple After Darks. Okay. We're back. We're back. After Darks. That's like it. Um, and uh, so there's lots to talk about when it comes to that. And, uh, and you'll also compare shootout notes with the guy next to you mm. uh, he is from vital mx he's been here before we welcome back in michael Lindsay. what's up man how are you yeah thanks for having me on i'm kind of stoked to be one of the first guys to come up and check out your new studio you really are yeah it sounds a little different still it looks a little different marks is way over there he's way in the corner i forgot he exists yeah and i think that's the way how he likes it we were a little um, shaky last week you were, were you sick rhythm i was sick and in the new studio yep. it took and a sound yeah. and um Think, just you got to think of the thousands of hours I have with the old set. Right, it's like a new chick. And and uh, like I remember, like my looking for the phones up here. It used to be down here, and I'm looking for the phone. And it's like a new chick. I'll get used to it. Yeah, okay. new chick. It'll, it'll work out pretty easy. Yeah. Um. So you just you finished your 450 shootout. Yeah, we uh, did ours first. First, Michael Lindsay. Just Michael Lindsay. sorry, jab, jab. And, Already uh, started, and, jab. And, 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 and I'm interested to hear you two guys talk about the bikes. I want to ask you about the 250 shootout, too, that's coming up. Yep. Uh, I want to ask you some predictions for that as well. Um, and Michael Lindsay, you've, you've changed a little bit of jobs, so I want to get into that a little bit. Um, you're doing some different things. Um, but we got lots to talk about tonight. Uh, over there in the corner. Hey. Playing Excite Bike. Over there. He's Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Hello. What are you doing, bro? Uh, working, of course. Yeah, I bet. Oh, I would, never do, I would never do anything but. He likes being over there because <laughs> no one can notice him and no one talks to him and no. everything. He really likes it. What are you looking? Can, I got to make sure there's nothing reflective. Yeah, so what are you behind looking me? behind you for? <laughs> can, can the people <laughs> on Facebook great. see you? Yeah. Like, are you able to? Are you, are the He's a little speck way yeah, in the background. I'm a, I'm a little dot back there. Oh, okay. All which right. is all you really need because I have face for radio. So yeah. it's good. Um, <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. Hey, by the way, Marks, yes. uh, I've asked you four times, five times oh to um, find a, a time for you and your wife to have dinner with Pookie and I. <laughs> Thank you. And, and and you you you've not found it. And so the, I am now retracting my offer. No more. Huh? We do not want to go to dinner with you. Oh, so just don't worry. <laughs> have, <about it>. So <laughs> not, earlier it was just you're not going to ask anymore. But now you just don't want to go, period. I thought about it and I turned. I, yeah, I thought about it. I'm taking my offer completely off the table. You uh, know what? F you, dude. No. Have we uh, mm -hmm. seen her since the whole story came out? No, we have not. Thank you. We have not seen her since then. <laughs> right. Yes. And and no one and she did not know about that story. Right. That's what I'm the saying. Jason he Ellis is story. not he's purposely doing this. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, yeah. she does he doesn't want to say anything. One hundred percent chance I bring that up if we went to dinner. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Well, That's what you say, but you haven't proved us oh, anything. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's quiet. Yeah, quiet over Great radio. Uh, so hey, uh, lots to talk about. We're Jerk. gonna uh, we're gonna do our draw tonight for the Maxima USA oil kit and an ET three championship T shirt. We got a lot of entries. We're gonna do our draw tonight for that. Uh, we've got some things to give away um, as well. We have um, Works Connection KTM and Husqvarna chain blocks from our buddies at Works Connection. Yes, these things are brand new. Kiefer, they just dropped today. 
and you did some work with them? You tried them out? Yes, yeah, so I've had them on my KTM for a while, and Race Team does this with their bikes anyway. So um, the KTM and Husqvarna's come with a, a fixed axle chain block, so it's on one side, and what that does is um, it, it may seem minute, but what that does when you accelerate out of corners, it kind of binds up the rear end and gives you less. What do you mean fixed? So the chain like block pressed. is, is oh, like, part of the axle. Yes, yes it's yeah, part of the it, axle. It, it, so yeah. now Works Connection makes the block separate, right? Yep. So now you have a little bit more freer feeling when you're accelerating. That's what I get when I try these things. So um, Race Team's been doing this so for a how long time. So how do you use your stock axle? So they have a whole kit. So you can remove it. They have a little piece that's threaded in. It's pretty bitchin'. Um, I think threaded, it's like 89 bucks. It. What do you mean? So what you have, you have the chain block itself. Yeah. What you, you screw it in, right? And this thing is not fixed. It just floats on the end of where... Screw what in? It's... it's. I'm trying to think how... It, Do you get an axle or not? No, you don't get an axle. It's chain blocks, but you use your existing axle. But the axle is built into the chain... So how, where do you get the head of the axle from off you, of the stock? They give you a tool removal thing. You, oh. Yes. Okay. So just calm down. Just I thought... Show. Okay, so you can remove the axle from the stock... Yes, yeah, uh, so basically chain, what chain. people have been doing in the past is using Honda axles yeah. and using Honda spacers. Okay. So now you don't have to do that. Now it's cheaper okay. to go just All to right. use this kit. All right. And then you have this whole kit, then you install it, yeah. then you have more rear-wheel traction, you have a freer right. feeling, so it's just better. It's a... Uh, and, I, and I asked the R&D guys at KTM, why do you guys do that? And they said, we don't know. Yeah. We have no There's idea. There's some things on a KTM that are great, like caged motor mount nuts. Yes. P brilliant idea. Yeah. Perfect. There's other things where you're like, what do you guys... Oh, uh, rear brake pedal that, that bolts in from the underside. Yep. Less damage, you know, yep. kind of floats it in a way. Behind the frame. Behind the frame, so wood no screws. damage. Wood screws. But wood there's things like wood screws, them. and there's things like 13 millimeters, and there's things like the, uh, the chain guide uh, adjustment being attached to the axle where you just go, what are you guys thinking? Yeah. So there are some of that. So we're going to give a set of these away. Yeah, it's really cool. Um... How do you want to do it? Third caller. Third caller. Well, do, do they have a husky? Well, you got to have. Uh, obviously, you have to, right? Third caller. You got to have KTM a husky. or Husqvarna. Yeah. KTM or Husqvarna. Third caller right now. Get the year, make and model though, Marks. Do not let these guys fool you. Don't sell them on eBay. That's what I mean. You, you shouldn't have said third caller. Well, what else are you going to do? I don't know, but third caller wasn't that great. Third caller is fine. <laughs> All right. Um, Hey, uh, let's talk Motocross the Nations before we come up with uh, Alex Martin and uh, and Phil Nicoletti to talk about that and more. And join us is uh, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. What's up, JT? How are you? Which part of Motocross the Nations would you like to talk about? Well, um, let's start with you, Michael Lindsay. USA. Wins? Wins. 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 What, what pro probability do you give that in your mind? Uh, 80%. I think I'm even higher. I'm at like 90. I'm JT, a little worried JT, about the weather. You, the I'm weather? a little worried about the weather. That's the only reason I've gone down a little bit. JT, where are you at? Uh, I'm going to say it's our best chance in a long time. I'm going to say 50 I'm going to say. You're on what? 50 50. You broke up there. 50 50. 50 50. 51 50? Yep. Wow. Okay. Kiefer? For America to win? Yeah. Uh, mud or no mud? We don't know. JT, you said the weather looks, uh, you and Michael Lindsay also too, the weather looks a little shaky? I just, I haven't directly checked, but every day I keep seeing more and more guys post about oh. their possible rain this week. Okay. I'm going to say... It's going to be warm, but it's saying like 60%? 60%. Yeah, I'm going to say 70% chance we win. Okay. 
All right. Who is going to give USA the most trouble? Uh, JT, what do you think? Who do you think, looking at the entry list, do you think are going to give USA the most trouble? Just like Austin Powers, uh, the freaky dicky Dutch are the ones we got to worry about. Hurlings, Vlandervin. Vlandrin. Vlandrin. And Koldenhoff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, Vlandervin is a South African. Yeah. Which is bullshit. But half Dutch and South African wouldn't pick him, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with JT, especially, I would have said earlier in your not as much, Glenn Koldenhoff's been riding really great as of late, and Calvin, uh, Cal Vlander and their bike has gone a lot better later part of the season. Yeah. Their, the beginning of the season, the HRC MX2 bike wasn't that great, but they've really stepped it up the later part of the season. They have a pretty well-rounded team. Amazing how the yeah, conversation went away from France in that, that aspect, though. I don't put a lot of faith in uh, Coldenhoff unless it's full sand, which we know Red Bud's not full sand. It's mm-hmm. kind of a mix. He's a great starter, but I think uh, as far as Barsha and Tomaco, I think we should be able to handle Coldenhoff pretty well. Yeah, mm. yeah Coldenhoff, um, uh, he's been hot and cold, He's but he's had a poor he's year a this year. He's a great sand rider. Yeah. yeah. The last couple rounds for him have been a little better, but he had a really rough start to the season. But yeah. he's had a couple good ones lately. Um, he, he would have been on the podium well, at Aston, but I think he uh, which mode he crashed. I'll, him I'll tell you what. Aston. I'll tell you who might. You got to remember what Aston is, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you who might uh, still be a very big surprise. Is the Belgians, dude? I'm telling you, they're just always there. They're 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 strong. They're the Sal was third best guy all year long. Um. Van Horbeek is good. Yep. He's always been very good. Um, I just don't see it this year, Steve. I don't. I don't well, think they're quite strong enough then this year. Isn't Gertz hurt? Didn't I, he crash for Kamea? I didn't hear. Jago, I thought he fell down recently. I thought he's uh, missed the last couple. I of just. You, you got to remember for Gertz, even if he is healthy, he's he's just graduated high school. Yeah. And I can't see him being able to match or even come close to a guy like Plessinger on that stage on a track that Plessinger dominate, dominated on a few months ago. Van Horbeek isn't anywhere near his best form. And, you know, DeSalle, if it's, if it's super hard pack, he can win any, any race worldwide. But I just don't see them on the level, you know, that they have been in the past. I'm not saying they can't podium. But if the USA has a decent day, I just can't see Belgium beating the USA. God, what about Germany, though? Germany's not bad. No, come on, guy. Well, no, oh, wait, stand by. Noggles on a TM. Everyone just yeah. chill down. Yeah. And <laughs> Jacoby, Jacoby Jaco- doesn't really finish all that well. He, yeah. he gets good starts, and he'll take anybody out that you put near him. But as far as, like, real finishes, he doesn't. <laughs> and, him against great. Covington Na- this weekend. Nagel's like age is showing. Nagel has yeah. his beat up, and he's older. And yeah. um, I think Belgium gets on the podium, though. Seriously, you just wait. They're, they're mm-hmm. always oh, – yeah. No, no. They're always there. Po- I said podium. Yeah. I said podium's possible. But yeah. as far as beating our team the way we look this year, and, I think that's a pretty tall task. And where are we at with France? Uh, just – I feel like even though uh, Tixier is replacing Fabre, I feel like – like just there's so much stuff going on with that team. I, I don't. I just feel like well, they're apparently there was almost a mutiny going on from according to LeBig, who talked to some people around the team because Tixier and Paulin do not get along. They do not like each other. Really, Paulin was saying if Tixier is nominated, I'm not riding. And and he ended up he's still riding, of course, but that he was that upset about it. You know, Marvin turned him down again. I feel like on paper France is a podium team, for sure. 
But with all of this going on and all this drama, I'll take them out and put Belgium in there. Well, I mean, just with Tixier, though, he only raced his, like, second GP this year, and he got 15th this week. Even oh, Noggle yeah, on no, the TM beat him. He's yeah. going to be on a but private remember, bike. remember, and... Michael, you only need one score from Tixier. Yeah. You're dropping one score, you know? But no, I feel true. like they're having that problem with as rough as Paul Lin's year has been. I don't think you're going to get two solid scores out of Paul Lin. Yeah. I agree, man. Losing Fevra, that hurt bad. I mean, if they if there was one guy they needed that could go out and, and put a one-up on the board, possibly, it was Fevra. Because yeah. I... I don't see Paul in on form right now. He really hasn't been all year. Uh, losing Febra was a was a kind of a death knell. Not to say they can't be on the podium. Let's not get carried away. But you're talking about a team that's won four in a row. Yeah, I, uh, I don't like him. I just I don't like all that drama going on. I'll take him off the podium. Even I'll put a Dutch and a Belgium on the podium with USA. Yeah, I could Seriously. even see. I could even see like I, the Dutch thing flowing third. Is I could see England finishing better than France. Yeah, that's my guess. Because that's still the hardest part is with the Paulin thing. Like France, I was guessing Paulin would be the throwaway. Like, uh, like JT said, just losing. Whatever. Yeah. That's the two solid modes I expected for him. And getting one decent, I even think getting one decent mode out of Tixier is going to be pretty tough for them. Yeah, he's not been good he, since he won the world title. He's been injured a lot. He's jumped around. Hasn't been good for Tixier. Burner is very excited about Australia's chances. Then again, he is also the manager, but. I mean, Hunter Lawrence had a tremendous MXDN last year, but this year he has not been the same guy. This weekend was really Great good at Aston. Yeah, Aston week, yeah. yeah so but and he'll be on a Geico bike instead at this race. Uh, Gibbs, up for him. Gibbs was pretty good, uh, I think, two years ago. Uh, and I don't know much about this Mitchell Evans, but uh, Burner says he's he's legit. We have a few Aussies on our form that said he's one of the. They think Ross Speedwise. He's one of the only guys that holds a candle close to what Ferris is doing. I haven't personally right. gone to see him ride, right. but I've read some good stuff about I, him. I can't see how this MX2 does not come down to Plessinger or Ferrandis. One two two one, whatever. Yeah. Maybe Ferrandis beats him. Yes, like, yeah. but they've been there at the track. They yeah, know what's you up. Do, yeah. right? Yeah. JT, you agree? I think so. Yeah, Watson. Uh, Watson's can be good. You oh, know, yeah, but he's had a great year, but yeah. Yeah, consistency level, and, and you got, I think it's, you know, and I know this has been one of your biggest points, so I won't take credit away from you, but I don't think it can be understated of how important it is that we're at Redbud on U.S. soil on a track that the U.S. guys know. Yeah. Uh, same time zone, same food, same bike, same team, same track, same everything. I think that's going to really have a play a huge role. Even if it was all square, I think that's that's a really really uh, understated you know factor in this and, whole deal. And I just don't see Anstey riding anywhere near like he did last year. I mean he he hasn't he's had a shitty year. Uh, he's coming to U- USA. It's you know all of that. And then but Watson's been good, like you said. Tommy Searle's been injured all year. He's only gotten in a few races. Um, yeah, I just don't see England on that level. Watson, yeah, has been great, but I just I don't see it, man. So. If the track is dry on Sunday and we have a normal race condition, I could see us having a, a I don't know, I'm not going to say a historic day, but I really think hurling. Then why really the hell would you say 50 50 at the beginning of this conversation? Because I'm, because I'm worried about the weather, man. I think that could, I think that could change the game. I think 40. it can really, I'm not going to say make us lose, but I think it can really open up the, you know, the whole mm-hmm. Pandora's box of what can go on. He's uh, Right now I mean, it says... It's supposed to rain every day. So AM, we'll AM showers. AM, AM showers, 40%. Uh, Sunday? Yep. What about Saturday? Saturday, scattered thunderstorms, 50%. For Buchanan. Mm-hmm. 
What about I, the, I, okay. Friday? Just looking 60, at the field, 30. I think that the only disadvantage we have heads up with any class on any bike, depending on what Cairoli does, you know, I don't, I don't know what his health is like, uh, but Hurlings and Tomac, that's really the only one where I, can, I look at it going in and be like, yeah, maybe we don't have the best guy. Otherwise, we have the best guy, I think, in every class. So um, we have, And that's not something you could say for a long time. We haven't been able to say that several years, in my opinion. I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing Roxon at this race. Mm-hmm. He's not the same guy he was. His this nation rides for many years were phenomenal, next mm-hmm. level on 250F stuff. So really looking forward to seeing Kenny. Um, Puerto Rico. Michael, a main or not? No. After no offense, like uh, I saw Travis ride this week, and with his leg injuries and what's going on, <laughs> did you no, see his knee? No, I'm, I was literally parked with him. <laughs> Trust me, I saw him laying on the ground. He was explaining to me how he got hurt on a foam roller. It's I, I absolutely a huge fan. Travis have the utmost respect right. for him, but after getting to watch him, I was like, oh man. And Sibes on a 125, which is oh why? he is. I thought he was gonna ride 250. No. No, so yeah. I just don't want 25. Like, this oh. is a main JT or not? I don't think so because I think they're on record as saying they're not trying to make the a main. Well, yeah. Wyndham said there's no chance he's doing motos on Sunday. Well, the only one that's so, funny yeah, is Travis. <laughs> like, they're not even going to try for that. If that's not even the yeah. goal, then yeah, of course. Travis not. did say that Wyndham had said if they somehow make the A main, Wyndham's goal was to hole shot and lead one lap and then just like pull off. Wow. <laughs> He might be able to do that. Uh, his, oh. Yeah, he said there's Beard one guy all. that could do that. Beard and all. One, one thing I was going to bring up is these guys don't really have any experience with grid, so that may play a role because those guys are so dialed in and, and all the Supercross guys now, obviously the MXGP guys, but that grid start could change things. I don't yeah. know how, you know, Wyndham could hole shot on dirt all day, but it, does he have any yeah. experience on grid? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. One thing that is a little hidden secret about the MXDN, if you look at a Saturday's qualifying, like, dude, they're not that deep when you put them in by their classes. Yeah. Right. Like, they're no, really not, not that deep, you know, as far as getting into getting yeah. good finishes. It's 20 you, minutes only. You just on need one. Well, in the case of Sipes, you only need one good guy to go, and a lot of teams do have bad MX2 yeah. riders, even on 125 maybe, because that's like, you look at Estonia over the years, they've always made the A main with just Leoc. Yeah, like if Wyndham gets like a fifth or a sixth, they're good for A main almost with any kind of decent other finish. One other decent finish. Does Wyndham beat your Canadian? Uh, Fasciati? Yes. No. Okay. No. Oh, he's MX3, isn't he? Is Fasciati MX3? Yes. Uh, no, I don't think here. I don't think Wyndham beats T-Dags either, JT. I don't think so either. Yeah. He, he certainly could, but I think with the limited amount of time, I mean, he's he's obviously not in race shape, and he would be the first yeah. to admit that. Because um, I believe it's it's twenty minutes plus two laps, maybe. Yeah, it's a pre, it's a so twenty three, plus one or so it's twenty gonna plus be, two. It's going to be a pretty long race, um, especially when you're not in shape. So. We got a we got a someone called in and said Sipes is riding a two fifty. That's what I thought I had heard. He I was going to ride saw, two. No, I, I thought, thought he said one twenty five. Okay, I heard two fifty okay. like a week ago. All right, and incredible source. Pastrana is. 252 stroke, though. The guy himself. Right? But strong yes. 252 yes. stroke. Yeah. 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 So. But also with them, like, they were riding over the week when I saw him. He was on an aluminum frame bike. They tested with all day, and then he yep. decided he was going to go back to the steel frame bike. Said he wasn't going to be able to ride from until destinations because of the tour and stuff. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Uh, Canada, my home country, got 11th last year. Probably about, probably about the same. Yeah, they did well. They yeah. did. Actually, they didn't do well, but they just got finishes, and it was in the mud. I really don't care. I think they got 11th again, somewhere around there. They might do a little better. 
Thanks. Um, so they got three strong guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, hey, Brian. They should on. do better. They should do better on this track. I think. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Brian, what's up, man? You want to talk about Travis Pastrana? Yeah, hey, Michael. Hey, Steve. Hey, Chris. How you guys doing? Good. Hi, what's man. going on? Hey, yeah, I was out at Paula uh, last week. I saw Travis on the uh, hybrid two-stroke there. Uh, but you also had Barsha and Plessinger out there just shredding. So You see him put down the motor when Barsha finally stuffed was pretty off base. <laughs> um, he was shredding. Bar- no, Barsha and Plessinger oh, weren't oh, it. Oh. Travis was struggling with his leg injury. Oh, Basically, okay. his one knee is so bad when he goes into a left-hand corner, he can't bend his right knee on the peg, so his left leg is up because he's going through a left-hand corner and his right leg is up. Or he has to stand <laughs> through the corner because he can't like sit down with both oh. legs. When he sits down going down straight away, he leaves his right leg off the peg because uh, it won't bend th- all the way in. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for the call. No problem. Thanks. Uh, let's go to uh, Jacob. What's up, Jacob? How are you? What's up, Jacob? What's up, Matt? What's, what's going on? What's your question? You there? Hello, can you guys hear me, bro? Can you guys hear me, bro? Yeah, well, turn your radio off, bro. Bro. My radio's not on. Okay, what's up? Okay, what's up? So my question was, would you guys rather have Tomac lose to Hurlings in the USA take it, or Tomac beat Hurlings in the USA lose? Uh, let's ask the team red, white, and blue. Uh, that's Jason Thomas. What do you think, JT? Oh, the team win is everything. This is a team. This is a team race. It's the only time of the year where the team comes first. All right, there you go. All right, there you go. Thanks. That's what I've been thinking too. Team USA all the way. Thanks, Jacob. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, yeah, it. Uh, I, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like. He don't care. I don't care about Hurlings and Tomac. It's going to be a good race. I, I hope to see them. I want to watch them. But whatever one guy does, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, he's better. Like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to yell and scream about who's better. They're amazing riders. They're both riding for team success. And depending on how things go, you know. Well, no, Hurlings is riding for him. He, he didn't, he's pretty much said his goal is to beat Kenny and Eli. Okay. Good, good for her. What if it comes down to it and they're in a tie and there's like half the half of the last motor to go and they just have to hammer down for, for all the marbles? Uh, uh, Talking about my dream scenario. I mean, that'd be awesome for sure. Hurlings. And I'd love to see it. Hurlings. Hurlings. Wins. JT's going to fight you. I don't care. Hurlings is bad, dude. And so is Tomac, but Hurlings is just better. Why Why would I? Th- I think that Hurlings is the fastest outdoor rider on earth right now. Yeah. I wouldn't fight him. I mean, you guys saw Jacksonville last year, right? Yeah. Not, see, it's not, it's not last year, bro. Did you see Cooper Webb track down? It's not Hurlings last year. At Charlotte? It's a different year. Okay. All right. New year, new new okay. Hurlings. All right. World champion Hurlings. I, I genuinely hope that it's not coming down to that. I hope that the USA just does what they're capable of, and right. the last moto's, you know, pretty stress-free. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think you, I mean, I just don't know why you will, uh, you, you'll go 50%. I mean, this thing's over. It's over. Um, I mean, there's, I mean, it's racing for one, nothing is ever certain. And then two with inclement weather in the forecast, who knows? I, I just, I'm gun shy with, with, uh, getting anything close to arrogant on us winning this thing. Okay. Well, will you be able to get out of the pits 
and walk around for post-race inter- post interviews if we win at Red Bull. Yeah, why not? Why, why wouldn't I? I'm just saying it's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. It'll be, it'll be nuts. It, it'll, be, it'll be great. I, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be, it'll be fantastic. Um, what else is going on at Fly Racing, JT? Are you excited for the pit bike, this nations? Canada, I'm managing Team Canada, hoping to put them on the podium. Uh, I don't think I'm going to... I don't think I'm going to make that. I think I'm going to go do the uh, the racer TV uh, kind of college game day type show with Weech. Right. I don't know if I'll be making it over to the Pit Bike of Nations, well, but I, I hope you do well. I hope your team managing position goes well. They're showing it on Racer that Racer X Race Day stage uh, on the on the on the deal. Okay, well, I will be happy to uh, talk about it then. Uh, go to Racer. Go to racertv.com six to eleven on Friday and Saturday Pacific. Uh, no, that would be Eastern. Okay. 6 to 11, they're going to do uh, Racer TV. is going to have uh, coverage of the uh, Road to Recovery Legends dinner. Okay. And the Pit Bike Disnations. Oh, badass. Yeah. So you can watch and then it also all, all online. CBS Sports Network will be airing the motos. So just for people out there yeah, that want to. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. They can't go. That's live, yeah. right? I think both the qualifiers yeah. on Saturday and the motos are wow, that's on cool. Sunday. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so there are a way to watch it. I know a bunch of people were asking me, and I was saying just you got to buy the package from, from. But the MXGP streaming thing is pretty good. Yeah, like, I usually buy it every year. Yeah, so. Um, what else, JT? What else is going on for you? Not much. Just uh, getting ready for this, and then we have Monster Cup, and then uh, Red Bull Straight Rhythm is, is coming up, so there's a lot of racing going on. There is. Um, yeah, obviously getting ready for uh, for Supercross. You know, this is our will be our first season. Fly Racing and WPS sponsoring Supercross, so that's a lot of work, but super yeah. exciting. So kind of a dream come true for our company and uh yeah and then you know our rocky mountain ktm vip program that's uh getting it, ready to rock and roll too is the thing that we're trying to do for supercross is that working is that coming together what's going on with that is that happening uh, are we not i believe doing so it? yeah i believe so i mean you we have to you and i have to get to the negotiating table and sort out the gargoyles and stuff but uh as far as i know <laughs> i think it's happening my agent will be in touch <laughs> Look forward to that. Um, well, that, no, that, that'll be exciting for sure. Yeah, yeah. We'll obviously okay. we'll we'll announce that once it's finalized, but that'll be cool. Uh, okay, um, so Dean Wilson's coming up here. He dropped the news this week that uh, he was not going to be on the team. I I really thought JT they were going to find uh, they were going to find a way to make this happen. Yeah, you know I'm hopeful that they they figure out something for him. You know it's it's pretty late. You know we're October, so to him not to have a locked in deal. Um, yeah, I hope he figures something out or he can, you know, stick around and, and stay on a Husky somehow. I just have a feeling with a guy with that much talent, that much ability, you know, he's getting podiums in Supercross last year. I have a feeling he'll find a home somewhere. What do you think, Michael? We'll ask him, obviously, when he comes up. But are you surprised it didn't get done? Uh, I'm blown away. I've, I heard a couple of reasons of what happened. I mean, Dean can talk about himself. I text him a little bit back and forth. And, I mean, there's definitely some people uh, – like I guess Rockstar still behind him, so I, I don't know exactly what happened. But I blown away that deal didn't happen. I remember I was actually when he posted on IG, um, I was interviewing Christian Craig, and we both looked at a phone and we were just like, "You got to be kidding me!" Yeah, yeah. I mean, Andy in a Sprinter van. Yeah, let's do it. I I think that's a better. I mean, there's not really any other options out there. I think with his marketability, his sponsors, and the people that want to help him, I think going it your your own is the best bet. Mm-hmm. And being open for those opportunities. Hmm. I, I kind of agree too. Yeah, there's it, to Just, me, there's nothing worth it out there. There's nothing that's going to pay him really well. You're no telling me bikes. by yeah. by the end of six weeks of on the West Coast, there won't be something, right? Yeah, for Dean, right? I don't know. 
Yeah, he's going to be, what, 5'7 guy, right? At the beginning of the series? Yeah, it depends. Depends on what Because if he's on a new bike, yeah, something, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to get picked up just like he did last year. JT, now that you guys are taking trucks to the Supercross, maybe you could throw Dean in a fly racing truck. You can wear a fly, of course. I would uh, 100% be into that, but I don't think his apparel contract would uh, oh, allow that. Oh, he still has a deal with him? Uh, another another I year? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. Uh, so, yeah, everybody, please check out racertv.com, 6 to 11, Friday and Saturday at MXDN. I think I'll be on there at some point. Um, all right, JT, thanks, buddy. Thanks for your time. Uh, sorry to cut it short. We got a, we got a buttload of guests and Michael Lindsay and Chris Kiefer here. So, um, No worries. The last thing I want to say, the VIP program is open. I know there's uh, another program out there, too, that's open. So if you're looking for uh, kind of a next-level experience for Monster Cup or any of the Supercrosses next year, please get in touch with me. Uh, we've been running this program. This will be the seventh year of this thing, so. Mm-hmm. It's kind the, of taking off a life of its own, but uh, we're we're super excited. It's been super successful. Does the VIP package for Monster Cup include the live Pulp MX show? Uh, I believe I could probably make that happen. Yes. There you go. We're making sales right now. Are you? You're going to be there. there you go. Yes. Friday night. Yep. Sweet. Heather will be there. Who cares yeah. about me? Yeah. Heather will be Heather there. Heather and her boobs. Uh, thanks, JT. Appreciate it. Flyracing.com, <laughs> right, everybody. Please check them out. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, quickly, before we get to our next guest, uh, a couple questions for Kiefer. Ryan, what's up? What's your question for Chris Kiefer? Hey, uh, so I run the Garnet SG12 boots, um, but I wear size 15, and it's kind of hard to, like, find boots that are actually, like, new and not, like, you know, 10 years old that are that size. Do you guys have any idea, like, any gear brands that are like, you know, boot brands that sell some boots that size, I can't find it online. The biggest size I can find is 13. Well, like right now I'm running two sizes too small. The good news is um, SG12s run a little bit big. I dropped down a size. So you yeah. might be able to get to a 14. But he I says mean, you can only get 13. Nah. Yeah, well, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I mean no, you're fine. Uh, I mean, they fit fine, but it's, it, then again, the thing is too, is if I do want to move up to 15, it's, I don't, like, like if my feet my feet are on the foot peg, I'm hitting the shifter with my toe, bro, because my feet are massive. Right. You know. Yeah, I just know from from experience that I've dropped down a size with SG12s, and they do go up to a 14. Um, so maybe you can try that. And I've always noticed with Garnets, there's more room um, up and down toe box area for me in a in a Garnet. Yeah. So you have a little bit more slop if you have big feet, fat feet. So. Um, that's that's an option. I would I would definitely at least try on a fourteen from a Garnet and see if they're good. But man, honestly, for you for big guys, it's tough. There's not a lot out there. Yeah, I know, man. It's tough. Uh, well, yeah, keep looking, Michael. Yeah. You have any suggestions? Um, Tech Ten goes up to a size fourteen, but they're a bit tire and a boot for me. That's always been. Um, you know, I know I would be telling him the opposite. Never mind. There's a fourteen in the instinct, but they run the opposite way on sizing. Because I I normally run an eight in everything, and I run a nine in an instinct. Yeah. So a fourteen would feel like a thirteen to him. Right. But a tech ten goes up to a fourteen. I think they're All just right. a little harder to find. There you go, buddy. Thanks. Good That's luck. Awesome. Thanks, Thank man. Guys for the help. Later. Yeah. No, no problem. problem. Appreciate it. Real quickly before we get to our uh, our guest, Keith. Uh, quickly, what's your question for Kiefer? Keith, what's, you there? What's up, Keith? Oh, yep, here. Thank you for listening to your podcast on the 450 Shootouts. Um, I wish all that information was available to me 10 years ago when I was riding. Yeah. Um, one question I have about the way you guys do them, it's probably for Michael as well, is you guys get to have all the factories there, and those guys are giving you tips and pointers 
you know, the guy comes in and says, oh, the front end's a little nervous. And the guy goes, mm, yeah, I've heard about that. Let me tweak something in the rear. Us average guys don't have the factories there when we're trying to set up our bikes. Um, wouldn't it make sense to do testing sometimes without the factory so you can take the average Joes that you have testing, which is awesome, and have them try to figure out the bike like us poor guys have to? Uh, in a perfect world, yeah, that'd be great. Um, but one, there's time involved, so it, it's tough. Um, number two, okay. and there's not a lot of guys that are, th I don't want to say that knowledgeable, but there's only a few guys that can really test and say, okay, I need to go this way. And that's very tough to do and ask for the average Joe. So the reason why I get the average Joes and then you get the manufacturers to kind of point them in direction, at least I know those guys that I use can say yes or no, that's better. That's, that's worse or it's better. Um, for what I do in my normal life, blind testing is the true sense of testing. That is how I test most of the time. Like I do not get told what they're doing. They just say hop on the bike. I mean, I know what part I'm working on, but I don't know which direction they are going. It's up to me to read that, in, that, that information to them. But that's super hard to ask from a guy um, that normally doesn't do that. And that takes a long time to learn. But I understand what you're saying. And, and in a perfect world, I'd love to do that. But it's tough to find quality you know, guys to do that. You know what uh, is a help is the owner's manuals are pretty good nowadays. Yeah. When you read an owner's manual and it tells you what your bike is doing and what to do. Some are better than others. Yeah, that's true. They're not all yeah. as good. But... Honestly, they're not. They're so much better than it used to be. Where it was just instructions how to change your filter, you know. And then uh, my opinion yeah, and, and is set your sag. Yeah, yeah. And then my opinion, it's kind of simple thing is I can understand that side. Like, hey, why don't you guys do shootouts without their help? Because then it would be a an answer of like how they are and how quickly you can figure out the bike. But there's also that side of it. I think me and Kiefer can agree on this as, as we keep saying is the winner of the shootout isn't always the bike for everybody. Let's say, you know, naturally the Honda has this characteristic or the KTM has this characteristic. If we just had a couple of our riders trying it, that couldn't figure it out on their own. If the OEMs help us find an answer to that, we're able to relay that information in our shootouts, which we usually do. All of our guys talk about what they changed, why they changed and how they got to that answer. And it helps the end consumer if they buy the bike and run into that problem. All right, there you go, man. Thanks for the call. Good question. All right, thank appreciate you. It. Thank Thanks, right, man. No problem. Uh, Roostam X, the official graphics of Alex Ray at Straight Rhythm. Cycle Trader team uses... Ram it. Lot, there, <laughs> there are going to be a lot of ramming it logos and saying... There's going to be chants. Ram it, ram it, ram it. You're going to pass out some T-shirts? <laughs> Randy the Ram. Um <laughs> And uh, so thanks to Roost MX. Use the code ARAY91 to save with those guys. Uh, custom uh, graphics, uh, pitch shirts, uh, wraps, uh, anything you want. They've got their official Cobra merch as well. Uh, so anything you want for the Cobra, if your little one rides one. Cycle, uh, Roost MX can, can dial you in. RoostMX.net. Again, ARAY91 is the code. Well, they're uh, proud and pleased to bring you our next guests on the show, two of these gentlemen. First up, Phil Nicoletti. What's up, Philip? What's up, boys? How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you, man? Oh, doing all right. Sitting here having a glass of wine, drink, uh, watching football games. Oh, well, nice. Also on the line yeah. from JGR Suzuki, he is a friend, another friend of the show, Alex Martin. What's up, Amart? How are you? Hey, boys. How are you doing? So are you at Phil's yet, Alex? Uh, unfortunately, I'm sitting on the couch with this guy. So what's <laughs> what's going on? You, you're, you're testing with JGR? Um, yeah, so I drove on last night, and I'm in Charlotte for the week, and uh, yeah, just doing a little bit of testing, and staying with Phil while I'm up here. So how's it going so far? 
Uh, it's actually been good. I haven't seen him much except oh. for the past three hours. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> a little perfect. bit in the yeah, a little bit in the morning. He's out at the track all day uh, riding, but he said he only did three uh, three six lappers. So oh boy, uh, he kind of cherry picked it today. Not putting in the time, bro. It's October first. Boot camp. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't even think I rode that much today, Phil. <laughs> well, testing's no. going well, eh, Mark? Then I guess. <laughs> yeah, we're we're in the one two lap stage right now for Supercross, so. Uh, no, it was good though. We we got some productive stuff done today, so I'm happy. Um, Making progress. Hey Phil, so we haven't had you on since you announced your deal. We knew it was coming, and I think we talked about it, but we haven't talked to you. So you you got a two year deal for Rockstar Yamaha up in Canada, OTSF team. Um, mm-hmm. You raced two Supercrosses already, but take us through the process of deciding to, like you said to me, give up on the American dream. How tough was that, and, and how how's this deal? Um, you know, it's, uh, first of all, the deal had kind of been in the works for a while. Obviously, you know, my agent, Lucas Myrtle, he had been talking to Andre who owns a team up there. Um, and he's, you know, a big supporter, you know, importer of rockstar energy up there. So yep. it kind of all just started clicking back then at winter X games and it just kind of like started to do spiral into effect. And it was just like, you know, obviously life, <laughs> I said it before, life's driven by money and you kind of got to, you know, go where you can pay your bills yeah. and, you know, and that was kind of the next move. Obviously, like I, I had a really good season and I've had really good seasons before in the 450 class, but it was just like, you know, it's hard in the States right now. And, you know, it's kind of, kind of a bummer, but that's just yeah. what it led to. But, um, everything worked out, you know, I have a two year deal up in Canada, two year deal with FXR uh, and have a two year deal with 60, you know? So it's yeah. kind of like, uh, for me, it, it's awesome. I, I, I can't complain. So, um, you know, just trying to get used to the Supercross series up there at the moment, meeting everybody and meeting all the Canadian fans. And it's, it's honestly been a blast so far. Have you met any pulp fans up there already that have been mentioning to you about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot see? more Galdi fans than anything though, to be honest <laughs> with you. Yeah. Galdi you know? fans, yeah, 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 yeah. And Galdi doesn't like you very much, bro. <laughs> you and Galdi are going to get along perfectly. What oh, do you mean he doesn't yeah. like me? He's my lead rider for Pit Bike Des Nations. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Does the rider <laughs> have to be... like their manager? Yeah, I don't. Know. Good point. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's a good true. point. Um, yeah, no, it's yeah. good. So I'm I'm pumped. I'm I'm excited for it. And uh, yeah, it's just a new challenge. You know, yeah. still same goals to win, and um, you know, still riding a dirt bike for a living. So I can't complain. You hope to do some U.S. stuff, the U.S. nationals. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's all up in the air. If I'm, you know, winning the Canadian championship, there's not a chance in hell I'm going to race down here in the States. You know, why would I freaking risk that, you know, for $500? Like, it's not a chance, you know. Um, I mean, I've already got a podium and still couldn't really seal a ride down here in the States. So why would I come down and yeah. do the same thing? And then I'm still kind of in the same position. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to it. No death cross either, really. Uh, no, nah, I mean... You know, the Delaware Supercross in Canada was kind of a little bit death cautious. That looks you know. sketchy. It looked dark. Yeah, it it looked dark. It was, I needed, like, you know, night vision goggles. I need to talk to Nolzy about that. I need to got <laughs> night vision goggles. Some of the jumps that I saw that you guys take off, you had, like, pre-jump, and it was still, like, almost kicking you. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. It was it was, it was kind of kind of funky. You know, they kind of had to take a little break and kind of move some lights around. But, yeah. you know, it's... Uh, and it's racing. Everyone has to deal with the same thing. So, um, yeah, it was still okay. And, uh, Alex, for you, can you believe we're not going to have Phil around the Nationals? 
or super cost, Alex. This is going to really you fucking pump. I know. This is really yeah. going to hurt, hurt my <laughs> listeners. I finally get to breathe, get away from the gray cloud that falls me around everywhere. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it'll be, yeah, it'll take me a little bit of getting used to for sure. Oh. Um, you know, I'd say probably the last few years. I don't know, six years I've always hung around Phil on the weekend, so it'll right. be different. Yeah, is this going to suck? I can't go over and find you, Phil, to hear about your your your, your sunny takes on, on how your day went. Oh, be trust terrible. me, I'm very happy I don't have to see you on the weekends now. Uh, <laughs> hey, Alex, so how's there, how's everything going with JGR? Like, uh, seriously, like, how's the 19-250F? And don't bullshit us. How is it? Uh, I mean, i, I got to be honest, guys. I am actually been pretty pumped on the bike, Phil. So. Phil's over here laughing at me right now. Oh, so Phil. Like <laughs> no, I, I'm laughing at the question because it's a generic question that everybody asks. But, but, but you know why? How, how many times did you get that uh, yeah, question but, asked? But I Phil? have to ask it. It's, it's a bike that's not available in the USA. Everyone, uh, you know, everybody wants. What do you think he's going to fucking say? <laughs> I, I, if I don't ask it, someone will be like, why didn't you ask him about the new bike? Oh, my God. I guarantee you. Yeah, but no, I mean, I will say it. This is my two cents. Um, I obviously I signed a deal. I didn't ride the 19 yet um so you go into it a little bit blind but um i was able to ride it a couple days before montreal supercross and i was pleasantly surprised i mean i think they did a good job with this new 19 especially the chassis and i think the motor has a lot more potential and stuff so um i'm i'm definitely pumped for next year you you wrote it michael in japan yeah yeah and uh our conditions were mixed but the engine's definitely an improvement okay wow Phil, it wouldn't take much for the engine to be an improvement, huh, Phil? No comment. <laughs> I, I got to ask at the test, is there any, any, do they talk about Phil much still while you're at a test? Any, it, any they, comparisons? Yeah, are they giving you a Phil setting, Amon? <laughs> Here, Phil uh, like this. No, no, no it's an all-new bike. He's, fat. he's way fatter than I am. But, uh, <laughs> no, we actually, Phil comes up probably about every hour that we're out there at the track. There's always something, oh, Phil said, you know, Phil tried this, and he said it sucks, or <laughs> Phil wouldn't jump this triple in because he's too fat. He doesn't have any you know, any balls or anything like that. Hey. Usually, Phil comes up when it's like a rhythm on the track yeah. where he wasn't jumping it, and he would just say the bike wasn't fast enough. But then, I mean, I clearly get over it, no problem. So. <laughs> he keeps saying, because I was fat, but big balls weigh you down. Like you <laughs> okay? So just keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. Just, just keep it going, Amar. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's cool that you guys, um, you know, both secure deals uh, one in another country. But it's 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 good that you guys both secure deals. I would have liked to have seen you as teammates, teammates. though. <laughs> teammates God. to me would have been really good. That's work. a reality Again, show. Eleven ten throwback. Yeah, that's yeah. Good to sail. <laughs> yeah, you guys I'll have... never be teammates with them ever again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Phil, would you have taken more? How much more money would it have taken for you to ride in the states, but to be teammates with Alex for the year compared to what you're making right now? Boy, I don't that's a know. Double edged sword. That question. is that is a double edged sword. I don't know. Um, the money talks, so I'd have to deal with it. So, uh, so far tonight, has there been Fox News on or CNN on? <laughs> oh, Fox News, bright and early this morning. Oh, okay, all right. That's that's Phil. Phil's Phil's in charge <laughs> of that. Fox and Friends. Dude, I mean, uh, what am I? What else am I going to watch? I am not watching ABC. Alex is a liberal. Okay. <laughs> I love that. that. That is a good drop. We play that quite yeah. a bit. Uh, it's actually pretty funny. Uh, Alex's uh, new practice guy is Mike Reedy's old guy. Yeah, Mike McEwen. What? McQuillan. McQuillan. Yeah, uh, what McQuillan. you cool guy him one time, which he's still really gutted about, Steve. 
Who cool got him? You. You you cool got him. When? When would I ever do that? I don't know. I don't know. One time he didn't, and it stuck uh, with him Yeah, it was a, a few years ago. I think you were down at Reedy's place for for the week or something like that. But we made Mike feel better. We're like, yeah, Steve, he does that pretty often. He cool guys a lot of people. So don't be worried about it. I mean, honestly, yeah. I you know what? I was there. I guarantee you I was there to, like, sort of do a story or some videos. So I, what I try to do is, like, not get in the way like not talk to people like i'm just a fly on the wall here like that's how i do it i'm not trying to bro down with guys that i don't know or who necessarily look at me like who the fuck is this stranger here so my attitude is always like my attitude is always like hey i'm just i'm just here don't don't fuck with I'm me a ghost. i'm gonna fuck with you i'm a ghost oh yeah but you're too well known you can't get you can't get off that easy steve you're what? you're you're somewhat famous in this industry I, I, why are we Pumping Steve up Listen, Philip. You're in my country. Good. You're in my country next year, Philip. I could my, with one phone call, I can get you out of there. <laughs> You're gonna, yeah, call immigration. Hey, this guy's coming in. Boom. He already got. He already got banned from Australia. Australia. So yeah, he's with Canada. Exactly. Yeah, sure. Exactly, <laughs> Philip. Are okay. you allowed back in Australia yet? Yeah, now I am. Now I am. Which. Yeah, you know, that ended a long time ago, but um, yeah, that was a bummer deal. But Andre, everything's getting sorted with that. My visa and stuff. The uh, yeah. the 11:10 story that uh, Alex told me for the article on Racer X, Phil, where you were so upset you rode the bike for 40 laps or something, hoping it would blow up. <laughs> I'm actually surprised he remembered uh, that. <laughs> Alex didn't even know you. He was like, "What is this guy doing?" <laughs> yeah, I was I was over it. Well, that was actually a KTM team. Yeah, KTM, yeah. But yeah, was, I remember uh, Club of Max, and that was actually. Before I was even friends with Phil, and before he went to Australia, and he's this freaking nut job out there on a supercross track doing a thirty lapper, you know, <laughs> putting it through the paces, and then basically was on a plane to Australia the next day. <laughs> See you for two years. See you, Phil. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Um, so oh, Phil, uh, your ribs are okay from Montreal. Yeah, I mean, they're still pretty jacked up. After I raced Delaware last weekend, they were really jacked. Um, I went backwards for sure two weeks. Um, so the break right now, because I, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. race till November 3rd, so um, it's good. And I don't have a bike right now. Um, it should be here Wednesday, but I probably won't ride till um, Monday anyway. Um, but, yeah, fuck, that hurt. Dude, I don't know what it is. So What it was. It might that... have been some muscle, too. It wasn't just ribs. I don't know. Oh, I think you're just faking it. Yeah, I was leading Delaware, and I ended up getting a third, so let me just make up an excuse about my ribs, huh, Alex? Listen, I wish it was, but, I mean, huh. Hampshire told you he crushed me, dude. He did. He was really worried for you. He's lucky he came and apologized. Because hey, what's going to leave out? Rip him a new one. Not leave out this important information that you thought I ran you over, and you were going to strangle me when you found me back at the pit. <laughs> well, that is true. Can we talk about how Alex on a 2DF was putting heat on Phil on a 450 oh. in the Supercross track? Can we touch uh, on that? Okay, let's talk. It was a well, 250 style track, a bit. and on top of that, it's kind of hard to ride a new 450 that you haven't ridden with Supercross suspension. I mean, you it's kind of brutal. At least Alex rode this Suzuki on a Supercross track. Oh. I haven't rode Supercross suspension, period. But he was not beating me. I was going to go three for three that night. Man, do you guys listen to this guy? He's just full of it. I all I saw Alex was you all over him in that last main. That's all I remember. And then no. he went down. Well, I like to, I, I like I the crack, preface. No, no, tell him tell him the truth. Really. <laughs> uh, Mr. No. John, the truck driver, had video, and I had at least eight bike lengths. Now five bike lengths on Alex. And there's two laps to go. No way the fucker was getting me. <laughs> Dude, there's at least four or five laps to go. And what's first off, I just want to bring up the fact that in practice. 
I was three and a half seconds faster than you on a Suzuki 250 at oh, And I jumped the three on the table before you did. <laughs> three and a half. Dude. <laughs> I skimmed the whoop faster. Three and a half seconds was a quarter of a lap at that track. I know that's how far off. It sounds like a lot me like me and Travis talking. It does. It's yeah, getting flashbacks. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Look at but the yeah, Phil, wrote, Phil did beat me in the first two mains. So was, I mean, you're I started in twentieth. Yeah. So and got up to seven, and he started in sixth, and I think finished sixth. Yeah, Phil. <laughs> Phil went. Phil went six, yeah. six, and probably would have won another six if. if no, if, I was going to get fifth. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Sorry, bud. No, yeah, hey, but he got tired. Phil, got out of shape. Phil, yeah, I was in fucking beer season, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I literally drank every night pro- before, after Indiana, up to Montreal, and then I'm expected to do a eight lapper, a ten lapper, and a twelve lapper at one ninety six heart rate. I drank I every night. Your brain's gonna function at that. You're a professional athlete. You should be able to handle it. Dude, you know how many people say that, but all it does is take two weeks, and you feel like you're a smoker. <laughs> two weeks off two weeks. and that's it. I don't even have two a weeks comeback. Off. Two weeks off and I can go for a bike ride and I feel like I just smoked. Yeah. Well, well, American charcoal in the chest. This is why it fills up in Canada racing next year because he's so delusional. Uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> hey, um, that's a low blow. Phil, <laughs> Phil does the red flag. <laughs> Phil, Phil, does, does your Yamaha feel? Any different or or better than you remember at JGR? Like it's, they've done some changes to it. They've made. Kiefer, you're a fan. It won your shootout. Yeah, it's a good bike. I was asking, going to ask him that how much he likes his new bike. To, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even have enough time on it to give an opinion. Um, the electric start obviously is a bonus. I was just <laughs> we went to dinner with Reedy tonight and Alex and Mike. And I'm telling them I'm never riding a bike without electric start ever again in my entire <laughs> fucking life. Period. <laughs> but anyway, besides the point, yeah, I ridden it, rode it two days before Montreal, Gopher Dune Sand Track, and then mm-hmm. Gopher Dunes Arena Cross Track, which wasn't really like enough time to ride the thing. And then I got hurt in Montreal, and then I didn't ride at all the week prior to Delaware. So, and then I just showed up to Delaware to race. So okay, so I, yeah, yeah, Not um, much I, yeah, I can't, I can't give an opinion. Is this, I heard it's better. So, is this Chad JGR thing going to happen for Supercross, uh, Phil? What, what are we looking mm-hmm. at? Here? I don't know. He keeps saying he doesn't have a contract, but I mean, I, I could see it happening. There's, I hope it happens because I like. Let's, let's just get through Monster Cup first. What do you hear, Alex? You think it's going to happen? You think the two two stays there for for Supercross nineteen? I, I see it happening. Yeah, right? I mean, I can't really speak for the team. I mean, that's no, I know. That's, there's yeah. a lot that of pieces that need to fall into place. But like me personally, like from a, as a teammate or fan perspective, like I would love to see him out there, and I'd love to be his teammate for for half the year. Do we know who's who, Phil? Do we know who Alex's teammates are for two D for next year? Do we know that? Don't even don't even get me started on that topic because it just uh, makes me mad. Oh, okay. Now we can kind of go somewhere with this. No, 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 no. That's just because the guys that <laughs> no, 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 no. they just don't have contracts yet. I feel bad. I was in the same position. Yeah, you were. You, this this you does know. sound familiar to you, right, Phil? Yeah, I like it. But mine, I feel still way worse. But whatever. Um, I'm letting that go. Alex, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay? Of course he is. He's been waiting probably. <laughs> How good is your RMZ 250? No, no, no. <laughs> Jesus if I didn't ask him about his bike, someone would have said, "What? why the fuck would you ask him about his bike? Okay? I, I have to get these questions. You have to get the vanilla questions yes, out of the way. I have to. Okay. All right? That's what being Do we ever get beyond the vanilla questions? questions? Listen, Alex, listen. I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but you're going to JGR, and obviously next year after a couple of years at KTM. We've talked about this on our show a lot. Like, you, the the training facility they have at T 
TLD and KTM and all of that with the Baker program and then Tyler Rattray and everything else. Um, I think it's fair to say, Alex, that it, it just wasn't for you. It works. It's produced titles and it produced wins and everything. But can we just say that you're, you're happy to be doing what you're doing now, Alex, with your sort of veteran experience and how you know your body? Uh, getting out of that program is going to help you, in your opinion? I, I don't know how else to say this politically correct, but... Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of a, yeah, a topic that is very complicated. I know. That's a, but, you know uh, what I'm I saying? Mean, I like, think at the yeah. end of the day, I said my it works. career was built on right. like, hard work, and I've always prided myself on being fit, and, and, you know, that was my strong point. And um, so, yeah, going to Baker's Factory, like, I, I got results before I went there, and I got results when I was there, so I'm not really too concerned about the fact of, of leaving and I'm not really worried about my fitness or anything like that. There's, right. For me personally, being an older guy, I feel like there's a lot to be gained with speed and stuff like that. And, and the fitness is always going to be there because that's just my passion and, mm-hmm. and something that I think is uh, important. Yeah, look, it's. I'm not saying it's a bad program. It's won a lot of races. It does well. But, for you know, it's sort of a one-size program fits all. And, and Alex, for you, a guy who likes fitness and knows his body, you're going to be stoked where you can maybe, you know, work on different things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, you know, it's it's tough when you have eight or ten guys down there and, you know, Moseman and, and Bailey, these guys that are like 18, 19 years old, and they're doing, you're doing the same thing as them and you're yeah. 10 years older. That's, yeah. That may maybe leave you scratching your head a little bit. <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> but uh, and that, at the same time, that's why I'm not really too worried about it, to be honest. So, yeah. Like, I, I also am pretty, I would like to think I'm pretty knowledgeable on topics of nutrition and fitness and things like that, so... Um, that I feel that does help me in kind of filling the holes. You know, where if, if you're a rider that doesn't really know any of that stuff, sometimes it can be yeah. hard to yeah. diagnose your poor piss poor race results and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, having said that, you you know you would have got second in the outdoors two years ago, and you did this year. So uh, you know it worked for you. you. You did fine. I'm just saying in a general sense. So that's all. Well, and that's what I mean. Like right. I've I had good results before. I was on the program and with Swanee and good results with Tyler and Eldon, and mm-hmm. I don't see any reason why I can't continue that in the future. Yeah, it's, I was watching. I, I, I have to step in. Okay, like Please. I think it's complete bullshit. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I mean, I'll, I'll agree. Alex is he is a dipshit, but when it comes to knowledge, he's probably the, one of the smartest guys when it comes to that sort of stuff. Other than Sages, if Alex really wanted to, I believe he could train himself. Yeah, um, and give himself a full program and what he truly needs because he even advises me on a bunch of stuff if I can't get a hold of Sage or whatever. Um, and like half the guys that are in the sport, actually three quarters of the guys, I mean, Alex will blow them out of the water if you give them actually a written physical test mm-hmm. on you know physiology of the body. Alex has got him covered all day long. You know, so it's kind of, I don't know. So I, I get mad at him because he follows, you know, some of these programs and he knows better and he knows his body's tired, but like <laughs> sometimes he'll still keep doing it just because that's what everybody else is doing. Right. And like, dude, you're 29 years old now, 28, 28, you know, and it's just like, bro, come on, dude. You know, <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, just, so I, it's, I mean, that's just from a friend standpoint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and well, I don't know. <laughs> Save money. I get mad about it. Yeah, exactly. You spend tons of money on this stuff and it's just like you know you're cracking and it's just like you know just pull the ripcord dude you know take a week off and yeah. do whatever you gotta do Alex get on Phil's money program where you save money because you just text Sagey every once in a while and that's the program you save money by just texting Sagey 
Yeah. Listen, I got Wes um, Pike. Wesson's now working with Sagey. Is he really? Uh, cool. See, yeah, I think yeah, and I think it'll be a huge benefit. But it's just more of the guidance, and you know, yeah. it's good to be able to text somebody and know somebody that you know has the answer. You know, yeah. it's not just like, oh, suck it up, dude. This guy did it. You know, well, sorry. So, yeah. no, no, I, I don't I know what to tell you. To elaborate on him, like I've been working with Sagey for five years, just for yeah. my own personal stuff, for testing and writing all the time, and he's so like. I call him like the the Asian granola guy because he's 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 a redneck, but he's he's Asian as shit. And yeah, oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, he's very knowledgeable, knows nutrition really well, and um, he's yeah, he's a good guy, a good knowledge guy to have around. Speaking of Sagey, is he healing up okay? Or yeah, he's getting better. Uh, Roostmx dot net bringing you Alex Martin and Filthy Phil Nicoletti on the Pulp MX show tonight. Use the code A Ray ninety one to save on uh, on Roostmx dot net. Um, MX Nation. I was watching the Red Bull MX Nation series yep. and just elaborating on, on Alex a little bit. And there's a there's a part in the in the show where Baker's ripping on Muskan and Muskan's sitting right next to Alex. Uh-huh. And Alex is just sitting there with his head down. And I just look at him going, holy fuck. Eat, this no, boy. no, no, no. The best part about that is he was eating a fucking banana. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why is that the best part? Because every time you say you're hungry, it's, I need a banana. I need a banana. <laughs> yeah, I can go for a banana right now. Fiber and carbs, bro. You're it's a mean monkey, dude. <laughs> yeah. Alex throws banana trees in I, the back of his house. I, listen, I don't want to get i don't uh, want to throw this out here alex but i've been eating a lot better in the last two months and oh, great and, and so i've been doing a very good job of eating i'm off soda but i want you to know alex my go-to move is a banana also bananas all right so we are banana well, we, we are banana uh, buddies wow yeah easy you're gonna hang on your banana hammock, yeah, easy. Banana hammock. <laughs> go ahead michael uh, i had a question for each of you about uh situations yeah. next year uh Alex, uh, you gonna do more JJR? Are you gonna do Ness since you uh, since it's pretty close to you, and then Phil still Club MX or? Go ahead, you can yeah, go. so yeah, yeah I, um, I'm gonna be. I guess I just signed a, a deal and I'm committed to the Moto Sandbox. So I'm down sorry, in Claremont, the Ness. Yep. Because we, my wife and I, we bought a house in Claremont, and we really like the area. So we're gonna make that work for a few a few more years, you know, as long as we can. And um, I'll I'll come up to. Charlotte and that's with the JJR guys, you know, here and there and, and stuff like that. Because I actually do like the like the change up in the program and stuff like that. But for the most part, I'll be down to Florida. Mm-hmm. And for me, yeah, I'm going to say um, I still only live a quarter of a mile from JGR, so I'm going to stay here. You know, I I love club and you know it's a good track for me. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, I can still probably ride JGR when I want to. No, I was um, told you can't. Who said that? Uh, one Johnny? Of my, a JGR source of mine told me you are not welcome on their tracks. Who? I Johnny? Can't, I can't find them. I can't. I might blow their drama. up. <laughs> I cannot give them my is, source Is it the list. same guy that runs Bad News Phil? No. No, yeah, not, not probably. him. That's a lie because I went I went bowling with Johnny Friday night and Bud Man, and they were asking me when I was coming out to ride. Oh, okay. But, All right. Well, my, or was that yeah. just so they could lock the gates? So yeah, my knew. source is at yeah, the highest probably. level. The highest level. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. Clay has no idea what's going on anymore. He's <laughs> No. Yeah, but no, for me, Charlotte's basically home. I've been here for six, seven years now. So, yep. Um, you know, it's just, I know all the roads to go biking, and, like, all my friends are here. So it's kind of like, yeah, I'm here for a little bit. Hey, so what do we got to do about Nate? 
Nate lost his job working for Baggett. Can we get him a job with one of you guys or at, with that, JGR? Uh, that pisses yeah, me we're off. trying. Yeah. We're trying. He's actually kind of a neighbor of mine. He lives close to me down in Claremont. I can't um, believe they let him go. Why they let? Was he was he smuggling cocaine or something? Like why did they let him go? I don't know. I think it's stupid to be honest. I don't, I don't really know what happened. I mean, that's I think between him and Rocky Mountain, but. Yeah. That, that dude's a good dude, man. Dude, he worked for Baggett all during the week. Yeah, he's practice and race. They're not going to find somebody to do that kind of workload. Nate kills it. Yeah. Yeah, and he didn't even right. find out until, what, a week or two ago. <laughs> Let's talk about blindsiding the guy. Yeah. Yeah, we- yeah I tried I tried to uh, – I talked to Steve um, Sims, team manager, and he, you know, about if he needs a mechanic uh, full-time and stuff like that. But it's kind of hard to get a mechanic to go up to Canada, you yeah. know, obviously yeah. for a working visa and – not only that, but with exchange rates and stuff like that, it's kind of not the same. Well, but, dude, Nate's good. Listen, huh. if someone's listening to this show as an industry looking for a mechanic, Nate Alexander, hire him. Get yeah. him on your team. Yeah. Alex and I will both vouch for him 100%. Wow. You guys weren't factory-level mechanics like myself. I'll, my vouching means a lot more than you two. Because you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a man who once took riders to the top, like Nate. Dude, every bolt you had was quarter turn past strip, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, no, they, when, when I when I was winning nationals and summer crosses, no, no, not at all. Those bikes were tuned. That for, ship has sailed. Yeah, just like that. Exactly. <laughs> that ship has sailed. It's over, bro. Let it That's go. It's a dream now. Forget um, about it. <laughs> I don't know if I ever have to go back. I feel like I could do it in a second. You know, is that at the top of your resume? I was taking like, the suspension off my Blue Crew YZ450, and I was hating it. I'm like, ah, oh, this sucks. It's like five bolts. But we won't talk about why it sucked. Why? Because you were doing it the wrong way. Well, it's a new bike. I didn't know. I was trying to take the shrouds off. For, hey, uh, you want to know the transparency factor right here, guys? <laughs> Travis, Preston, and I on a group text with Steve, and, and Steve's fucking war texting us. How the fuck do you take this shock off? This <laughs> shit's fucking done. No, I, did, yeah, I didn't. How awesome is that? You pull the tank up and pull the shock up. Off. Yeah. I didn't know that on a Yamaha. Steve, you're not even a parts changer mechanic anymore. Oh, <laughs> what the hell is that? Listen, I could I take trust you putting fucking both of your on. careers are heading south, and if you had me, I would be able to turn you back around. No, I know my career is heading south. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay with. It. I'm 29. I'm, I'm going to the top. Think yeah. for yourself. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, Amart's going oh, to the top. Dude. Amart is going to be a. a hey, it's, it's, it's true what they say. If you don't use it, you lose it, Steve. So yeah, I, no, you know. I know. Um, and listen, if if Hill could somehow win a Supercross on an 18 RMZ. 250, then I like I like Amart's odds on yeah. 19. To, yeah, the guy's a limit at that point. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, all Let's right. Let's get it through a Supercross season first, all right? Jesus. <laughs> hey, before we get off. Yeah. Uh, Phil said he jacked his ribs at, at King Canada. Yeah, I'm much You wearing an underprotector or just straight up skinny? You're running raw dog it. Yeah, I got abs of steel. Yeah, apparently not. Yeah, Phil has never worn a chest protector, I think, as long as I've ever seen him. And actually, it's funny to bring that up because I. The Vegas Supercross comes to mind, which is probably one of the most painful <laughs> on the series. And he comes back from that race, and he looks like he just got shot in the paint with a paintball gun like over 100 times. Guaranteed, Amart, a- that he runs that to get him angrier during the race. Like, just to, like, get so That's mad. I was thinking, too. It's an increase in testosterone or something. Yeah. yeah Dude, I want paintball on Saturday, actually, and it is a rush. 
Yeah, paintball's fun. And people yeah. are just like, oh, you get shot, and they just want to call themselves out. It's just like, no, go till your hopper is fucking empty and unload <laughs> that on people. <laughs> Why do I you see? You know what I mean? You want Phil on your team I when you go. Yeah. out? No, sorry. You get an extra 10 paintballs to the well, chest. Well, Phil is leaving out, out. These kids are 10 years old. Well, that's he thinks they're you. He thinks they're you. He's imagining they're you in the corner as he's yeah. unloading on their back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ten year olds gotta learn sooner or later. <laughs> sooner or later, you gotta, you gotta These learn. These damn kids. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's your Fox News for for you, Phil, right there. That's that's what Fox News does to you. Um, uh, that's funny. All right, boys. Well, hey, thanks for the time tonight. It's late on the East Coast. Uh, congrats to both of you on the new rides. And uh, why don't you? Uh, are you gonna be out for Vegas for the Monster Cup or anything? Either one of you guys? I am not paying to go to a dirt bike race. Okay, Amart, are you coming out? <laughs> No, no, I won't be out there as well. Uh, I was going to say, come in studio again. That'd be fun. Mm, no, last time I went to a Pulp show, I didn't even get paid for it. Last time I ran a Pulp sticker, I didn't get paid for it. So that's it. You're lucky I'm even on this show tonight. <laughs> uh, didn't you give us gas money or something? Yeah, I, th- I thought I did, but Phil doesn't. Yeah, Phil doesn't my time remember. is way more valuable than the fucking gas money. <laughs> Listen, bro. Is there a pulp sticker program for Canada? And he, and he sunk us in a Motel 6. No, I did not. No, I did not. <laughs> Phil, I'm going to need some shipments of, like, these Hawkins cheesies from Canada down south, please, Ooh, next year. So. Yeah, Dude. I've seen them, and I was just like, oh, someone brought me them. And they're just like, hey, these are, didn't I give you a pack of them? I don't know. Did I you thought you ate them all, probably. <laughs> Phil, yeah. Phil did a throwback on another day. And I've never seen it. I guess I missed it. But when he's trying to lock down his fucking hole shot device oh, yeah. and, and Weston's heckling him, in the, that's got to be the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that was fucking bad. I was peeking. I was so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's Wes. Good times. Oh. Uh, well, thanks yeah. to both of you, Alex. Uh, good luck with testing and good luck with living with Phil for the next two weeks. Yeah. Thanks, boys. I'm going to need it, and I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having us on tonight. Yeah, no problem. Later, fellas. Let us, know, Good luck. let us know what you guys are fighting about on Twitter. Let us know, please. Keep us up to date. <laughs> yeah, we will. Sounds good. See you, All right. boys. See you, boys. See you. All right. Yeah, bye. Alex Martin and Phil Nicoletti, everybody, on the uh, Pulp Mix Show presented by RoostMX.net. <sighs> That's good stuff. Gear Alloy, cold call. Gear Alloy, SoCalSuperTrucks.com. You punch in X 18 at checkout, and you will get a set of Gear Alloy wheels. The official wheel supplier are the RM, ATV, MC, KTM team. The choice of the NFAB, Ampro, Yamaha, GNCC team. Uh, 20 different wheel styles to choose from. Uh, gear Alloy, get your truck in gear. I've got a set on my Ridgeline, and uh, I couldn't be any happier. So let's cold call... Let's cold call the man behind the pit bike designations. Rocket Rob Bidas. Here we go. Cold calling. <laughs> He's in fucking biting his nails like my Heather. <laughs> he writes me a note. You're like my wife. Stop biting your nails. Hello? Rocket Rob. Hey, what are you doing, Canada? You are on the Pulp MX show. What's happening on the Gear Alley cold call? Oh, my God. Things have been going absolutely insane tonight. A lot of drama, a lot of stuff unfolding. We were able to extinguish a fire. What happened? What happened? A little bit of, oh, great. Okay. You know how it is. You know how it is. Obviously, motocross of nation, the eve, 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 eve is about where we're at. So everybody's scrambling. I got the New Zealand motocross team scrambling here, turning the Hondas all black, you know, getting everything ready to represent their heritage and whatnot. And I get a phone call. Uh-huh. Ivan Tedesco is not able to attend this year's Motocross of Nations Legend Dinner at Jeff Stanton's 
uh, soiree that's going on, which obviously greatly affects the, the United bike. States pit bike of nations. I like to hear this, by the way. This is good because it, it helps I, Canada. Things start to unravel. We make some frantic calls. RVs involved. There's a lot of things. Ivan Tedesco, unfortunately, and, and everything's fine. He's just not able to attend mm -hmm. the Motocross of Nations at Redbud in 2018, leaving a gaping hole on the American gaping. team. Mm. Yeah. Dan? Okay. Fast talking, fast thinking, scrambling. We had, we had to reach out with a patriotic phone call. Phone call was answered. Answered swiftly and with okay. conviction. <laughs> this answer is very swift. Slot. Yeah. Fill the slot on the American right, squad with? that was vacated by Ivan Tedesco just this evening. <laughs> yeah. And we and we've been now we're back up to a strong three man squad heading in to Redbud. Okay, can you please give us the name? Are you ready? Yeah, we're ready. We've been ready. Do you have any kind of drum roll? At Paul Pet Max that you could do, even if it's just beating on your brain. Are you ready? Yeah. The third and newest member of the United States of America, Pit Bike of Nations team, is Carson Brown. Carson oh, Brown. Oh, you're going to get worse. <laughs> you're going to get fucked up, Canada. I will say that's a good pick. That is a good oh, pick. Oh, that's damn. a good pick. A lot of people were hitting me on social media. Wanting Carson Brown on the team, I'm like, I don't pick hey, him. I don't care. But I will say that was getting drawn out. That was worth it. Now <laughs> that's Michael Lindsay from Vital MX, by the way, Rob and Chris. Oh, hey, Kiefer. what up, guys? Yeah. I'm What's up? Um, on. Car so Carson Brown stepping up for Team USA. Carson Brown, Willie Browning, and anchoring and captaining the team, uh, Ryan Villapoto. <sighs> All the small dudes, you're screwed. Um, oh, no me. problem. Uh, we've got Ryan Gold, Austin Watling, and Tanner Ward. Want no, I'm so bland. Tanner Ward is one of the up and coming fast Canadian riders. Like he's going to be Jess Pettis in a couple of years. Hey, awesome! What? No matter what, Brown has spent more time on a pit bike than pretty much everybody's team combined. Yeah, I'll give you. It's a good pick. I'll give you. It's a good pick. Um, I had. You know, I, I wanted to make sure that you know the we we fostered the patriotism in some of the young guns. You know, uh, Rob Bidas here on the Gear Alloy Cold Call. How is everything else coming along? I, I shipped uh, my my stuff to you for my Team Canada bike, and and I believe Matrix has stepped up with some stands for the team. Here, here's here's what I could tell you. The first time we we had a chance to talk about this, some uncertainty. We weren't exactly sure. We kind of just made the call, got the ball rolling, and we had a plan A. And I am very very happy to say that the plan A worked out. Uh, you guys know that I fool around with a museum in Ohio, and if you don't, you should, because it's really a cool museum called MotoZilly. We're hosting a big Motocross of Nations kickoff. The Dodgers are coming. Gary Semix is coming. Willie B's coming. Cody Cooper's coming. Lee McLean. Lightning Lee, the captain of the New Zealand pit bike team, will be there. A lot of other people stopping through. So these guys said, we'll host the mini bikes. Yamaha Warren secured all the TTR 110s, graphic them. Mm-hmm. Put the tires on them. Jeff Cernick and MX Tires stepped up, hooked that up. Uh, Mitch Payton hooked me up with exhaust for all of them. The guy's a throttle jockey, hooked all of them up patriotic. We have the big reveal Wednesday. The big reveal on Wednesday. The big reveal. You know, we're yeah. like gas monkey right now almost. Yeah. 
Uh, big reveal. These guys have been working like full assembly line. All hands on deck. Tip, big tip of the hat to those guys at Yamaha Warren. Yeah, that's awesome. Good job that for those guys. steps up. They sponsored the event. And I understand that Cherbies is coming on board, and it's going to be on Racer X live streaming television. Racer, RacerTV.com on Saturday yeah, night. That. Yep. yep. <laughs> and it's going to be live stream, and we hope that everybody tunes in and watches your favorite country. But through a little bit of adversity tonight, and, you know, obviously Ivan Tedesco's a bad dude, never been beaten, went to Farley, won over there even. But we have Carson Brown, Willie Browning. It's a good It's a good one. It's a good one. Yep. I have a Not question. Not a bad squad. Yep. yep. And uh, I think the people there want to see Carson Brown, right? Bone stock, four and a half, maybe. Five, I don't know. Or do they have five horsepower, maybe? I don't know. And we're going to see what this kid does. He's like a magician on him. He'll figure out how to go triple, triple. How we, how, what's the format? What are we doing? Three motos. Three motos, just like regular. Okay, so what will yep. happen is there will be a parade. As we load the bikes, like into mules and rangers and stuff, big parade down to the night track at Redbud. I'm going to say I'm the parade's probably not going to happen. Are you going to be in the back <laughs> waving and shit? That's what Rob wants me in the back. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we have we're going to signs for all the countries and stuff. Yeah. He doesn't pull around. They stepped it up. Okay, so we got signs and stuff. You'll know, you know, Canada and United, you know, all that Germany, the Netherlands, all that stuff. France. They'll be rolling down. They're one load. We have a group practice session you're responsible for trading off among your team mm-hmm. we'll have some incredibly good club disco trance music playing in the background to get the crowd dancing yeah. moving their <laughs> yeah. from that we'll go into team introductions celebrity racetrack official corner workers will take their spots and be introduced we'll kick it off with our national anthem and load the gate with the team selection for the first moto. Okay, can Don't I ask? Perform. Can I ask a question for rules? Yep. Uh, are we? What's the tie break? Third That's, moto. Third moto. Okay, so I am not putting Ryan Gold in my third moto. He is going to lead off the the event for Canada. Wouldn't you like to have the whole the whole maple leaf resting on his shoulders there? In the no, third not moto? for the third <laughs> moto. Not for the third <laughs> moto. I want Austin Watling or Tanner Ward in the third moto. Well, that's your call. You're the right, manager. Right. I'm the manager. So, okay. yeah, everybody. So, Moto 1, you, you line up. I just want everybody to know that if I bring this home for Canada, you are never going to hear the end of this. Nobody. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Hey, is, it, is it going above Summercross on your If resume? I manage Team Canada to a win at Pit Bike Does Nations, yeah. it will be mentioned every single week on the Pulp Mix Show. It mm. will be your new intro on the on yes. the voice? Yes. Yes. It'll be fantastic, Rob. Oh, God. Gate <laughs> drop, 10-lap moto, which is long for a pit bike race. Okay. But you got to be fit. This is, you know, this is Pit Bike of Nations. Ten lap. You'll go over to the podium. We have medals for first through third. Okay. You know, gold, silver, bronze. We'll reload the gate with your second choice. Okay. For moto number two. Off they'll go for ten laps. Same thing at the podium. Obviously, with uh, the television uh, live streaming package, they're going to want to see the celebrities that have just finished one, two, three in the Pit Bike of Nations. First inaugural. And then we'll do Moto 3, same thing, but this time there'll be the National Anthem in the Cup. Bitchin'. National Anthem even, I like it. I'm the winning country. Yeah, right. My man Ehab running production, got every National Anthem in the world in there. Oh, fantastic. Well, we only need one. It's the Canadian one. Get that tuned up. Well, we we've got them all. We know we're there to make listen, sure that everybody has fair of, opportunity. Listen, the chances of our being legally drunk, RV being legally drunk no, and not he's able not to, good. He's training and not he's being able to ride the bike is high. 
No, I'm telling you, he's changed his program. Now he's, now he's a program fitness now. fanatic. No, he's a fitness fanatic now. Okay, I didn't <laughs> he's know. Back. He's back. He's back. Four days a week on the bike, a couple days on the locked bicycle. He's training. I did not know he was a fitness fanatic. Oh, shit, asshole. No, he's back. He's back training. <laughs> yeah, he okay. He's going, down, he's going down to the South Pacific to race some Supercross. Plus, he's going to be uh, Pit Bike of Nation. He said he had to get ready. He's been, he's been locked in boot camp. Oh, and boy. maybe Monster Cup. All right. Well, hey, uh, Rob, we got to run. Sorry to make it quick, but I wanted to check in, find out Saturday night, racertv.com, or if you're at the race, uh, come on down to the amateur track and uh, the night track, whatever they call it. And uh, I'm, I'm guessing it'll be around 830-ish yeah. uh, Eastern time, that, that part of the world. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. I know they're talking about tiny bits of inclement weather. I think it's... I think we're going to blow right through. We just got too much momentum going. There's going to be too much energy there. <laughs> too much energy for the pit bike for, for Jesus away. and his weather. Um, all yeah. right, Rob. Well, hey, thanks for thanks for calling. Thanks for picking up. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Hey, you guys have a great time. We'll see you at Red Bull. All right, see you, Rob. Thank you, <laughs> Rob. Bites everybody. Pit bike this nations. Michael, come, rank these in order, okay? Of how much you're looking forward to seeing them. Monster Cup, pit bike this nations. Destinations itself, Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Rank those in orders your most. Destinations number one. Yep. Pit Bike of Nations number two. Straight Rhythm three. Monster Cup four. I think that's mine too. Can we just, can burning down all of Lot B be somewhere in there too? I think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I'm with you on that. It's going to be exciting. It's gonna, and Pulp Mix Live Show, I'll put that number one. Mm, that's going to be good. TheSpaceLV.com. Um, That's right. Lots to talk about still on the show. Dean Wilson coming up shortly. Uh, and uh, Carson Mumford. Yeah. I need his phone number. Or give his phone number to that guy. To I got you. This is such give a well professional show. What, what, what do you mean? Got your guest set. You don't even have the phone number. No, me. I know, right? Absolutely not. Uh, shortly coming up, we are going to do the draw for the Maxima USA Eli Tomac uh, Championship T-shirt. Uh, you guys saw these uh, at Indiana. Thanks to the Maxima USA guys for making this happen. Created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility, the demands on equipment drive Maxima to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in their DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. MaximaUSA.com. Kiefer, what's your favorite Maxima product? Mine's SE1. Mine is... Probably Formula K2. That's what my kid runs in his 85s. What about you? SC1. SC1. Can't beat, uh, can't beat SC1. Can't beat it. Uh, also, too. Actually, no. Sorry, the chain loop. Uh, thanks to the folks at Michelin as well. Randy Richardson is going to be co-host after the straight rhythm. Looking forward to that. MichelinMotorcycle.com for more information on the Starcross 5 tire. Four versions, hard, medium, soft, and sand. You've seen these things all over Twitter. Uh, we've been retweeting them. People have been buying them and been very happy with them. Uh, and also, we had a customer who bought some uh, Michelin tires for his BMW just because of this show. Awesome. Bought, bought street bike tires for his BMW touring tires. I met two Glen Helen guys last Thursday that were on Michelin because of the show. Really? Yeah. And did they like them? They said they were good? I mean, did they... They asked me about tire pressure, and they uh, said they liked them. Yeah, you said run a bit higher? 13.5. Yep. Um, nice to see. Nice to hear that. Comfort casing technology means less arm pump and reduced rider fatigue over the course of a 30 plus 2. So thanks to Michelin Motorcycle for uh, also for helping uh, us out over the over the years. And MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, the number one uh, job board for the uh, motorcycle industry world. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. If you go there, you can upload your resume for free. 
And uh, if you want to get involved in the industry, this is a way to get your feet wet and uh, get into it. It's not going to be a job for, you know, managing Red Bull KTM, but everybody has to start somewhere. And uh, so we've been featuring a job of the week each week. This one is a Troy Lee Designs independent outside sales rep. So uh, Troy Lee has a bunch of sales reps across the country that covers the area. They teamed up with a few other brands, I think, hmm. um, independent brands that aren't distributed like by the big three or whatever. And so uh, this is for, uh, they're looking for motocross reps and bicycle reps in almost every state, it looks like. Oh, wow. um, so yeah, go there, uh, go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, search Troy Lee, uh, you can go on there, outside sales, you can have your freedom uh, of riding in the morning, doing your calls in the afternoon, or vice versa, and uh, work in an industry that you're passionate in, and Troy Lee Designs, uh, good company, good guys, so um, yeah, outside sales reps, that's the MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com board, or job board of the day. Why don't you put a key for ink ad in there? Are you looking so, for help? Maybe soon. Well, Michael Lindsay, you left Vital MX. A no, little bit. Well, I'm part time now. You're part time. What was the decision behind <laughs> that? No, no. I know. I know. I know. I'm not blowing them out. You're still there, but you're part time. Yeah. What was the decision behind that? Because we knew you for Vital. You know, as the main one of the main guys with you and Guy B at Vital. I uh, just wanted to take on some other projects. That a couple of people approached me about, and I did not have time there. Yeah, you couldn't do wide. like couldn't all this media guys. You're absolutely pinned every single day, twenty four seven. How did uh, Brad and everybody at Vital take that when you said, hey, "I want to step back a little bit"? Uh, good, because I offered to do what I'm best at for the company. It was a cool opportunity. We were able to bring on uh, Sean Klinger, who actually worked with Kiefer yeah. at uh, uh, I met Dirt Sean. Rider. I he lives like ten minutes from our office, so it works really good for him. I'm quite a ways from the office, so. Yep. He's a. It works better for him to be in there, basically. So for you, what are you? What's the other stuff? What are you doing? And what's much you want to get into it? Like what's what? what? <laughs> um, kind of actually a little bit of like Kiefer's world, trying to do some private testing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, couple little brands I'm helping out, but nothing. Uh, work on a couple small things, and then uh, some media projects like doing some content stuff for uh, an aftermarket brand or two. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Um, you still got to monitor the form? Because is that? I uh, probably do more than I need to. Which is probably we were joking about. Let that go, Michael. Let, let go. go. That'd be a full time job. I, Thank we actually you. Basically, need full time. That's what I told him. I go. How <laughs> how how good would your life be, dude? If the form wasn't there, I we broke. I don't know if I did it or who. I might have. I'm the first guy. I'm not the first. Most of the time, I'm the first guy in the media. I feel, and Michael, correct me if I'm wrong, to put stuff out there that mm-hmm. that I hear. Yep. Not always, but I'm not scared. I just do it. Yeah. I just like, you know, whatever. So this web to KTM thing that we all knew, yep. I'm not saying I, I, but I'm maybe the first guy to say that that was happening. And I, I read on Vital that someone's just like, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, no, we had a guy 12 like, hours ago. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? It's not, you think I'm going to say that? If, if I, you think I'm just throwing a dart? At, you know, like it, it's happening, bro. Right. Like we talked about it. We broke it down. We talked about this. Why do people say these things on, on Michael Lindsay's forum? I don't know. I, uh, somebody demanded that I give Dean Wilson a public apology because I said he had a Husky ride two weeks ago. Dude, we, I mean, I thought that I was going to get done. <laughs> I thought that was going to get done. We'll, uh, we'll find people, out from here how soon he thought it was people done. People that too. I talked to, I thought it was going to get done. So uh, we got some people on hold here. Uh, first up, Zach has a question for Kiefer. What's up, Zach? Going hanging out, guys. Kiefer, yes. uh, 2018 Yamaha 450's got like. 12 hours on it um we're riding the other day and then came in parked it went to get off the stand hit the button nothing happened tried four fingering tried everything pulled the all the connections loose plugged everything back up checked everything nothing happened 
got it off the stand to go roll it off. Damn thing fired right up. Started fine the rest of the day. Yeah. Fast forward. Fast forward Kiefer two se- weeks. Okay, hold on, Zach. Kiefer seems like he already knows your problem. No, finish that. I think I know what's going on here, but go ahead. Fast forward two weeks. You got a ride yesterday. Hit the button. It won't start. You roll it off. You open up the app. Thirteen point something odd volts. You shut it off. You hook a voltmeter to it. Zero volts. Uh, I have no idea, but so it's just like it randomly does it. Yeah. What happens is I've, I don't know if this is exactly what's going on with yours, but I've seen it. Um, it hasn't happened to me, but it has to some buddies' bikes. You wash your bike, inter, you know, intermittently. You wash it, and you you come home, you dry it off. <laughs> Alex Ray. Water gets inside at, at, at Redbud of the the button, so to speak, inside there, mm-hmm. and it starts shorting out. So intermittently, it'll start. It'll it'll you know, then it won't start, and it just will start doing that intermittently. Um, so you want to check that whole cluster right there before water condensation gets inside that and then shorts it out. Okay. To blow it out with air. Or Don't you think it's odd, though, that the, the app will show 13.4 volts, but then when you hook a voltmeter to the battery while the bike's not running, it won't do anything. And then it won't even pull. You know, you, but when we first had the bike, you could hook the app up, and it, would, it, was, like, it was like the ECU would, uh, you know, it could read while the bike wasn't started, and now it won't even hook up. It's like, it's like it doesn't even recognize the ECU. And the bike, I mean, it little to no hours well, on for all. the the app you're you're saying you're hitting well back to what you were saying if the starting if the starter button is short because we get to app to work and register to the bike you have to hit the starter button mm-hmm. to activate the bike for the one minute for the app to mm-hmm. work if the starter button's shorting and you're pressing the button then it's not activating the bike for the app for it to connect to the app yep right so so, okay. so this is it's a yeah. common this is a common theme it's not only on a yamaha too I, yeah there's hondas do the same thing yeah, on the have, mode the mode side so Actually, there's a company coming out that I can't disclose right now. They're going to make a little cover, a wash cover for that, so that doesn't happen. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, definitely that would be your, my first pick for you to look common, at and it's, die. It's and not it's a common, common, but it's... It's not like yeah. happened to everyone. Yeah. I've, I've washed the shit out of my bikes. I haven't happened to right. it yet, but it just depends, yeah. you know? Cool. Thanks for the All call, right. man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, Mike, you have a Joey Savacci theory. Yes, I do. All How are right. you guys doing? Good. How are you? Um... Excellent. Uh, you know, I, I uh, watch MotoGP as well, not as much as I used to, but uh, 2005-ish maybe, it was Rossi and Seti Gibernau, and they came into a, a race last last lap, same thing that Savachi and Zach Osborne, and Rossi took him out, and he said he will never win another race, and he never did. He careered him basically right there. And I think that's what happened with Joey Savacci and Zach Osborne. I mean, you look yeah. at uh, – I watched the race at uh, Washougal where he won the first race of the uh, day. And I'm sitting there watching it with my wife, and the interview on the podium, she's like, did he lose the race? I mean, there's yeah. there's a guy who's mentally beaten. He just – yeah, uh, he does uh, does not have it anymore. We've talked about and, that for sure. He He – I said, I think it was on the show last week. Yeah, we talked about it. He needs a PR makeover. He really does. Like, Joey, yeah. Joey's podium speeches aren't great. Uh, his public persona's not great. Uh, I, I know, I don't know about you, Michael, but on my social, like, when I mentioned Savachi this, yeah. like, people just, I, people don't like this guy, and I don't know why. I have no idea. He should be upset about that pass on Osborne. Osborne's yeah. pass was, I'm fine with that pass. But it that yep. I, I can't blame Savachi for being like WTF on that pass. And for it affecting him. Yeah. 
Absolutely, but he should, when, when that happens, you should say, okay, this is what it takes to play with the big boys. This guy wants it more than I do. Well, I don't know about I better that, want it. But, or... but, you know, he, he didn't, I don't think he knew Osborne was even there or whatever, like yeah, necessarily. Yeah, close. there's a whole series. Oh, it's, out, us for, it's, it's, it's easy for us to sit back and armchair quarterback this thing. I don't think, Savachi's at, at a high level of a rider, and to be at that high level, you have to be mentally strong no matter what. Okay, he's won races. He's won a lot of races, right? He's so won he's seven nationals, and I think he's yeah, he, he's mentally not broke down. I don't think that's it. I don't know. I I I don't know why the fans don't like the guy that much. I think he's a good uh, rider. I think he needs to do. I don't mean Pulp Mex show stuff. Just do more media. Like a Dean, just his own Instagram. Because yeah. it's hard. Is he's only got a one year deal to factor team. If the results aren't that, you know, if the results are say rough for the year, another thing to play off is. You know what? What kind of needle does the guy move in the sense of sponsoring him as yeah. a gear company or things like that? Right. And no, I agree. I think uh, you know it's a real vital year for Joey in two ways. I think other than results on the 450, uh, I, in my opinion, I think there needs to be some sort of focus on how he presents himself to uh, yeah. the fan base if to you, try to build that. If you're not going to be Marv Anderson, Toma, Kenny, yeah. you got to have something else you're selling on why someone wants you. And Joey, to me, doesn't put off the vibe. And the fans don't put up the vibe of liking him, and he doesn't put up the vibe that he enjoys racing, and that's all. And so, if you're looking at Dean Wilson or Joey, listen, Cowie doesn't like Dean Wilson for whatever reason. They passed on him 18 <laughs> times by now. But to compare Dean or Bowers, even or any um, uh, Cooper Webb or any of those guys, Webb's a different case, I think. But Seeley, yeah, I I tell my kid this: it's how you talk to people is what's going to happen to you in life. If you're a prick and... and I don't you, think Joey's a prick. No, no, no. I'm, okay. I'm not saying Joey. Okay. I'm just saying yeah, yeah. the way Joey... What I'm trying to get at is when he does his interviews, it's really bland, same shit, vanilla. We always talk about this in interviews. It, it wasn't like that at one time. No, it, it then wasn't. it Then it no. switched to this. Don't you agree with Michael? Like Joey was a lot more at really farther the other way as an amateur. I, I don't want to say maybe uh, some people in amateur thought he was a little cocky. He used to be a lot more vocal, have much more of a personality. Yeah, he really did. Uh, he's been on he the show Jason. before, and he was good. He yeah. was good, yeah. And But he's he's the last two or three times I've asked him to come on, yeah. he's told me no. Well, that maybe has something to do yeah, with who yeah, trains he with. Can't. No, or or yeah. I, I just don't think he likes me because I think, uh, I think him and his family look at me as Team Osborne. Mm. Which I I'm friends with Zach, yeah. good guy, but doesn't mean I can't be friends with someone yeah. else. But no, I think like I I would think Joey was fairly interested during his J Star KTM years and yeah, stuff. I think yeah. he was really well balanced yeah. personality persona um, I just, media control. I think I, do better. Than look that. at guys like Shorty, Brayton, Zach. Dino. Just how they talk. Yeah, you can relate to them because they're easy to talk. If to. I was Joey's agent, I'd be like, dude, we gotta we gotta do something here to get you right. I want to listen to Dashboard Confessional when he's talking. It's <laughs> yes, so depressed. Yes. Because yes. for this year, I look at, you know, 450 class, there are a couple of guys that are only going to have one year deals, but yeah. I feel like one of the people that has going to have the highest pressure on them is going to be Joey. Like the the rate of results he's going to, I think, yeah. have to have to keep that ride. And then, yeah. you know, how he's selling. We I think, think AC's coming, yeah. But okay, another example is Malcolm. Like people love Malcolm. Yeah. He's you fun. Know? He's fun guy. Yeah. You know, so I think you're on to something, Mike, a little bit. I, I don't know. I think that pass, that pass helped push Joey's career one way for sure. I yep, don't think it's absolutely. ruined him. I don't think and it's I'm, ruined him or anything, but it helped push it one way. I'm, I'm pulling for the guy. I mean, you like to see anybody with talent uh, yeah. do well, but um, 
It's just if you just watch that interview again, and you'll yeah. see, you know, just the whole body language is like yeah. this guy's defeated, and I, he just smoked everybody. I told Omera, Omera works with him, and I told Omera that I thought he should get out of that RC camp, and nothing to do with RC or anything, just a change of scenery, just like Bogle went to RCs and had a change of scenery and started kicking yep. ass. I just think Joey needs to change his program up. And nothing to do with the fact that he's there, but just it's just change things up. Look, dude, you're riding a dirt bike for a living. You have the bitchin' bike. You've gotten paid some money. Just liven up a little bit. That's all you got to do. Just liven it up. All right. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Uh, Mark, what's going on? How are you? Good. How are y'all doing? What's, it, what's your question? Um, I, have a, I have a 2005 KX125, and I just pulled the top end off this past weekend and the uh, cylinder has some damage inside of it. I was wondering what y'all's opinion, opinion on, like, aftermarket, like the Athena cylinders and stuff like that, or should I just have the the factory one machine stuff? Yeah, just get it replated. Yeah, we're getting Reed Nichols. Uh, yeah. Millennium. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, what y'all's opinions on, like, the bore kits, like big bore kits or... Leaving in a 125. Oh, well, Kiefer, what's your opinion on big bore kits? All Kiefer? about the big bore kits, buddy. You go big on that, son of a bitch. Get that 144 on yep, there. Yep, go ahead. Uh, Seat bounce some shit. If, you, uh, if you're interested in that, Mark, um, we, ha- we have a listener discount with Athena, who makes big bore kits, and uh, we can hook you up with that if you want a little bit of a discount. Yeah, that'd be great. Can you email the show where I'll put you on hold and Mark's going to give you the email? Yeah, that'll work. All right, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Thanks, yeah. All right, no problem. Yeah, just get it replayed. Yeah. Walker, you want to talk about Josh Grant? Yeah, hey, what's up, guys? What's up? Oh, man, hey, uh, so I know we got the official Kawasaki announcement last week, and I kind of speculated that Grant would obviously be out in that. Yeah. Savage would be taking his spot. So have we heard? I know there was some stuff. Uh, Lindsay, you might be able to speak on this on Vital about MXA and Grant, but uh, do we know what Grant's? doing next um, year what the deal is i actually talked to josh for a minute this morning so he i don't know if he's doing anything for monster <laughs> cup for straight rhythm he's riding for racer x on a husky um i think who's your straight rhythm rider <laughs> as i told you right now i don't have that you guys don't have one it's it's a mess i don't wow i know what's going on um as far as i know I, josh doesn't have anything i think concrete as of yet i, I heard Cowies, the head thing's not happening it was the, supposed to or there yeah. was interest there um i didn't get to ask josh today but i did hear um the guy that helped read last year the jet ski guy yep. i heard might be interested in doing uh, something. go-kart guy go-kart. no no jet ski Jet ski. The speed zone guy. He's yeah, a jet he's ski a, world like champ. A, I thought it was go-kart. No, he's a speed. He's a nine. Team. Yeah, he's no, a no, jet ski champ. No, but he owns get go-kart places. Yeah, but his big thing is he's okay, a jet ski Okay, but whatever. Champ. We're whatever. both right. I heard he might be interested. Um, the MXA thing was they had a bike to test. I think just their usual pushing out big headlines. They had Josh come test. And it's like, this will be the bike Josh will race if he doesn't find anything. Because yeah. it, uh, last time Josh built a bike, Jamie Ellis helped him. Jamie Ellis built that bike. So I think that's you know right. always right. a possibility if he wanted to go racing. Okay. All right, there we go, yeah. man. Walker, thanks, man. Um, and, uh, hey, also, Steve, where's your buddy Wild Wally been? I ain't heard from him, not in GNCC this year. Where's Wild at? Where's Wally. Wild Wally? Wally's Palmer? on the Endurocross life. Yeah, Endurocross life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I hadn't seen him in GNCC, so, and, uh, last thing here, you know, hey, Steve, do you know why Lindsay doesn't have a rider yet? You know the answer, don't you? For what? Rhythm? Why? He doesn't. He doesn't want to get rammed up his ass. Yeah, exactly. And he knows. Hey, he knows. If you want to get Transworld bailed on the thing too, because these guys are fucking scared of Alex Ray. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Pussies. Pussies. Mm-hmm. Thanks, hey, Walker. Hey, Walker. Uh, I want to give you something for calling Michael Lindsay a pussy. Um, <laughs> do you want to? 
Do you want a Maxima or a Pro Filter kit? One of those two? Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with the uh, Pro Filter kit from my KX125. All right, fantastic. Uh, just kind. Just got me a new one last week. So. Profilter.com. Never changing a filter again. Or they have the high-quality OEM filters, uh, OEM-type filters that you can also uh, change and clean and re-oil. Either one. Uh, ch- stay on the line. We'll get you the information. And uh, thanks for calling Mike, Michael Lindsay a name. And, uh, yes, thank Pro, you. MaximaUSA.com and go to Profilter. And uh, you can use a discount as well, Pulpamex 35 to save. All right. Thanks, man. Hey, for anybody who wants some... Have a good one. Thanks. For anyone that wants some good entertainment value, hit Wild Wally's Instagram right now. He always sends it, but the last Enduro Cross, there's this compilation video of him trying the... He, he's Kiefer's favorite Enduro Insanity. Cross In, you've seen what he does for it. It's, it's like awesome. every awesome yeah. clip, he did it all at Ontario. He, he tried in... Kiefer loves oh Wild Wally. Yeah, the dude is not... He'll he'll jump shit that I don't even think about jumping. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't make any of these, but he, yeah, he never. He, yeah, it doesn't matter. Most of the time, he doesn't make it. Yeah, no, he, oh. Wild Wally's fine. Uh, last question before Dean Wilson. Sinjin, welcome back to the show, No Sinjin. way. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, guys? Long, to- long time to talk. You're, you're alive, Wow, Sinjin. you have a deeper voice. Yeah, you I guess, yeah. Hit puberty um, or something. <laughs> first, com- first, a quick comment. Uh, JT, dude, that guy's awesome. Like, uh, I'm getting back. I'm going to get a bike again. And uh, I hit up JT just about some fly boot question. The guy... Uh, emailed me back within an hour, and it was like after 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So that guy is guy right awesome. Here. All right, cool. Good to hear. Um, and then my question is, Josh Hanson, what is he like? I know he has this Honda thing. What really like? What is his role there? Well, he was. Uh, he also turned down Michael Lindsay for the straight rhythm. So that's uh, another guy. Didn't get turned, back to me. But <laughs> yeah, didn't get back. Uh, to he's me. like uh, doing kind of an ambassador role and doing mostly off-season races. You'll see him at like Paris Bercy. I think the Aussie thing. As far as I'm aware, he's not racing. You know, the deal isn't for him to race Supercross <clears throat> no, full-time he, by any means. It's all one-off races. Is, would, that um, be, okay. would that be a? Uh, a cash deal, you think? With Honda? Yeah. No, not like, that more. No, it's just... It would, it's just no. marketing, bikes, parts, support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah okay. His oh. money all comes from, huh? like, shift and... Yeah, no, I just did Oh, is he getting money? That's what I asked. Yeah, cash he's money. getting a little bit of compensation. Is it, is you think? It? Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, he showed up in Montreal with motocross suspension. I'm like... This I think it was super. Was his deal for Montreal super last minute? Yeah, or? Maybe it was, yeah. Maybe yeah, it was. was. And, All right, and then one more thing. Yeah. O, uh, O2 to 04 CR 250s. What are your guys' thoughts on those? Two strokes. I didn't hear what he said. I'm sorry. O2 oh, you're not paying attention? No, I was. I just, it was oh, mumbling. It didn't sound like you paid attention. O2 to 04 CRs? Yeah, the CR 250. 03 and newer have the third generation chassis. O2 still on a second gen. What year do they go to Case Reed? They're terrible. They can be made to run good, but... Uh, Whatever year they went to Case Reed, from there on, stay away from <laughs> Got it. Thank you. All right. Th- thanks, Injun. Thank you. Later, guys. Uh, Dean Wilson coming right up. If our guy ever gets on the phone, playing Excite Bike over there in the corner. He's, He's got a new high score. Michael Lindsay from Vital MX and uh, Chris Kiefer from KieferIncTesting.com. I can't wait till you guys start talking about your shootouts. Yelling. And yelling and screaming. Yep. Well, Did you have close to the same order? Close. Yeah, pretty Yeah, close you did, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to do that. We'll talk 250s as well. And uh, Dean Wilson coming right up here. I, I, I'm interested to talk to this guy a little bit, too. Um, we broke down the MXDN as well, what we think is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Lindsay. You've been yeah. fucking with that thing the whole night. You have been. Well, I was kind of 
trying to swallow something and I didn't want it to come up over that, so That's I moved it said. away. All right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, listen, folks. Vertex Pistons, uh, Vertex Pistons come stock in every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna. And uh, 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons founded in a small workshop in northern Italy, OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. The guy with the 05, Mark, if you need a top end after you get your cylinder replated, Pulp MX Show 2018 at VertexPistons.com uh, to save full two- and four-stroke pistons and replica high-compression and GP-style configurations. Thanks to Vertex Pistons for bringing our next guest on the show. He is a uh, former 125, 250 national champion. I think it was still 125 class when he won. What's it? No. no. no it, it wasn't? It was, no. okay. it was 250. 250. All right. Uh, former factory rider, and uh, we're happy to have him on. Friend of the show, Dean Wilson. What's up, Dino? How are you? Yeah, doing good. Thanks. How are you guys doing? We're good. Thanks for coming on, bud. No problem. Thanks for having me. Hey, so big news this week. Like, from everybody I talked to, I thought you would have stayed on that team, Rockstar Husky. They were going to find space for you alongside Jason Anderson and Zach Osborne. It seemed like it was going to happen. Everybody, when I'd ask people, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, they're working on it, they're working on it. And then you just put out social this week that said uh, they told you it wasn't going to happen. A uh, huge bummer. It's a little bit late for in the season, but uh, you got to be uh, really uh, bummed out of that news, huh? Uh, yeah. It's a week or two now. Um so yeah, it sucked big time. Um, just because I've kind of waited all summer, it was always all summer during the week. It was like, oh, you know, we'll no more next week, and then oh, we'll no more next week. So, um, you know, everybody on my team and you know, Rockstar Energy, like, there's a lot of people that really were pushing hard for yeah. me to have me on the team. But um, at the end of the day, it, they only took two writers. Um, and which is fine, but I just wish I knew about it maybe a couple months earlier. Yeah, so I could try yeah. and put something else going. So now everything's pretty, everything's full. So now I'm just going to have to come up with a plan B. But Bobby Hewitt's been really supportive and good. And um, yeah, so. I, I heard maybe, yeah, I heard maybe uh, a Husqvarna B team or something with you and Mitchell Harrison, or people are working on that. Anything you want to talk about there? Uh, I think Rockstar and. And Bobby are kind of trying to work on something. Um, okay. So we'll kind of just see what happens there. I just, yeah, so we're just waiting kind of on what's going to happen with that one. Man, yeah, that is a bummer for sure. And, uh, yeah, I don't, you know, look, I don't know the finances. I don't know the budgets, but, you know, you got hurt this year uh, testing and uh, obviously missed some time. But before that, you put in some really good results for those guys. Uh that sucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it wasn't yeah. like it was a really rough season just because I, I rode injured all year. You know, I missed a few rounds, still managed to get 17 points. You know, I got a podium. Um, sure, it wasn't outstanding, but yeah. um, it's still, I mean, a top 10. It's kind of crazy to think that a top 10 rider isn't got a factory ride. What? But, I mean, I can't mm-hmm. complain about it. It is what it is. I can't yeah. like, just put it behind me. Just, you know, um, at least, like, I have, like, the, I still have the, the strength, and, like, I still, like, I still feel like I can, I can do it, and I still have the willpower to do it, so, you know, that's what drives me to keep going, you know, because it does take a toll on you, and it's, it's hard to take when, you know, like, you, just, you know, this past year, you know, I, I if I, if I feel like if I wouldn't have got hurt, then I would have been, you know, re yeah, for sure. Uh, it's just a shame that, you know, I 
got hurt while testing because someone cross jumped me in the air. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, it sucks because it just sucks because ACL. You look at Jason and he broke his foot, kind of the same thing happened. Yeah, and he was back and you know got in a few nationals. So I, I can today was actually my first day riding. So yeah, so that was tough. It's a tough old game, but um, I still have it in me. And, you know, I still feel like I can I can really do well in the sport. So that's why I. I'm still here. Oh, there's there's no doubt you can still do well in the sport. 702-586-7857. You have a question for Dean Wilson. Brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Hey, Dean. It's ML here. Hey, um, so, of course, you had to do this before, kind of with the you and your dad uh, doing the Sprinter when you did the Yamaha Privateer thing, at least with, you know, the people that still want to stick behind you um, sponsor-wise. Do you feel like doing it on your own this time in a sense would be easier for you to set up? Do you feel like you have more people reaching out to you to, to make it happen or? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I, I, I think I would know what to expect more, you know, I mean the first five, five races are pretty convenient to do, you know, they're all, you know, a decent driving distance mm-hmm. and I don't have a problem doing it in a sprinter van. That's not a problem at all. You know, as you know, I, I just want to feel good on the bike and, and be able to race and have good equipment to to battle with those guys. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, when you think of it, like, you know, it, it happens to a lot of riders, but, you know, last year a lot of riders got injured and, um, you know, you just, you never know what can, what can happen. So I'm just going to do my part and be in the best shape I can be and get training and, and, um, yeah, I just I, I just kind of I'm in a weird position because I, I honestly don't know which direction I'm going. Yeah. So um, there's nothing finalized or anything yet. So Husqvarna or, or Hugh, Bobby gave you a, a a stalker to just to start riding on, or who'd you get that from, or how's that how that? Yeah, I just asked um uh I asked my mechanic if that was possible, and then and then he asked to do it, but then yeah, it was just a bike in the cage. Okay. Um, that they let me ride, which is cool. It's all stock. It's just kind of a little stuff. But other than that, I mean, that's all I need right now because I'm just kind of, right. you know, getting, back into getting it, my yeah. bearings right. going again. Um, is it something that you're still going to make? Even let's say you do this on your own again. We call it on your own with air quotes here. Right. Um, are you still going to be able to collect some money from other sponsors? Or, I mean, when you say, hey, I don't want to put my money into it or, or I want to put my money into it, will you, at the end of the day, still be ahead of the game with existing sponsors that you have? I'm hoping so. Um, you know, I know Rockstar, you know, they've been really awesome, actually. They've been really supportive and had my back, which is cool. Um, and, yeah, I mean... Hopefully, just you know, the sponsors that I have a contract with will stick with me, and that would be awesome. So we'll see. You know what? This comes at a bad time for me at Pulp MX because I've committed to this Alex Ray guy for straight rhythm. Yeah, right. But boy, would I like to have Dean there in a couple asked. weeks. Yeah. You already asked him? I already asked him. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> I get dibs first. Did you just bombard him today when he got the fucking No, dip? no. Oh, okay. A couple days ago. I was like, that was a dick move. You probably wouldn't be ready. No, actually, be. dick move, it was a little bit after the IG post. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, don't, hey. I wouldn't be ready for that. Right, right. Um, yeah, man. Come on, we, you can take down we a were talking, shove it. We were talking about your situation earlier in the show, and 
I mean, look, it's not ideal, but there's just if you put in results like you did on your Yamaha and you're in California, it's just something's going to open up for you. But on the other hand, that could be jumping to another team with limited testing and the salaries for fill-in riders. Breaking news, everybody, they're not great for fill-in guys. So you know, even if that, even people think that if you land this fill-in ride, you're just crushing it with money, but you're not. You know, I mean, you get your yeah. money and everything else, but they're not amazing salaries. So. Exactly. You know, the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, I mean, you're only, when you're a felon writer, I mean, someone else is still getting their salary. Yeah. And you're just filling in for them. And, you know, you're, you're not on a salary, really. So, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's good equipment, and it does make things a lot easier being on a team. Yeah. I guess how I look at a filling ride would be almost like, um, the fourth game in a preseason football game. Like, you're out there showcasing what you can do on some good equipment, and hopefully, yeah. A, they take you or someone else can take yeah. you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, yep. It's uh, it's amazing, our sport right now, man. There's just not much out there for everyone, and I just I don't know how we fix it. I don't know how we make it happen. Um, Dean, I'm sure, you know, Hep Suzuki's looking for a guy, and, and, you know, maybe there's something there for you. But, again, that's, you know, you for yourself, you want factory equipment, right? I mean, you that's how what it takes to compete with these guys. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I mean, of course I want to be on a factory team, but that's just not in the college right now. Everybody's filled up. And um, so, yeah, like I said, I got a little bit of thinking right. to do, but at least I'm writing and I'm training and doing mm-hmm. all I can. So at least I'm doing that, and that's kind of keeping my head clear. But, um, yeah, definitely got a lot of unanswered questions. Hey, I know the last time, which ACL did you do this time? Was Which knee was it? Was it my uh, my left? Okay, so your other one was your right one that you did then. No, it's my left one. Okay, so that all right. So that leads me to the next question: Was there a bit of an issue with the with the repair from from the surgeon on that end of things, or was it something bad enough um, that you know? No, I think my um, well. I'm trying to think about that knee. I don't know that that knee, the problem is that knee took a lot of damage. That's my third ACL. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, that one's been rough. So the doctor, Dr. Greenbaum, actually did a really good job. Okay. Um, he, he went in there for six hours, and he said there's things just – he said there was not a lot tr- – there was it was just kind of all beat up, and, mm-hmm. yeah, it was torn up. So he fixed that, and, yeah, if I'm good to go. If I'm Bobby Hewitt, I'm never going to Glen Helen on a Thursday oh. ever again. Like, just never going to do that with my two guys, like – Honestly, I mean, honestly, That's something you really want to go do anyway. If yeah. I'm Husqvarna, I am losing my shit on Bobby for going there after Anderson's deal, and then Dean getting hurt. Like I'm losing my mind. I really am. No, I was the first one. Then it was oh, you were the first one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, okay. Either way. Yeah, then. but it just—it it wasn't like even like a—it wasn't a slow writer that like it, it wasn't even intentional for a start. But it wasn't a slow writer. It was a true writer that moved over on me, mm-hmm. not a factory guy. Anything, yeah, yeah. But like. That's why I always like when we're on pro circuit days. Like, we would we wouldn't even show up till like lunchtime. Yeah. You know when everyone starts going home. Yeah. And that's like the best time I think. Tracks are off. Mm-hmm. Everyone starts clearing out. Yep. One thing is you have the flaggers just going crazy with the water hoses. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just a lot safer going later in the day. Right. Hey, one other one for you, Dean. When you, I know you said you're still thinking about it, but in, in your personal opinion, do you weigh 
like what you would if you do it on your own do you weigh the quality of equipment you would start with as more important or the possibility of riding um a bike that you could more end up on that team kind of weighing like okay do i ride this brand because i can get really good help on suspension or do i ride this brand because this is the highest chance that there's going to be a fill-in or a spot for me and i want to be on that brand and be ready yeah it's it's tough to say really um yeah, I, I don't know. It, 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 it'd be cool if, you know, a manufacturer reached out and said, hey, you can't be on the factory team, but let's get you some bikes and let's um, get you on, like, a top five, top ten bonus program. Like, that would – because then the, the thing is, is if I'm just in a sprinter and, I'm, you know, I'm doing it the way I want to do it, and then mm-hmm. it is a lot of stress. But at the same time, as soon as someone calls, you're there. You know, yeah. there's nothing tying you back. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I mean, you did it once before, man. You know, mm-hmm. you did it once before. Yeah. Nothing, nothing can stop and, you. Andy already changed the oil in the van. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> van. Yeah, I mean, he says it's really good, but he only goes up to Kui. I don't, I don't. I think if we went to uh, Phoenix, that thing would be stuck in the line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a phone call for you from Hal. Uh, Hal, what's going on? What's your? Uh, obviously, you're a fan of Dean Wilson. We know that over the years. But what's up, Hal? Hey guys. Uh, hey, hey, Dean. Man. Uh, Sorry, brother, but hey, listen, it's going to happen. It happened last time, and you're going to make it back again. There's no doubt about it. You've got the mojo. Just <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. We'll definitely be back. Fight through it, man. Um, yeah, that sounds definitely going to be a bit tougher coming back, but I believe I can do it. And we're three months out, so we'll be good. Yeah, you're, you're going to be good. You've got the warrior. You'll, you'll be good. Um, lots of folks are pulling for you, and hey, you know, guys like me spend a lot of money in this thing, and we pay attention to the people that hire the folks that we pull for. So that's uh, yeah, with, marketing. I think with Dean, people understand. I think Dean has a lot of fans, and I think uh, sponsors and OEMs, when they're looking at race results, which is a huge part of the equation, but you're also looking at uh, social media stuff, fan interactions. Uh, how is this guy's, you know, popular popularity rating? And, and, and Dean, you're one of the highest guys, I think, in the sport. Like, uh, as far as just how, how people like you and how people pull you and how you handle yourself with fans and how you handle yourself in the public. And that's a, that's a big thing nowadays, you know? Yeah. I think that adds a little bit for sure to the, to, um, you know, that, that set of things. But, um, yeah, of course you need results. That's number one. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, just a, I mean, it was just like last year, went so good with coming back, getting saturated. I think he got 18 points. Mm-hmm. Fourth in outdoors, you know, got a couple podiums. Yeah. And then Nations on the podium, Monster Cup on the podium, uh, Paris, or Ozex Open on the podium, and then Paris on the podium. So everything was just going so good. Like, you know, and then going in the off season, I was with Jason a bunch, and like everything was going smooth. And then, yeah, it just all yeah. went kaboom at A1. So, um, yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah. All right, Hal. Like said, you know, can't look back and. Yeah, I, got I, think else half, for him. I, gotta, I think half the battle for me is just that, that I I still you know have the willpower to do it. Like like I said, like it's been pretty mentally tough to take all um, being where I want to be, and then kind of uh, pretty much not getting accepted back on. And it's it's a tough. It's just straight up a tough part of yeah. following, you know? Oh yeah. It's, it's it's like 
you get that noise, you just don't want to hear it, and it just, it just really, like, something just pisses, I mean, it kind of pisses you off, and more just, like, <laughs> more sadness, you're just like, man, like, when am I ever going to get it right? So, really, all it is is I just got to keep working hard, and, uh, you know, that's, it just, I just want to do well in motocross at the end of the day. That's why I still keep coming back, because I want to do well and show myself that I can still do it, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, well said, Hal. What else you want to add? Yeah, man. Um, you raced more than anybody, pretty much, from overseas supercrosses to donations, all the prep work for that. Um, do you think that wore you down? Do you think that had any any effect on you, or was it just you collided with a guy on a track and it was just uh, subsequent to that? But you raced uh, a lot. Are you talking about when I got hurt this past year with my knee? Yeah, this yeah, year, this yeah. year off season you raced a lot, and then you went into the into Supercross and everything. And do you think that had anything to do with it? Oh uh, no, no, definitely not. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. Hal. Uh, thanks for the call, buddy. Appreciate it. Hope you're well. Thanks, Hal. Catch you later. Hey guys, we'll we'll see you, man. See you in Michigan, Steve. Later, Hal. Uh, thanks. See ya. Uh, one more question for Dean Wilson, Michael. Or just throwing one out there, Dean. If uh, you know, say you end up having to go at your own, I think there's always people that listen to this show that are down to help riders or something. Is there a way uh, people could uh, reach out to you if they want to try yep. to help you put this Definitely. sound together? We need, we need some sponsors for sure. So, uh, Steve, how would you put that in uh, in professional tech? In, in what? In professional <laughs> tech, when you need that. Oh. Put- I, I'm missing this. What? What? Professional. The, when you need, when you need some dough. Oh, money. Oh, money. Yeah. yeah. Show me the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah. No, we need to do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, anyone that wants support, they can email me. And um, yeah, that's just how you can just get contact the show because Dean's not giving his email address out because all you weirdos will keep emailing <laughs> right. him. So contact me. Contact former Papa Max. We'll pass it on to Dean. Maybe maybe you can be the start of start of something like a CR22 program, a really cool deal that maybe we can get rolling for to support uh, Dean Wilson. There you go. Who's uh, a tremendous uh, rider, and I mean maybe we can work out a Papa Max sticker deal too, Dino. Hey, you never know. Almost happened last time, and Jake's not on the program. No, yeah, 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 exactly. Is Sarah with you? Uh, she's in the other room. Um, just go in, look, just say, Sarah, I want to look at you, and look at her, okay? Uh huh. And just know you're still winning at life, okay? Oh, that's that's our own Chris Kiefer. You're winning. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey, Dean, thanks for your time, man. I know it's like. Not one of those things you want to come on and talk about when you get some bad news and all that. So I appreciate you saying you do it, um, you know, and I appreciate uh, everything you've done for us over the years. And I, I know you'll get something. I, I know you'll have something lined up soon. You're too good of a rider to not. And uh, and if you are forced in the van with Andy, again, you did it before. You can do it again. There you go. Yep, for sure. And if you need, I appreciate it. And if you need to ride any of the bikes, I got bikes at home, and you can try them out if you, you need to. You can ride all the bikes. Yep. Okay. We'll, we'll do some testing. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dino. Thanks. Dean Wilson, everybody, brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Use Pulpamex Show 18 as the code to save. Um, So I was thinking about the Race Tech rant tonight, Mm. and I don't really have one. Um, I don't really have a Race Tech rant. I'm not angry right now about much. You're not angry right now? I'm angry at all? uh, Nothing off the top of my head. So we have a Race Tech question. You know, I'm angry, and I'm angry at that guy. 
that asshole in the corner <laughs> puts all the sound drops that make me look bad all the time. You notice he never backs me up with sound drops that like <laughs> reinforce my point. Instead, he just talks shit on me in the form of sound drops. It's like pick, 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 sound drops <laughs> yeah, all the time. Media guy. See? Yeah, like that, right there. All those, pick, 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 all those pick, pick, little tiny, yep. Just it's like a wood, it's like a yeah, woodpecker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's not hitting me with a hammer. It's just a little woodpecker over and over. Uh-huh. He's worried if he backed you up too much, your head would be too big to fit in this new studio. That's what I'm mad about. Okay. That guy. That's the rant. That asshole in the corner. RaceTechSuspension.com. <laughs> oh, by the way, well, I got him back, though. Oh, you did? Oh, I got him back. How? Tell us how. Tell everybody how I got you back, what you sent me on IM. Beginning of the show. Uh, what are we talk- I don't know what we're talking Beginning about. Beginning of the show. Oh, when you brought up uh, the Ellis story. Yeah. Courtney was watching Facebook. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. High, and, air and high five. Now, ah. now, who's in shit now? Yep. He is. Don't go to Del Taco tonight. Go straight the fuck home. I'm going to go to Del Taco and stay at Del Taco. <laughs> what she saying, WTF? She was like, wait, what? What story? Why didn't I hear this? So, oh. No, she doesn't care. Hey. She's back, 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 back. Should we cold call her? <laughs> yes. Calling Cold calling Courtney. <laughs> She's busy. CCC. Ooh, the CCC. Oh, it's a K, but whatever. It works better with CCC. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, so racetech.com, use the code PulpMX18 to save. Quickly, here's a question for uh, in regards to racetech suspension. Uh, Tony says, I have a question for the racetech section. It's not really a section, but uh, last week, Chris said to put a different spring rate in the bike that they were testing. That's the Cowie. I am always told you must revalve your suspension when you change the spring rate. I have an 07 Honda 450, and I change the oil on a regular schedule. I need to increase the spring rate and would like to know if I can do this without a revalve. Everyone tries to sell me on this, and it is rather expensive. Look, Trying to freshen up the bike on a budget. No, Tony. You could drop in springs all day mm-hmm. Yep, yep. and get them at Race Tech for a discount. Yeah, because when we do production testing, we actually try several different springs with the valving, yeah. so yeah. he's yeah. safe. Yep. Like I say all the time, if you don't want the revalving from Race Tech, it's not a problem. Um, but get the oil changed. Yeah, bushing. Get your right spring rate for your yeah. weight or speed or whatever. Like revalving might be yeah. the last thing you need to do. No, Just tune in your bike a little. There's bit. a lot of bikes. The revalve it could help, but when you're two, three spring rates off what the bike needs for your weight. Yeah. No, the spring rate is way oh, more important. Oh, yeah. Drop in some springs. Uh, Racetech.com. Kiefer, have you done any Racetech stuff lately? Yeah, well, actually just did some Honda stuff recently uh-huh. uh, before the 19 came out for the 18, and it was really good. It's probably one I've tried. Malcolm Stewart won Montreal with Racetech suspension, I'll have you know. Yeah, and I've tried four other companies, and Racetech has a really good setting for the Honda right now. And so. you, Michael Lindsay, any stuff with Race Tech? Um, working on another project bike. We're about to start with them. I had them do last year a Yamaha YZ450, the 18, yep. and a Honda 250 uh, big board that Jay Clark did. Um, really enjoyed both of them. I thought both of them, uh, balance was the biggest thing that was improvement for me with both bikes, especially uh, the 18 Yamaha was a yep. little while. They, they really got a pretty confident balance. Well, I got my suspension back from Race Tech for my... We're going to go riding. And I am stoked. I'm going to put it on tomorrow. God. And I, I hope, hope to hit the track on Wednesday. I hope it rains so you can come and ride. Do you remember how to put the shock on? Yeah, I do remember now. Thanks a lot. Jerk off. Is that Wilbur Hahn? Yes, Will Hahn on Facebook. Verbatim. Stop talking, Steve. Yep, see? And then, like, <laughs> so there you go. See? And then, so he's, that's not a sound drop, right. but it may Just as well be. Know. Yes. It may as well Fuck be a sound drop. It is a jab. Yes, it's a jab. And with that, we're going to commercial break. Coming back with Carson Mumford? Yeah. Did you get him his number? 
Yeah, got it. Okay. Uh, Mumford, amateur racing. I mean, this is the number one show for amateur racing. It always has been. Always will be. And so we're coming <laughs> Name back one amateur rider. Hey, rider are, we discuss, are we going to discuss what I had to do to get Carson available tonight? What, what do you mean? Just There's a lot of pushing involved. A lot of, no, no, lot no, of coaxing. Open mind. An a lot open of coaxing. Mind. We'll be right back after this. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Pop Mech Show. Stick around. We'll be back with Carson Mumford, 450 Shootout Talk, and much more. Thank you. I'm Weston Pike, I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech Engine Services uses the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven, experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. 
The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Living 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. The whole Pulp Nation section on their website, Pulp Nation Code, saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team, and we have Alex Ray. Here in studio, Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yeah. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You don't bring in the ruckus today. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. 
If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning, may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in a wide open position, elbows up and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel Rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, 
They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody. We thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking gear starting now you can use the code pulpmx17 to save on gear alloy at socalsupertrucks.com gear alloy wheels for your jeep trucker suv get your trucking gear back in 1989 works connection owner eric phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes They say that necessity is the mother of invention. So, he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their prolonged start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. 
to see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. presented by btosports.com and fly racing thanks to dean wilson alex martin filthy phil nicoletti for all coming on tonight and thanks to you guys for listening 702-586-7857 if you have a question btosports.com fly racing race tech suspension and engines vortex racing gear alloy Roost MX, vertex pistons x-brand goggles michelin star cross 5 maxima usa fmf See those custom stuff they're doing for Pistrana? Yeah, a lot of it, yeah. Awesome. Good job for the folks at FMF. Works Connection, we gave away some brand new chain blocks from those guys. Atlas Neck Brace, atlas.com. Do we have any reporting on the brace? Not this last week, the no. brace uh, Next conundrum? Week. Oh, this week, actually. Tomorrow. Are you, ride, I actually you riding put, I, No, because I actually put the brace in my bag uh, before I left. Oh, okay. Uh, also, W Wheels, uh, John Anderson, thank you at W for... Getting us a set for the YZ250 for Alex Ray for Straight Rhythm. Mm-hmm. We're going to intimidate people just by the way the, the bike's going to look. Uh, also, to Get Data, Guts Racing. Thanks to the folks at Guts as well. Uh, lots of great things from their Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam, uh, Velcro covers, uh, gripper covers, uh, tall covers, tall foams, vintage stuff. Guts Racing, when it comes to seats, Guts Racing has got you covered. Get Data, Pro Filter, Honda World Downey. You drove up here in your Honda Ridgeline. Reggie. He's trying Ridgy to figure out if there's a Ridgy wave still. Yeah, yeah, we need to work on that. We have like a Ridgy wave. Yeah, we, we need to go by that. someone. He, he uh, tried yelling at the Ridgeline Exos in the gas station. The guy yeah. just kind of looked at him like, what? <laughs> Sounds like Keith. <laughs> Sounds gay. Uh, 30 minutes from anywhere in LA. Honda World Downey. Mention Pulp MX. Go down there and talk to Steve. And uh, free first-time oil change for people who drive a Honda. Uh, simply go there and mention Pulp MX. Get a free first-time oil change. Get a hell of a deal on anything Honda makes. Uh, Accords and Civics and... S- CRVs and Ridgelines and they don't make a pilot anymore, do they? Yeah. Pilot? Yeah, yeah. pilot, yeah. Um uh, Honda World Downey Ride Engineering. Thanks to those guys. OGO, OGOPowersports.com. Uh great company, great bags. Everyone's at some point's got an OGO. Michael, how many OGOs do you have? Three. Yeah. I got like fourteen, I think. <laughs> OGO.com, uh, OGOPowersports.com. Thanks to OGO guys as well. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com, of course, also. And also, too, uh, hey, everybody, I just uh, got a new studio, a.k.a. a new house. 
And my buddy Zach helped me out. And uh, I just wanted to say, if you're in the market to purchase a new home in Nevada or Colorado, contact Zach at Plum Creek Funding. 20-plus years of experience, Zach will guide you through the process and make sure that you are on track to take your next to make your next purchase or close on time. Likewise, if you own your home, it may be time for a mortgage tune-up. You may be able to eliminate PMI, take cash out, convert to a shorter term, save thousands in interest. Whether you run a janky radio show or a neurosurgeon, Zach has the knowledge and experience to make it happen. Call or text Zach at 720-212-4658. Zach at Plum Creek Funding. Uh, again, just like a Honda World Downey thing, I want to pass on something for our listeners. And uh, he, he hooked me up pretty good. Did a good deal. Colorado or Nevada. Yeah. Plum Creek Funding. Colorado. Uh, if you need a house in Colorado like Kiefer may need, yeah. uh, check it out. Oh, we got one. Uh, Carson Mumford coming up here on the show. Michael Lindsay and Chris Kiefer here. Got an email back, uh, Kiefer, okay. uh, from uh, Billy. Billy. Uh, hey, Mathis, uh, I, w- I-, I emailed you a while back about how you are my hero mm. and that I would like a signed photo of you and Kiefer. Be it a candidate of be it a candidate of in studio or whatever. Admittedly, I was intoxicated at the time. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I fucking love your show, and I meant what I said. The alcohol was merely the cataclyst that led me to the email. Right. You read the email on the show and, and said you guys could probably make that happen. I realized I never sent any contact info. Here's my address. Let's do it. Uh, I'll be waiting. I have a spot selected for the picture to hang going on my staircase. I was going to put it on my man cave but decided that prime real estate of the staircase was more suitable to such heroic characters. Let's go. We're I gonna, mean... Let's do it. Is he serious? Yes. Yeah. He wants Make a f- photo of me and you? Like, Can I, like, jump in your arms and, like, you hold me and take a picture like that like I'm a baby? Listen. <laughs> I tried to be like you this weekend. Okay. And it didn't work out. And that's the last time I'm going to try to be like you uh, because it didn't work out. Don't you, let that deter you. No, that's it. I'm done. Really? I'm done. Yeah, I told you. I'm trying to be like you. I'm trying to be a better person. Kiefer, I, Pookie likes you better than she likes me, so I'm trying to be like <laughs> okay. you. And Just open up a little bit, and then let some people into your life. Well, I tried to let that guy in. Yes. That listener. Yeah. And he turned me down. Well, things didn't work out what you thought it was going to be. That doesn't mean the next one is going to be I the same way. I want everybody to know that I never really respond or write back when you people say you're in Vegas and you want to buy me a beer or a food or whatever. I never respond to you people because I think that's weird and I don't want to do it. But Kiefer, being the nice guy he is, is always telling me I need to expand my horizons. Yes. Maybe meet some cool people. Yes. Which I have no doubt some of you are cool, but yes. some of you are probably weird. <laughs> yes. But, but, but... <laughs> I talked to a guy this weekend that was here, and I said, I gave him my phone number. Oh, see, that's deep. I said, hey. You went, let's, all, went all in. Let's in try. We had a concert on Saturday night, Alanis concert, Pookie and I did. Yeah. And I said, let's meet before or after for drinks, and we can hang out, and you know, we can. I can meet you. Like, I'm trying to think of you and my shoulder, Kiefer, saying, meet him, yeah. meet him. Nice guy. Trying to be, you know, and, and this guy seemed, voice? And this guy seemed cool. He seemed like a nice guy. Maybe he got super nervous. And then backed out. And they just well, used, used he, that He backed excuse. out. And You're just said, so overwhelming. He just couldn't yeah, handle it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Michael, I mean, you, you, you know, you know me well. Like, I'm overwhelming. Why do uh, you think I'm slid so far right. back here? But uh, don't yeah. let that deter you. So that's it. Pepper. We're going to meet so many people at the live show, right? Well, I forgot to tell you that you can't leave that night because we're doing a meet and greet what? after the live show. Where was, where was that at? Um, yeah. You too. We're doing a meet and greet after the live show. I'm sure my line will be the longest. It will be. Backflip line. <laughs> just just tits will be waiting to say hi, what's up? <laughs> tits will be um, Speaking uh, of tits, there's something behind me right uh, here. 
No, we're gonna go to the Rio. I think it's closest to the hotel. We'll just go like the bar at the Rio. Oh, we're going to the bar. Yeah. Okay. Just I don't of... drink, so don't no, want to yeah, offer yeah. me any beer. No, yeah, I'm yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. I'll have some yeah, water. Don't, don't take it as an insult when he turns you down. Yeah. No, that's fine. But I'm just saying we have to hang out. with And see, so you're cool with that though, right? Yes, because that's part of the deal. Oh, that's it's part of the deal. It's part okay. of the deal. It's, it's work. It's no. work. On your own time, you're over it. On your own time. I tried to meet the guy this weekend. That's good. I was, ex- I was so actually keeper. you got off easy. You actually did the good deed and said yes, and he backed out. So you yeah. did something nice. Yeah. Well, now Bill wants a signed photo of us. So now let's for do his, that for, for Bill. His. Hey, question for both of you jerkies from Danny before Carson Mumford comes on. Danny, uh, ask Kiefer and uh, Michael Lindsay your question. Hey, uh, so I'm from New York, and I'm actually taking a road trip back to uh, to Vegas in a couple weeks. I'm not meeting um, you, Danny. I'm not going to meet you. I'll meet you, Danny. We'll <laughs> I'll hang. hang out. Yeah. So uh, we're actually going to the SEMA show, and uh, so I'm bringing my bikes with me so I can go to California like the week before. And uh, I just wanted to see what tracks you guys recommend, like must go to tracks and what days are the best. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, down Inland Empire Way, uh, Paula Raceway is really good on a Monday or a Tuesday right now. Um, sadly, Paris is not open during the mornings right now. They're open at night on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Um, you always have the classic Glen Helm Thursday. I tend to stay away. <laughs> Milestone <laughs> Wednesdays. Uh, Keith, give them the high des lowdown. Yeah, so Tuesdays, if you don't go to Paula, and actually Milestone's really good for for a track that's that's open every day. Milestone's they do, open every day. That's so they do you a really great can't job. mess up. They do a great job of prep, yeah. and uh, the dirt's really good. Uh, if you want to experience some high des life, which I recommend, um, Tuesdays is Comp Edge, and only... Sunrise is open on Saturdays, but to me, Sunrise is really good dirt, and, and it's a fun track. So those are my three recommendations. Uh, Danny, what do you have one that you want to ride? Uh, I've been watching like videos a lot of uh, of Pala. I think it's called like Fox now, right? Yep, Fox Raceway. That that's that one. Yeah, that it, it looks really good lately. Like the you know the dirt looks pretty loamy yeah. and prepped up nice. So I definitely want to try that one. But other than that, I really didn't know uh, what the best ones were. Yeah, um, Fox Raceway has two tracks open on typically a Monday or Tuesday of their vet and their main track. Uh, typically a Monday or Tuesday for them, they're ripping it a little bit deeper. They've actually, with destinations going on, there's been a couple pros riding there. Uh, so it's been pretty good both of those days. Cool. Is there anything decent in Vegas? I mean, I'm going to be there anyway, so. There you go, Matt. Those tracks all. Uh, Western, Western Raceway, it's um, Speedway? Raceway? It's Raceway. Raceway. Yep. It's about an hour outside of Vegas. It's pretty good, uh, but it's only open on Saturdays. Okay. Uh, cool. Unless Sorry. you unless you want to go with me a private ride day, uh, Jason there hooks me up and yeah. lets me ride whenever. Yeah, just text Steve. He'll get you his no phone number. You guys can hang out and go yeah. riding. So. Um, but yeah, it's not a not a great place to ride, Danny in uh in uh in Vegas here. So. Oh uh, really? Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks, man. Cool. Thank you, guys. No problem. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for calling. Thanks for thanks for listening and everything. Uh, BTOsports.com and, um, of course, uh, Fly Racing, br- bringing you the Pulp Mech Show. We still have to do the X-Brown Goggle tear-offs. Mm-hmm. BTO Sports tweeted Travis. Mm-hmm. We did the Race Tech rant mm-hmm. and question about Race Tech. We did. We did the Gear Ally Cole call. Yes. Killing yep. it. After Dark. After Dark. We got... The, the after Dark is PG. After this, Dark... Listen. Today. After Dark needs to be real questions, people. Not fake, outrageous stories. Okay. But tonight, tonight's after dark is real life. It's real like life. No explicit stuff. Yes. We don't need. We don't even need to put a warning. I don't feel. No. Uh, They're both just well, relationship questions. Yes. Yes. That's it. Unless I go south, then yes. Yeah. Don't go south. Okay. Just, just 
you know, try, to, chill down. try to stay classy. Yeah. Uh, Vortex Racing. PJ-13. Hey, the news dropped today. Cooper Webb is no longer on Factory Monster Yamaha. Shocker. So he is no longer using Vortex Racing sprockets. Uh, Aaron Plessinger and Justin Barsha use Vortex Racing sprockets. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com if you want an EK chain, if you want a Vortex sprocket, uh, a, v, a V3 bar as well. We got something exciting happening with Vortex next year, I think. Oh, I, I'm looking forward to talking about that a little bit. Uh, we have something exciting helping for privateers at Pulpamex, too, also next year. That is year. exciting. I think that's going to happen, and I'm really excited to talk about all of those things coming up soon. But in the meantime, VortexRacing.com, please, if you need bars, sprockets, chains, tie-downs. UTs. Huh? UTs, I said about oh, next tees. year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, go to VortexRacing.com. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com. He'll dial you in. Next up on the show, and it brought to you by Vortex Racing, is Geico Honda's next star rider. Still in the amateurs, but he's coming up, and he is a high-des local. We are proud to have him on because uh, he likes the Pulpomex show, and so we like him. Carson Mumford, what's up, bud? How are you? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. No, no worries, bud. Sure to be on pulp. Oh yeah, no. Listen, I you're you're my guy because you like pulp. So I, when I talk about amateurs, I always mention that I like Mumford. He does yep. all the time. Sweet, that's what I like to hear. So, uh, hey, bud. So, nice job at Loretta's. You got a class win there, and you got the amateur all star race coming up. How's the prep for Soupy? Like, I know you know you have the Alessi compound up there in the high des. How, how are your soupy skills? What are we? What are we? What are we doing? We're riding every day. We got a good full track, or what's going on? Yeah, we got three supercross tracks up at the Old Westy compound in the High Des. So, supercross is a everyday thing right now. Um, milestone on sometimes and uh, Honda every once in a while, but mostly it's just Des life and uh, ride supercross a lot. And let me just paint this picture for yeah. you. So, when we says Des life, yeah. Carson's facility, which was Alessi's facility, we're going to call it Mumford Compound now. Okay. It is in BFE. D- does d- hold on? Let me ask a question. Go ahead. There's the house with the tracks, right? Yes. But then there's also some other land, twenty minutes away. Alessi used to have Mumford. Do you have that too? Yeah, um, we actually just imported all that dirt up to the main house. So, oh, okay. Uh, we got some new fresh dirt up there. Okay, because yeah, I went to some place. I went to the house one time, and then I went to some place 20 minutes yeah. north where there was a supercross yeah. track and an outdoor track. Right. Right. Okay. All right. So you're out here in the middle of nowhere, and there's basically nothing else to do besides ride and train on your dirt bike. So for me, and I'm, you know, as a kid, if I was thinking back when I was Carson Jade, it would be the, the greatest place on earth. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. So. Um, no, it's, it, listen, Kiefer, you're going to do the straight rhythm for us on Friday. So you need to go to Mumford's to just sharpen up the soupy skills. I do, because it's been a minute. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it's right? been a while. And we're going to need to you to need to straighten myself out a little bit. On the straight rhythm. Yes. So Throwback to the last time you rode a arena cross, tried to go three in on Babbitt's bike and cased it. Yeah, I did. I tried to send it in, and I thought I had enough, and I was thinking 450 life, but I was on a 250 yeah, yeah, you're thinking and cased the shit out of it. Um, so Carson, uh, yeah, so it's just been a lot of soupy stuff for you right now? Yeah, it's been good. Um, my bike's working really good right now, and it's super fast. So uh, I'm excited for Monster Cup. Um, I haven't raced it in a few years, but every year I have raced it, I've done pretty good. So I'm excited. I like that amateur all-star race. Dude, there's kids I'm not gnarly. a fan of the Super Mini at, at, at Monster Cup, mm-hmm. but the amateur all-star is pretty legit. Last year, I don't know who it was. I mean, Carson knows who it was, but... Off the start, some kid just beelined it and went straight and cartwheeled. I don't know who it was. Some kid on a KTM. 
Oh, really? Yeah, it was Jeez. bad. Yeah, Carson, I think some of that race, and look, you're, you've had a lot of eyes on you for a long time, and you've had a lot of races, but Mumford, let me give you some advice here, okay? Because, again, I have four Manitoba titles. Yeah. Like, part Soon of, to be Pit Bike Nation's title. Part of the deal, Carson, is you got to calm down. Like, you can't be, like, gnarly, crazy to try to impress and let the moment get bigger than what it is. Like... I feel like that's part of the issue. Like, just calm down and ride your race. We already know you got the skills, but that's my that's my advice to you, Mumford. That's for yeah, me. for sure. It, you don't uh, you almost ride like over your head, and you're just not yourself flowing out there. So mm-hmm. definitely got to take a breath on the line and uh, just ride calm and have a little bit more fun. Now, since you've had this track out there, and how long have you and your dad had this? What, a couple years? Um, yeah, I would say a year and a half, maybe. I, yeah, something like that. Has your have you noticed anything in your writing since you guys got the property? Have, have you noticed major gains since you guys got the stuff out there? Yeah, for sure. Um, my supercross skills have definitely gone up. Um, I can kind of monitor who comes out with me, so I can ride with really good guys and uh, not have to worry about the Glen Helen on a Thursday carnage or milestone on a Monday stuff. So, I definitely. Um, I feel like I've made some improvements for sure, being on the big bike for less than a year and uh, battling with good guys already. Yeah, I, I before Montreal, was Tony out there with Malcolm that I read or heard? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, him so, and Michael Essie. So how was that? Good. They're riding really good. Him and uh, Freeze, he's riding really good too right now. Um, it's good to ride with them. We all do sprints together, so it's good to see uh, those guys on our track. I mean, you can ride with all those guys until you get to the whoops, and those guys just handle those things. <laughs> yeah, Malcolm, if you can find, if, yeah. you can, if you can go Malcolm Speed, let's just skip A class, and you're ready, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, his whoop speed, uh, I've never seen anything like that for sure. They're not even there for him. <laughs> I know, right? What What's the hardest thing for you to adapt to, like in Supercross? Like, what's the hardest obstacle? Um, probably the dragon's back or the whoops. To be totally honest, I got a dragon back uh, oh. up on our new track at the house under the lights, and I've seen that thing probably clean out uh, four dudes already, and <laughs> we haven't even hit Monster Cup. <laughs> are, you, uh, scary. Are, are you trying to blitz up it, or are you still doing more of the rhythm, the jump up and try to click off the top of it? Yeah, I'm doing more of a jump, wheel tap off the top type of Yeah, deal, but... Uh, it's definitely faster as a skim, but it's uh, it's definitely risky to try and do it for all the laps of your moto. Well, the guy who won Daytona this year, Brayton, told me that there's nothing scarier than dragging back to Supercross and having to like, oh, yeah. blitz off them, you know? like Especially East yeah. Coast ones, the tops of them are missing in place. Oh, oh yeah, I know, no doubt. Uh, so, Carson, yeah, you've been on the big bike for a while now, but, but yeah. you were injured for a bit, right? Um, No, I've actually been pretty healthy all year. Um. I got on the big bike in December last year, so it hasn't been a full year yet. Okay. But, uh, I've been pretty healthy for the most part. All right, yeah. Don't mind me and my lack of amateur knowledge, Mumford. I still like uh. you. I just don't follow it that closely. <laughs> Kiefer, uh, who does Mumford remind you? Like, obviously, you've watched a lot of riders, and you've run Carson ride a lot. Yeah. Who does he – does he remind you of somebody, like, of a pro, like, now that he could become? Or Yeah, so I, I've been out there a few times with Carson and watched him ride, and, and – uh, Obviously, I've, I'm older, so I've seen guys come and go. And when I watch Carson ride, and 
don't mind the color of the bike. You just see a lot of Villapoto style in Carson. Like he hangs off the back a yeah. lot. Shorter, um, shorter, right? Shorter. Yeah. Um, he steers a lot with the rear end. I feel like he comes in really fast in the corners, and his mm-hmm. corner speed's really good. And uh, what I noticed that he's really good at that Villapoto is really good at is flat corners. Oh yeah. So um, he has a track that's down a little bit from his house that we used to ride a lot, and some of the times the berms were blown out or wasn't a lot there, and he would really be fast in these corners and just kind of remind me of Villa style hanging off the back. Is that partly because he's good at that because of Dez, right? I mean, you have to be. I think it's, it, honestly, I think it's more of the kids nowadays. Like, you watch a lot of the kids, and they're more rear-end steering kids. They're, like, mm-hmm. hanging off the back. They scrub kind of back in, off the bike a little bit now, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's shorter, so I think yep. that's just what fits him. So, Carson, who's going to be some of the big guys at this all-star race like that you're racing up against? Do, do, do we, who, who are you going to race against? Well, I got the last year's champ, Haymaker, Seth Haymaker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Riding, uh, so he'll be really good. Um, my teammate Joe Shimoda, um, Pierce Brown should be good. Derek Drake is one of the kids I train with. He's uh, oh, yeah. looking really good right now. Yeah, he so, killed it at Loretta's, right? That Drake kid, he did well at Loretta's. Yeah, he got the yeah. Horizon Award, and yep. yeah, he's definitely coming off a big win. So oh. yeah, those guys will be those guys will be really good. Stacked um, field. Wall, he'll, he'll be good. Oh, that, um, yeah, that's Red Dog's guy. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, Jim. yeah. Right, that's Red Dog's guy. Oh God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to cheer for Mumford and this Red Dog's kid. Who's the, who's, yeah. who's got the times at the track right now? When you guys are riding all the kids, like who has the fastest times? Um, I would say Derek. He's been, uh, he's been really good. He's really good on that dragon's back. So I think that's where he makes up his time. Yeah, and Derek's a little taller too. Like yeah, he's a little dragon bit. back. What do you, what do you feel like's come most natural to you on the Supercross track? Um. I would probably say maybe the bigger rhythms. I really like to do those first, uh, get those out of the way, and then I can really start putting some good laps down. I don't, I don't really like to wait all day to do the big rhythms. I try to get them out of the way, and then I can really focus. Um, so you won Loretta's. Which class did you win Loretta's? B. I won Loretta's in the 250B limited class. Okay, and and the other class was schoolboy. Uh, schoolboy two. Okay. Um, How'd you do in that one, and what'd you think of your Loretta's overall? Obviously, you were stoked with the win, but overall, what'd you think? How'd you ride? Uh, I got seventh overall in that class. Um, I thought I rode uh, really good, I think. Um, it's almost like uh, Loretta's is it's just a, you hanging out for 20 <laughs> minutes every day. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, just <laughs> hopefully don't crash. Um, in the, the mod class in the Schoolboy 2, mm-hmm. um, I kind of just got hung up in some carnage. Um my starts weren't the greatest, um, so I was always back there with those guys that I was trying to come through the pack and just wasn't working out for me. So I came from near 30th every moto to get like 7th and 8th okay. and that stuff. So my riding was uh, super good. I, I didn't get tired or anything, so mm-hmm. that was all good. Um, just need to get better on those starts. Well, some people go to Loretta's Carson and don't do anything, Kiefer, and, you know, struggle. <laughs> Hello, uh, that's me. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm no, joking. that's true. Like, you, it takes us... You gotta be there for a couple times. And dude, isn't the track the track's not it, really meant for these bikes, right? That's what I keep hearing. Yeah. It's it doesn't yeah. flow. The track doesn't flow, yeah. right, Carson? Yeah. Yeah, it's really tight. I would say some of the fastest lap times come from super mini riders just because the track's almost designed for them. Right, right. I've heard that over the years. It's almost bikes have out bikes and horsepower have almost outgrown yeah. the place. Every yeah. year the fastest lap time says either super minis and two fifty beat four fifty class never gets the best lap right, time. There. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um so Carson, how many more years amateur before we turn pro? What are we looking at? I mean obviously anything can happen down the road, but what what are we looking at? What are we eyeing? 
Um, probably a year, year and a half, maybe two. Okay. Um, obviously, anything can happen. I just wherever yeah. my time falls into place, and yeah. uh, if the team needs me, I can go early. If the team wants me to wait, I'll I'll wait. Whatever they uh, think is best. So right yeah, around there. Uh, well, Michael, you were saying they got well, Joe Schmoda, they got Carson, they got and uh, Jet Lawrence and, is coming. So they, next Geico year. is stacked yeah. with these hot great amateur pro talent, yeah. great amateur talent. So there's definitely that's got to be, I guess, kind of cooler than. Of course, the the prospect well, of what the team is. There's a lot of really good amateurs all there to learn off each other. Because I look at like Joe and Carson's styles are way different. Um, I've seen Jet ride a little bit too, and he's got his own unique well, style, very talented kid. We're on, we're on Team Mumford though. Carson yeah. needs to not let Schmoda and Lawrence ride at his house. Dumb the fuck off, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the move. Don't yeah. suck it. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But by that timeline, I'm guessing uh, Carson talking team. Those two are supposedly set uh, pro debut. I'm guessing ahead of you because of uh, age wise. Um, we, listen, kind of right Michael. Anything can happen. You heard Carson on the phone. We don't. We're yeah. not setting our time limits. Don't try to hold us back. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I think we're going to turn pro. Hang we down. are all listening. It's already yeah, the we, we're Hang all, down yeah. 2020, Mumford, is when we're going to turn Careful. pro. Steve's on the back of your bike already. Is that okay? Heck yeah, that's that would be ideal for me, I think. All that right, there a, we go. That's ideal for win us. Win some titles, you know, win some yeah, titles in no, A. Yeah, we got to dominate yeah. amateurs this year, and then we come out at hang down. I don't like – I like what these teams – are. if I was a dad or Mumford or a team – I'd want my kid, Michael, to debut with the Nationals. I would want him to skip Soupy uh, if it was me. I like that idea. Some guys don't. Some guys do. I I think all around that's a great plan. Um, I think it is. It's what you, you grow up learning. Yeah, right. you get to do a little bit of Supercross, but you grow up your whole life becoming yep. better at motocross. You might as well get your feet wet there. Yeah. Kiefer, do you, what do you think? Yeah. I've, the more the experience you get and get some confidence winning some races, I think yep. the better you'll be when you go into – you know, In, into the off season, yes. of Supercross. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I almost feel like doing the last three after Loretta's can be almost a slight disservice to a kid. Sometimes, like if they come out of Loretta's doing great, yeah, they probably have a lot of confidence. There's a lot of guys injured late in the season, so they might get three really good results, but they only learn how to race three races back to back. They don't realize what all the guys they're racing have gone through for the whole season. Yeah. How beat down they are. Speaking of pros, cars, what? What pro nowadays that you you know you you watch ride? What what style do you like? What style do you try to emulate? Um, I definitely like uh, Christian Craig style or Chase Sexton. They have similar styles. They they stand up a lot. They're not really all over the brakes or the clutch. They kind of let it roll, and uh, they're some. They can hammerhead when they have to, but they normally jump to the bumps, and uh, they're 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 all moto. Listen, Mumford, you can't copy Craig style. Dude, We're not. We can't do that. But we can we can go for Sexton. Why can't copy Craig's? They're basically the same uh, thing. Craig is what? Craig's too too good, too perfect, too. <laughs> I almost think Craig's style holds him back a little bit. It's really too do. like proper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when's the last time you watch Christian? You're like, oh, he's hanging it out. You don't know. You can't tell. Right. You don't know. And maybe yeah. maybe he is. But I almost feel like the guy that gets a little buck wild every now and then. Was really pushing. Is it. that why you picked A Ray for straight rhythm? Yeah, yeah, A Ray's my guy for straight <laughs> rhythm. Um, what else are you doing, Carson? So what? Okay, so you got the, the All Star thing coming up. What else is on the calendar? I guess is it just just the mini O's? Uh, yeah, we'll see yeah. how uh, how I'm doing there. Maybe do mini O's and then uh, get ready for the Spring Nationals again. Have you and the team talked at all about the the kind of Supercross Futures thing that's come up that's going to have a lot of rounds next year? Do you guys feel like it's uh, you can question. learn anything to chase that series, or you just want to dabble question. in one or two? That's a good question. Good co-host. Yeah, good co-host. Um, 
Yeah, I've heard mixed opinions around the team about that. Um, I, I'll do them. I, I had a, a good time doing them last year, just being in the stadium and stuff like that. I do wish they would uh, make the track a little bit gnarlier just for yeah. us uh, bigger bikes. We're going super fast, and I think some of us could even make night shows at uh, <laughs> Supercross. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm all for that stuff. I think it'll be cool. Um I would. I think that's where I have to get my points right. Well, just yep. listen, Carl. Uh, even though you have three tracks at your house under the lights, and you ride with Malcolm Stewart and Michael Lessie, you better go to these cheese ball amateur Supercross races, Mumford, so yeah. that so that you're ready. You're not quite ready for Geico. <laughs> go go ride a track, Mumford. That 65s can clear doubles. And, and then you'll be ready. I, I will say but the, not until then. The track thing was funny because, like, no, I, somebody asked me. The guy's the, doing dragon backs right now. Right. But he's not ready. Yeah. Right. Give me a break. Hey, I will say that last year somebody asked me, like, a week before A2, oh, are you going to do Anaheim Amateur Day? And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, it's going to be like an recross. I haven't. No. I'm Literally. Not. And Nick, then I saw the track. Right. I'm like, oh, it looks like the vet track in Milestone. Apparently, Nick Way's kid on a Cobra jumped everything. I wouldn't doubt it. At Anaheim. Like, so I don't know how that, that's cool. They want to do it. I'm yeah. down with it. Go ahead, make money, have amateurs come in and all jerk each other off while they cartwheel. No problem. But don't tell me that Carson Mumford and DeFrancesco and Joe Schmoda need to go there to be ready. Right. Just hey, don't tell me that. Speaking of Carson, how many of them did you do last year? Um, I think I did around three or four. I did Anaheim two, Phoenix and Daytona. So yeah, I did three. It, yeah, it seemed to get better and better as they went on. Well, but, so did uh, they make it more difficult? Because they just seemed so conservative the first one, but then the clips I saw of Phoenix, it looked like the track was at least a little more technical. Yeah, they got a little bit better and better as as they went on, for sure. Daytona was actually really, really gnarly. They, had, they left uh, about half the track. They just made the triples and doubles. They left the whoops. And uh, we even turned like some of the rhythm sections that they changed into like a triple, which actually got pretty sketchy because you were – kind of making rhythms that weren't supposed to be done so yeah it would be i think it'd be great if uh maybe like uh i don't know a factory rider or something didn't have to go through all that but i mean i'm i'm oh, good get, with whatever racing i gotta get, do don't get me started Mumford. you hear he went through hey, his so, for the night so listen uh carson so a keeper yeah we have the nest yeah okay yeah moto sandbox a moto sandbox nest whatever the fuck it is yeah we got baker's factory Okay. Yep. Yep. We got the Chupa, goat farm. Chupacabra Ranch. We got Chupacabra Ranch. When Mumford turns pro, yep. what are we calling his place where everybody's going to go? Mm. What are we calling Mumford it? Land? No. Like, we need to call it like Mumford. What about... Go ahead. Go ahead. What about uh, Mumfordville? Mm, yeah, that's pretty good. I like Can it. you get a city sign for or like it? Welcome to Mumford. What about Mumphy's? No, no, that's no. terrible. Mumphy's not. Mumphy's is terrible. I think Mumphy's is sick. I'm picturing the Goonies when he says right. that. Carson, what do you think of Mumphy's? Sewer kids. Mumphy's. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about that one. <laughs> right, right. What about uh? What'd you say, Mumfordland? Mumfordville. 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 What about uh? Mum uh, City. Yeah, we got to think of something with with desert in it. Cause yeah, you're, you're in BFE. Yeah, yeah. you know. So trust me, Kiefer. When they see the place, they will know they're in the desert. I'm actually stoked when he turns pro. And he's gonna have the comp. I'm coming out. I'm listen, just gonna chill listen, out. And Mumford, listen, I, I'm gonna need a job one time you turn pro. Right. Let me be like camp trainer or camp rider coach, camp PR guy, something at Mumfordville. Okay. Yeah, that'd be perfect. All right, everybody, you heard it here. I got a job. 
It's dialed Thank in 2020. God. Thank goodness, because we know this show's not going to last May 2020. I will be the head camp director at... at Mumfordville. Tweet, will you tweet this? Tweet it out. I'm going to be oh the, head, the head... The uh, head... I'm camp, camp director. Camp director at Mumfordville, May 2020. There you go. God, this sounds like a bad right. summer camp movie. Inquiries must email. Yeah, if you want in Mumfordville, you email me. Yeah. I like that, Carson. There you go. Yeah. All right. What I do like about Carson will yeah. show up. He's out in the water truck doing the work. He does the prep. Like, you don't see many amateur kids, like, doing work off of the bike to their own area. Um, and I also, like, I know his dad. His dad's pretty – he's pretty mellow for for an amateur dad. Like, I've seen amateur dad, and his dad kind of lets him do what he wants, but he also takes his – you know, and, and lets Carson – Make his own mistakes, what I see, and then make sure he understands there's other things to do besides dirt bikes. That's what I noticed about your dad. Could I be, you know, am I wrong? No, you're you're for sure right. Um, he's definitely uh, on me when I'm not doing the right thing and kind of shows me what I did wrong for sure. And the next time I know not to do that because I made my own mistake. So that definitely helps me out. And uh, he's definitely doing a really good job on our whole place up there he's putting in a lot of work and adding stuff every time he goes up and yeah it's good and i think it's really good to run your own equipment and learn how to do that stuff just so the future you kind of have a i don't know maybe next time i go to the nest i can help him out water or anything and maybe it makes me a little bit more valuable no mumfordville mumfordville we do not want our star pupil Going anywhere else? Going anywhere else? Yeah, we're gonna and, have to we're gonna have to gate this hey, compound. Hey, and what about? Or well, it's not gated? No. Well, some of it oh, is. It's gated. We got we got chain link now. Oh, you did razor wire yeah. for the yeah. Dez. Dude, we can't. We okay. can't have Jason Lawrence just showing up and start riding his truck. <laughs> <No. laughs> um, what about? Hey, what about uh, homeschooling? How's that going, Carson? Are you are you are you buckled in and doing this, or are you? Is this just like you're just you know your dad's asking you to recite the ABCs and then you're calling it a day going riding? Are we really uh, taking this schooling seriously, Mumford? Yeah, my mom is definitely on me with school. So my dad, he just definitely just says, "Hey, listen to your mom." And, okay, uh, all right, but the mom. Then when you're done, you can go ride. What's your mom? My mom's definitely on it. What's your mom's name? Jen. Jen. All right, Jen. Good job, Jen. Yeah. We don't want Mumford to be another one of these kids. No. That's out there. And here's the deal. I see a lot of these kids, and I was kind of drawn to Carson, not because he's just high desert kid, but he's he's a good dude. Like well, You got him on the show tonight. Yeah, and I, I pushed for him because he's... You wouldn't he's, stop texting me. Yeah, he's a good kid. And I like he that. talks. He's right. he's fun to talk to. He right. talks shit. You can talk shit to him. He talks shit back. I like okay. that. Yeah. He's just normal, you know? Well, you don't see that much anymore. Mumfordville. Camp director. Steve Mathis. <laughs> I like it. Um, hey, so I don't know how much you talk to the Geico guy, Kibby at Geico, or these the, the different people at Geico. How close is your bike to what the, is Sexton and RJ and these guys are riding? How close is it to that? Um, I'm not totally sure. Okay. Uh, I know my Loretta's bike was really fast. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I, I had to. Uh, I had to almost detune it. I was like, man, I, I don't. I couldn't imagine anything faster than that. So. Right. Right. Um. I'm sure it's not. It doesn't have all the bells and whistles, just because I don't. I don't need it yet. Yep. So, I mean, uh, it's, it's close for sure, though. I think it's yeah. the thing's fast. Yeah. How much you weigh? How tall are you now? I weigh 135 and um, like five seven, five eight ish. Yeah, because when he when he first started riding, he started. He was on a 250F, and I was out there. He's on a stock bike, so um, he doesn't need a lot of power. <laughs> you know, you're still pretty light. Yeah. 
We should get Michael Lindsay to for Kiefer Inc. Who you're lighter than than Kiefer, right? Yeah. Can you ride test ride Mumford's 150? Actually, uh, I've been talking to Kibby about that for a while. I'm supposed to. Uh, I just need to double back with him. I was going to test yeah. that 150. It's Yoder's back. 150 now, yeah. bro. Oh, it is. Get with Yoder the times. Inherited them all. Yeah. Uh, but I no, I told Kibby so about Geico that. Like, has Yoder too. That's yeah. Hunter that's, Yoder's the 150. That's kid the now. new Carson. Is Yoder. And then they have Shimoda, and they, they have, have Lawrence. Jet coming. And they got Mumford. Good God. Four amateur kids. Yep. All right. Well, none of them can ride at Mumfordville. None of them. They're all banned. Yeah, oh. and it, we got to yeah. we got to clip Derek at some point too, because if oh, Derek, right. competition, Derek's coming up, and yeah. you know if he's if he's getting the times on you, we got to yeah. clip him too. Hey, listen, if Derek's better than you at dragging back, he's out. He can't ride. Whoa, there. whoa, whoa! Are you supposed to okay. cut anybody that's faster? Yes. Yeah, we need confidence coming into the Monster Cup. We don't need somebody blitzing dragging backs. Right. I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, we got we asked for Twitter suggestions. We got Carson's Corner. Hey. Carson and, Mum- and Mumford Careful. Park. Careful, listen. Mumford all Park, you've got huh? around you is yes men. You don't need yes men. <laughs> Mumford Park's pretty good. I like Mumford, that. I like Mumfordville. Yeah, Mumford Park is mine. Oh, okay. Mumford Park is yours. Okay, Mumford Park. Uh, well, hey, uh, Carson. We Mumf- Carson Mumford brought to you by Vortex Racing. Email Jake at Vortex Racing for a hell of a deal on chains, sprockets, uh, whatever it is. Same sprockets that Barsha and Plessinger use, and uh, the V3 bar as well. We thank those guys, Vortex Racing, for making it happen. And uh, and Carson Mumford on the show talking about his prep for the amateur all star race at at, uh, at Vegas. I got one more question before you bounce out of here. What would what kind of advice would you give to up and coming kids that want to be a pro? You know, and you've been you've had some good help for some years now. What piece of advice would you give them to try to achieve their dreams? I guess so to speak. Um, just work hard. It just takes a lot of uh, hard work and have fun with your your work for sure. Um, uh, I have fun working hard, so I love it. I don't think I'll ever get burnt out. So. If you don't love to work hard, it's going to be tough for sure. So just work hard, and uh, you'll get there for sure. Don't get too frustrated. What do you like for training? Is there something that you prefer to do or that you that you enjoy doing? Um, I like it all. Uh, yeah. I like to go on road bike rides, mountain bike rides. Um, in the gym, it's fun. Uh, we're uh, With Randy Lawrence, we kind of got a good little group, so it's always a good time. Uh, you, you, your trainer is Randy Lawrence? Yep. Oh, he's got some stories. Yeah. He has got some stories, Mumford, when you get a little older. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just ask him some stories. Listen, uh, Mumford, remember when you turn pro, and maybe I say or write something that you don't quite like, but remember this conversation. Remember this, ah, buddy thing. Okay, remember all <laughs> okay. that. Remember that before you hit block on Instagram. Yeah, on yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't be like Anderson and these other douchebags. Just remember it's all media stuff. Ah, none of it's serious, all right? All right. All right, perfect. Hey, thanks for your time. Uh, I'll come see you at the Monster Cup here uh, to cheer you on for the Amateur All-Star thing. Uh, good luck in the future. And why don't you bring him up here, Kiefer, one, one, one day? Yeah, we talked about that. So maybe yeah, one bring time Mumford come up. up. Yeah. Come hang out. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Carson. Cool. Thank you guys for having me on. No problem, man. Thanks. Talk see to ya. you soon. See ya. Carson Mumford, everybody. Hey, that kid, I, I, last year at Monster Cup, um, Sean Brennan was pushing, you know, hey, ask the amateur kids a bunch of questions. I asked every amateur kid that came up for the press conference a question, and it, it did not go well. He's a way better interview already. Oh, when when, when you asked Carson, too? Like no, before? not Carson. I'm saying the oh, other. Oh, I the asked, other like, Hayaker, yeah, okay. um, a bunch of right, them last right, year. Right. I'm trying to remember who the one girl was. Jordan Jarvis, she by far, out of the group they yeah. had on the podium, most well, of them. I think women no. are more 
they they mature faster than dudes. No, Carson there for an interview, much much better, much uh, more personal. Yeah, he was uh, he was pretty good. Yeah, he's a nice kid. You really fought to get him on the show tonight. Yeah, I just like his dad is uh, not the typical amateur dad going ape shit all the time, mm-hmm. and Carson's always very like shakes my hand, says hello, how's it going? Hey, thanks right. for coming out. Like just a normal dude. All right. Well, now that AC's growing up, I need a new kid. To like you know, to, yeah, that he I could, could be your, be like my guy. You could groom him up, freezing. Right. Yeah. Right. Then you can do another huh? finding, freezing. That sounded bad. Just worry about the phones. All the time, dude. Just fucking yeah. He's like he's like that uh, that uh, water, the little water with the uh, fills up peacock. the peacock. Oh back yeah, yeah. yeah. Deck. Yep. Deck. Yep. Just that's what he does. Back and forth. <laughs> hey, how do oh. I get me an invite to Mumford Land? <laughs> Mumfordville. Mumfordville, Mumford Dude, Park. you're not you're not Dez. It's got to be yeah. I'm core. Dez. I'm Dez. Wait, does Dez? Mumford live You're up Dez. there now or no? No, he's. I mean, he he stays up there like three days a week. But he's. See, down that's what he keeps saying, Dez. So what? If I crash on your couch two times, nope. a week, do I count? He has property in the Dez. He's a Dez. His rat. dad has property. Well, you guys argue Dez. this out. I'm going to call my captain of my pit bike this nation's team. See captain, thought you were. You're no, the I'm manager. My Galdi, you want to try Galdi again? Yeah. Galdi. Goldie, yo, it's your team manager calling. Hey, oh, hey, what's up? You've interrupted a workout, man. What do you need? <laughs> workout. <laughs> what are you doing? Up, what are you doing up at midnight before a big pit bike race? Five days. Five K row right now, bro. Yeah, I'm just killing it at the gym, dude. I'm on Strava or whatever that thing is you're talking about. <laughs> are, you, are you hitting the rower? Yeah, no, I'm on it right now. I'm online with a whole bunch of guys just battling it right now. I'm killing it. Uh, Michael Lindsay from Vital MX and Chris Kiefer in studio, by the way. Hey, fellas, how's it going, man? Uh, listen, how have you been riding a 110? Are you gonna? How are we gonna do? I got people, Galdi, who are worried about you as far as my my weak link of my team. Well, I'll just I, I like to compare it like this. I feel like many people worry about Rocky and Rocky Four, and he delivered. And I feel like that's going to be the same sort of thing. God, <laughs> what's up? What's, you really just okay. got Steve right to right to his heart right uh, there. I do like Rocky. What, yeah. What is the Russian right. in the Rocky movie? Is that what Drago. is that what Carson Brown basically is? Yeah, because uh, we got breaking news tonight, Goldie. Uh, to, I read the Twitter actually. Yeah. What the fuck? How is that allowed? Uh, well, <laughs> to, that, to Tedesco fail a drug test. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone plants some it. drugs on him. Someone yeah. plants some shit on him. Unfortunately, I think Carson Brown maybe is an upgrade. So, right. Wow. Maybe an upgrade. Uh, That's hey, an understanding. Galdi, so listen, I'm team manager, so I got the final say. But as a, as one of the more experienced team members, the third moto is a tiebreaker. Who are we putting third? Who is are, are we doing like a uh, like is it going to be like, you know, G, a GP Open MX2 kind of thing? Like are we picking it that way or is it just the third moto goes it, to- Yeah, third moto, it's the three motos of 10 minutes or 10 laps or something and then the the third moto is the tiebreak. So the third moto could be the the, the one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's going to be a toss up between the two kids to be honest with you, but I I think I think we're going to have to go with T Ward. T Ward will be better, you think, a little bit than, think, than Austin. I think okay. T Ward will give us that little bit of a nudge for sure. Okay, for sure. But I mean, I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna go you're not gonna lose putting me in there either. So, but well, I'm gonna give. Would it you kid. would you take Carson Brown down for the win? <laughs> that, that might be the required. Question ever asked on the show? One hundred percent yes. One hundred percent yes. I will take Brown down, Villapoto down, 
Giuseppe yeah. Luongo ankles. will go down a few Just dollars. ankles. Aim for the ankles. <laughs> ankles. This right. might be yeah. your third moto guy right here. I don't I like know if it. I'd send the kids in. Well, he is feisty. Gauley's got the vet experience behind him. You know what I mean? Like, And but, I probably have a couple of pounds on these kids, so I can yeah. definitely take them to hey, the if ground. If you can't pass them, take them down. Yeah, how's that going? I, order, I ordered you to lose 20. Before this pit race. Oh, no, we're good, dude. I've been on nothing but, uh, you know, drug diet. I'm he's, good. He's full keto. I'm, I'm all keto right now. <laughs> yeah, just, I'm, I'm good. Shedding, nothing, yeah. shedding weight. Uh, yeah, I just killed it at the ice rink tonight, Steve. You should be proud of me, man. I was playing the beer league tonight. We killed it. Nice, nice. And uh, yeah. Smoots at Flying Colors is painting us up some uh, fly racing open face helmets. Oh, he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. They're going to be pretty good in this mud race that's going on this Saturday. Coming. Oh, I hope it's hey, not Are muddy. you going to break out your goggle prep? skill steve no no not at all but my team <laughs> needs me to you know to cheer them on and everything so um i'm gonna have to dev- when hey when all of a sudden did it get moved from six o'clock to eight thirty? yeah i don't know i saw that rob said that i don't know what happened there <laughs> are they just like totally trying to ruin anybody that's like trying to have fun on saturday you know what i, I honestly don't know rob said it started at six forever and now it's eight uh, maybe opening ceremonies are two hours long Eight thirty at red up on top of this lift, lift it up on top of this TTR. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's gonna. Hey, so, um, all right, the jerseys are ordered. They're on their way. The open face helmets are done. The graphics are done. We're bring some, bring We're some. Set. Yeah. Hey. Do we? Hey, do we get pegs, pipe, and bars? We got uh, Pro Circuit is providing the uh, the um, uh, exhausts for everybody. Yeah, and uh, and I did, I wasn't able to get a tall seat and and all that, but I did get Don't bars and grips. That. Don't worry about that. Yeah, Don't bars, and, bars that. and grips are dialed. Oh, we're sad. That's good, dude. I've got more gear sent to me for this darn thing <laughs> than I've ever had in my pro career. Are you serious? I have a full box of stuff sent to me. Full box from Fox Canada. Like, literally, the, the text came through. Hey, hey, buds, there's a lot of real estate, and we want it. That's what it was. And I'm like, okay, I'm in, whatever, dress for, me up. For a pit bike race. <laughs> hey, that, yeah. hey, this is what happens when you get live coverage. Yeah, I know. Well, hey, listen, yeah. you got to wear the Team Canada jersey, though. I got those made. Oh, I? yeah, no, 100%. Uh, yeah, 100%. Right. That's done. I already, I already still had to, I had to kind of smooth that over a little bit, actually. Oh, uh, too bad. Yeah, no, just, no, no, no. That, yeah, no, we're good. Don't worry. We're uh, good. The helmet, the jersey yeah and i got some sweet red pants some white boots oh we're ready to go well wait a minute though i was thinking about the boots thing you almost want like a work boots right for pit bikes well, do you, do you want full-size I was, boots I, I was sitting on one uh 110 on the weekend oh wait wait, wait. That's, your, that's, your, that's your prep sitting on one that's got that's it <laughs> yeah, i just sat on one <laughs> just sat on, <laughs> on the dealership floor <laughs> i pounded in some motos i pounded in some vet motos we had a vet national up here in canada this this weekend and uh I pounded at motos on my, my regular YZ450, so I'm good to go, man. Okay, so you sat on one, and what? tell us what happened. Well, the bars are horrible on that thing, but I'm good to go. They, the bars are swept back worse than like a street. No, bike. no, we got bars and grips. We're, di- we're dialed. It's like Starfighter, yeah, I know, but man. I just don't even understand how the hell they sell them like that. That just seems weird to me. Okay. The, but other than that, I'm ready. But I'm like regular boots? Just prime. No, like Alpine stars those halfies, like the mechanics he can't, he can't wear. Yeah, I know, I'm not wearing halfies. I, might hey. cut, I got a pair of old Fox ones here that I got to wear. I might cut them in half. Hey, here's the thing. If you rock full, <laughs> t- two buckles, he cuts two. Shorty, shorty boots you can move better in. Full boots you can clean out harder in. No, exactly. Right, and Lindsay, that's where I'm going. Okay, we're going for the dub or the biggest takeout. That's how it works. Hey, listen, here's all I picture. Last lap, it's 8:30 <laughs> on Friday, at Red Bud. Everybody's already going to be hammered. It's not just going to be other bikes you yeah. have to dodge. There's going to be people on the track. Yeah, yeah. 
And like wait. as I said, as you look at the weather right now, it looks extremely so, ugly for listen, Saturday night. Listen, so, it might be more like a GNCC. Tell the other it team. could be like the 99 Overton, Steve. 99 Overton mud race. Well, I mean, uh, we want to bring that up again. Wow. I mean, you did win a national with a 3-3. I did. I did. Overall I did. win a three, with a 3-3? Three, three? Three? Yeah. Galdi won yeah. a Canadian national with a 3-3. Three, three. Three, wow. And then yeah. Noof, Noof won a Canadian national moto, but not the overall. Okay. So the debate between Galdi and Noof <laughs> on what was better rages on and will rage the on. The overall, for, it sits for, in the record but it, books. No, actually, it doesn't rage on, Steve. You ran a Twitter poll, I did. and I won, yeah. and News got crushed. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the Twitter poll that I ran said everybody said they'll take the 3-3. Three, yeah. three for the, the win. win. I, I take the hey, win. Because the overall too. is well, the, the bonus pays, and the history pays books. The bonus. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Pays yeah. the bonus. Um, Fuck your motor win. <laughs> Listen, uh, you gotta tell. I gotta tell you and the other team members. There's a press opportunity uh, Friday afternoon at the track, so you need to be there for that. I won't be there for that, but but you need to be there. Okay. Friday no afternoon. I've been talking to Bidas a little bit too. Actually, he told me that he asked me if I could go to Ohio on Wednesday for some dealer dealer signing or something. <laughs> like, oh my word! <laughs> Ohio on Jesus. Wednesday. Jesus. Yes. He's like, can you get to Ohio on Wednesday? I'm like, no, I'm not going to make that. <laughs> man, all these media requests for I a pit bike. I know. No, it's going to be great, yeah. man. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. it'll be a lot of fun, and, and we better end up on the podium. Or I'm firing all three of your asses. Right there. Or are you getting fired? They're going to fire you. one and done, so I better light it up. Yeah, exactly. This will be the yeah. opportunity of a lifetime for you, Ward, and, and Watling. Yeah. So. Um, just, all I can say right now is I've never, ever, ever let my touchy down. That's how I'm going in. Never let us down. <laughs> That's a good point. You absolutely have. All right, Goldie. Hey, thanks for picking up. Appreciate it, bud. And uh, sure, we, we will see you this weekend. Bring your A game, buddy. Bring it. I, I'm bringing it. I got it. A. A with an E-H, not an A. Yeah, exactly. Bring your A game. Yeah. All right, all right boys. Cheers. Enjoy see the rest of the show. Later, thanks, Goldie. See you. Ryan Gold, everybody. Going for that pulpy. For was the it best Goldie goals. or Noof that was Canada's team manager the one year? Goldie was. Goldie. So what was his? Uh, advice to you when you got put in this this role i never actually asked him he got fired so i wasn't really talking to him yeah you're probably like, yeah. yeah he was one and done you might be the same maybe maybe but <laughs> i want to be one of these anyway <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly i don't know it seems like there's a lot uh, of hype going here is this jaime jaime jamie 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 dude oh, what's jamie. up jamie what's it going, what's going <laughs> <No>. on <laughs> Spelt, spelt wrong. It's from Mexico. Not, not much, man. Just calling in. I'm catching up. At, I didn't. I didn't hear much of the show. Okay. Um, you want me to recap it for the, you, or you want a cliff note? Yeah, yeah. give me a quick twenty second recap. No, I'm not. <laughs> What's up? Okay. Uh, now, I just had two quick questions, man. Uh, I got to say, Steve, suck it because, man, you know you want to see a Tomac Hurlings battle. I, no, listen, you're, you're misunderstanding me. I want to see it. I can't wait. But I'm not going to start going, oh, fucking Hurlings is better. Fucking Tomax is better. Like, I'm not going to start yelling and screaming about which continent is better at moto based on some one moto format thing at a red butt or two mo like that's my point. I want to see the race, and that's exactly. cool. But all these guys are like, who's better? Who's better? Who's better? They're both amazing, and it won't matter. Will you or yeah, will you? and that's what I like about this whole thing because it, he just need. I, I just like to see him and uh, Tomac go at it when there's nothing really. Not saying there's nothing to lose. Yeah, but, but no, dude, there is something it, to lose. Tomac said last week on our show that if he's yeah. in, if there's a moto and he needs, if they, he knows that USA mm -hmm. needs points or. You go for the team. He's just going to ride for the team, and that's a smart thing to do. But then all right, these all I'm these jerk offs from Europe are going to start yelling about how Hurlings <laughs> is better. Yeah, but you know, you never hear Tomac call out. He didn't call out Hurlings, but he did 
you heard it in his voice, like, hey, I, I'd really like to be up here with that guy, and I'm going to give him what I got. Oh, and, yeah. And I'd just like to a good shot, a good clean race, because last year in Ironman, you can't throw Tomac like that. Tomac really wants to get in there with him and, and I think do it for something. Well, the second moto in Ironman, Tomac was just riding to get that title. The first moto, he was catching them until they went down. He beat him. He, they split motos in Jacksonville, although Caroli got in between them one moto. You know, right. so like to me, it's like they're both amazing world class riders. Kiefer's on Team Hurlings, so that's fine. But <laughs> Kiefer, really? Yeah, man, I, he's a. Oh, he, man. I mean, Tomac's oh, unreal, man. and so is Hurlings. But what I was going to ask you: Let's say they both get first and second place starts, and they battle both motos yeah. together with yeah. no interruptions. Yeah. No one fucks with them. Yeah. And Hurlings wins both motos. Are you going to say Hurlings is better? No. Really? No. 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 But I am. It is going to close some doors, though. Yeah, man, I don't know. It's hard not to say like Hurlings isn't better if they're straight up two one two. Give me a series. Give me a series. Eager Tomac against a Hurlings. I do too, but I'm not going to start yelling and screaming about who's better like some jerk off media guys in the sport. No, no, not at all. And I got a quick question for Keith. Yep. Hello, Uh, Keith Cooper Webb on on the KTM. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna feel him. He's gonna feel a little better on that bike. I nobody nobody wants to talk about it. But he's, I've been racing that Yamaha all year, and eighteen is better. But I'm a tall dude. I'm six one. But I just know that KTM is gonna help me. What do you think? Yeah, man, I agree with you. We were talking about that a little bit on the way up here, and uh, I also feel like that factory bike is superior um, to other factory bikes. Um, in its class like i just feel like that bike is so good and what it can do and how cooper rides i just think they're going to gel and mesh and i think he's going to do real well on it i don't know how baker factory is going to go harder yeah yeah man he here's the thing the ktm has awesome amounts of power but where the power is built on this factory bike I, i may or may not know and how he rides he rode a 250f very well and just how this KTM 450 delivers the power is going to be suitable for him. I think how they have it. I am so looking. This is a huge year for Cooper Webb because yes. it, this is going to yeah. determine whether he becomes, you know, one of the greats in a sport or just you know a very fast kid like yeah. a Tedesco or any of these other guys. Um, I'm interested in the egos of Osborne, Webb, Marvin, and Anderson. If Anderson stays in that program, yeah. Michael, you're not exactly sure. <laughs> I've heard different things, too. No, yeah, yeah. for real. I've heard different yeah. things, too. But I'm he, interested in that ego set getting together. Yeah, that's I agree. I think, oh, I, I think Webb is just all about getting better all around. He don't care if he's sitting right next to Marvin or he's next to Osborne. He's so headstrong, like a Carmichael-ish. He doesn't really give a shit what people eh. are doing. I think he's just wanting to get better. I, I've seen – I can say I've seen a little different. I kind of agree with Steve on that. I, I think from the bike and the technical scenario, there should be no questions in his head on what he's getting is what is going to be good for him. It's more to me the question of how he handles the program and the the mentality week to week with those guys. I could see going either I, – I could see going either way, either really, really good. It puts him – I don't want to say the word in check, but it maybe humble him he works good with those guys and learns how to take that pressure in the back and forth crap with him all week and messing with each other or it yeah. could break him down and it could go not so great does he still even communicate with swanee pool um i mean would he be involved at all no no 
Huh? All right. Uh, thanks, Jamie. Oh, thanks for the good. call, man. We, no I, problem, man. I, I look care. forward. Thank you thanks for listening. For... I really, uh, this is a big year for Cooper Webb. And, I mean, yep. and I'm watching. Like, I, I mean, am watching. I, I got to say, for KTM, it's a, a great move. I know some people have questioned, but I still think it's a great move from KTM because they're getting him at a bargain compared to when they tried again before. Oh, yeah. He's learned a big lesson his first two years in 450s. And like you said, you're either going to get a really, you're, you're getting Cooper for a much cheaper price, and you're either going to get him as he grows and becomes the possibility of being that next yep. guy that can be in there for years, or you not Not comparing Webb to Tickle because Webb's a better rider, but that didn't work for Tickle. That whole program didn't work for Tick. Or at least it wasn't working until the suspension. So, uh, we give away an Eli Tomac Championship T-shirt from Maxima, an oil kit. All right. I need somebody to draw yeah, a name out of here, please. Do I announce it? Yeah, please do. Yeah, here's the winner from last week's contest, MaximaUSA.com. Of course, I pulled something I can't pronounce. Tony S... <laughs> here you go, Kiefer. Wow. Bad name pronunciations. Sanaka. Sanaka? Right. Tony Sanaka. S-Z-Y-A. Thanks, Tony, for listening. Thank you, Maxima. Thank you, everybody. X brand goggle tear offs. Let's do it. It's the X brand tear off segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. I really don't care. Rapid fire. X brand goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. I Q- saw Rich Saturday. Oh, yeah? He gave me some goggles. What does that matter? You ain't going <laughs> to fucking wear them. Hey, everybody, look for Kiefer Inc. testing store on eBay. There'll be X Brands listed <laughs> on eBay, everybody. Oh, I'm going to wear them. I didn't have any. Uh, just uh, just like the other ones that you got and never wore? I did wear them. Bullshit. You knew. Uh, you commented when I wore them. You wore them just to be like one time to be like, hey, no. I wore X today. Stop it. Listen, that, it's fine. You like the other schmokish like man. I get it. man's good, too. That's fine, but dude, don't act like you're all X-Brand. You're not I'm not all X-Brand. X-Brand. I'm just saying I got them. And oh, I'll you be, got them, yeah. And I'll be wearing them. And you're going to poop on them. No, I will not. I'm going to have a weed whacker out in my front yard. And I'm going to put them on and, and do some work out in the front it's yard. Fantastic goggle for the <laughs> price. You like X-Brand, Michael Lindsay. I love X-Brand, and I love the one that he likes to wear a lot, too, because it's what I wear a lot. <laughs> X-Brand goggles, eksbrand.com. PulpMX18 is the code to save with X-Brand. Be like many top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Kyle Cunningham, uh, Ricky Brabeck, Gary, Josh Strang, Gary G- Sutherland. There it is. Uh, Alex Ray? What? Alex, Alex Ray. Ray. Hey, can you get a custom goggle strap that says shove it for him for... Or ram it. Ram it, I mean. Um, for... I don't know if I could or not. But uh, so these questions, you have 30 seconds on the clock. These are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know who that is? Mm. No, no clue. No. Never heard of him. No. All right, here we go. 30 seconds, Marks. Let's do it. Steven. What results will Pastrana get at, de- at Desnations? Uh, 12th in his qualifier. I like oh. how you time yourself. That's pretty yeah. – yeah. it's good. It's yeah. commitment. I like yeah, it. No, I, do. <laughs> uh, I mean, that, that Instagram of his knee really scared me. Oh. <laughs> Did it, you see it? Oh, yeah. Hey. yeah. It's Travis. It's not even a blip on his Dude, radar. Hey. Dude, that I, thing was the size he, of – Marks his head. He, he reminds me of an action figure where stuff pops off and you just put it back on him. Like is my, we, the way he talks about stuff falling yeah. apart and breaking, I, just you just click it back. I Mr. will say, head. I was track <laughs> exactly. I was trackside for Pastrana in his prime, and he did things that I've only you know like Stewart's number one and Pastrana's number two for okay. for, for talent and things I've seen that guy do on a motorcycle. Yep, mind blowing. So, all right, Kiefer. If the Dolphins' loss was a sandwich, describe the type of sandwich it would be. Subway. <laughs> Subway. 
Just a shit 1. sandwich. 7. Yeah. Fucking shit on that subway. Pookie was stuck the other day with no option. She was in a hurry. She was mm-hmm. in a rush. Only had Subway veggie yeah. sandwich. She said it wasn't that bad. Yeah, because she was hungry as hell. Oh, is that it? Okay. That's right. You yeah, don't okay. give a shit when you're right. hungry. Pookie, come up here. All right. That doesn't work anymore. We need a Pookie come down here. Yeah. yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Pookie, come down here. Uh, do Redo it one more time. Pookie, come down here. With conviction. I thought I did. Okay. There we go. It's not like you were trying to rush it so she wouldn't hear you. I think she's coming now. So I, yeah, I, I think, don't think she should come down like, what? Yeah. I'm just gonna, not going to say anything. All right, let's go. Uh, Michael, who taught you the most about bike testing? Um, I guess in one person it would be Ross Maida, mostly suspension testing and honesty. Right, 7.9, good job. Steve, with Filthy going to Canada, will he ever race a complete USA Supercross and Motocross season? Nope. I mean, he's 29, he said tonight, right? Yeah, he's or like... He's two-year deal, like, yeah. Two-year deal, he's going to make money, he's probably done. If he can, If he wins the title... He can make 300-ish. Really? Yeah, which is fine. That's good. Yeah. Well, his salary win the titles there and that 100 bonus yeah, and for winning all three yep. and gear deals. Yeah, right. he could do fine. Yeah. So, go filthy. Hell yeah. We still need to have him on the show all the time. He's good. Yeah. Come on, Team Canada sticker deal up there. Mm, maybe. Kiefer, assuming the Yamaha 450 is considered the best current bike, what needs to be improved? Uh, Lose a little bit of weight. I think that will help that bike, too, also in corners, and it will help the perception of the motorcycle. 7.9. Good job. You see, you guys aren't like JT, just going droning on and on. I feel like I need to take one really like long it. just no, for him. No. Uh, Michael, which current bike has the best suspension and worst suspension? Uh, 450s, Suzuki. Uh, best suspension, 450 all-around Yamaha. Well-rounded. All right, 9.3. Steve, what's more likely, Mookie to Moto Concepts or Reed to JGR, and which rider will provide the best bang for their buck? Uh, I think they're both going to happen, and I think that uh, Reed will provide the most bang for the buck. Kiefer, if you could ride any works bike... I was trying to... Sorry, Marks. I was trying to get to the little question with the JGR thing, but... I heard Chad may be bringing in some some sponsors. Yeah, sponsor. so Boost, and I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Well, so. one thing with Boost is that's Australian only. The way that con- I think that contract works, the Boost money he gets is towards uh, marketing in Australia, like that budget comes from. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much could be accessed yeah. for U.S. market. Um, but a rumor I heard based on somebody that should know is the paperwork, in a sense, with Suzuki is in for Reed's deal. Like it, yeah. that deal is pretty close to being done well, Suzuki yeah. needs somebody yeah yeah oh, it'll be great I mean Chad on a full off season he's in shape he, I mean I think he can podium I really do and he'll oh, yeah. and he'll be hugely popular yep. yeah and you know I, it's, it's a it's a win-win for everybody for me it's perfect JGR if they you know there's rumors of them having some big sponsors leaving and Chad's got a great yeah, auto pull. traders out yeah. yeah he's a great marking access not to say that Pike and Hill aren't you know don't have good followings but Chad fits a great niche for them on having that marquee kind of guy. Mm-hmm. What was the question? Sorry. Kiefer, if you could ride any works bike on the GP circuit, whose bike would you ride? That's a tough one. <sighs> the Cowie's probably the most different. It's pretty exotic in yeah. a weird way. Yeah. Like the like they've they they've I've drilled our bike. It's got so many weird parts changed <laughs> on it, but based on what I heard from Villo, it wasn't Sorry. the most complimentary. 
They like that. The L.A. Law thing? No, he hit his microphone. Oh, <laughs> that was a drop. I thought it was like an L.A. Lock. I hit my phone on the desk. And it hey, you need to make that a thing. drop, I guess. Um, <laughs> for me, just for personal reasons, I want to say Corollis. Oh, the old cylinder head bike? Yeah, I just think uh, the way he rides is kind of how I ride, and I would like to try that out. Hurling's ride's way different, so. Yeah, I've heard their bikes are drastically different, and yeah. you can even see they've got different frames, different uh, cylinder heads. Yeah, there's not much talking, I think, between them and, you know, that kind of stuff. uh, We've been, I have a photographer shooting them every round, and, I mean, they have different triple clamps on their bikes. Like I said, there's completely different cylinder head. The frame lengths are supposed to be different. Pretty Well, Hurlings is a big guy. He's tall. He's big. Corolli's shorter, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Michael, last one. Whose bike shootout sucks or has the, quote, unquote, most room for improvement? Mm, good question. Oh, we already oh. got this one covered. Uh, can you play that voicemail that says uh, shootout? Um, we got a voicemail about this. I think probably take up Michael's answer right here. Okay. Holy shit, balls, MSA. You can't pick a fucking bike just because it matches your goddamn helmet. <laughs> JPM, number one. A lot of slow on horsepower compared to last year, but no worries. You're a pro level guy. We don't ride in the low end power, so I, I guess that excludes the average guy. Just drill holes in the airbox if you want more low end power. And then second place, we got the albino KTM with the ice cream <laughs> scoop front fender. Wow, it's low on power as well. But we, we can buy an eight hundred dollar exhaust for that. And again, drill more fucking holes in your box, and we'll get the power back up. <laughs> then we finally get into the Yamaha. Oh, it's big and bulky and. Oh, that's a piece of crap. It don't work good. All I heard for the last four was reasons why you shouldn't buy those bikes. Then they move on to the KX and say, oh, for a first-year model, it's going to have hiccups and this and that. The second-year model will be better, but we'll wait until then. Oh, and uh, there's a little bit of a squeal to the clutch. No, it's probably your fucking hearing aid squealing in your ears. <laughs> then they get into Honda saying, oh, well, if this was a 250 shootout, it would be king. It would win. These are the horsepower numbers. We're not talking 250 shootout. Why are you even talking 250 shootout? This is a 450. If it's got big numbers, it's got a bad motor. It's cool. It's fast. Then, oh, it's goofy. Well, you know, never mind. That's just, it's outdated. It's junk. MXA, all you did to give is give excuses of why not to buy the last four. You were gurgling KTM's balls the whole time, and that the MXA, I'm done with you. There we go, everybody. Is that, is that a capture your answer, Michael? Hmm. Uh, not to an exact T. I, I would say, and it's not, there is more than one shootout I, I say this to, is just being clear on the parameters of why something won. I, I feel like there's two or three of them, at, like two of them in my mind out there, they're not clear on black and white on why they did um they choose stuff that they do i i think in any any shootout is valuable if the opinion is honest i just think when you are using a score at the end there what needs to be I, what i love about mxa clarity and i don't know for sure i've been out of game for a few years when it comes to that kind of stuff i haven't but i what i love about mxa is these guys tell it like it is they they, they, they tell you over and over like trump they tell you stuff that is not true and what they tell you is that they can't be bought, they can't be paid for, you know, blah, blah, blah. They, bullshit. They're the most bought and paid for out there. If they like you as far as a person or what, what you spend in the advertising, they will, you'll do well with their product reviews and everything else. I've heard that over and over. But they tell you they're not, 
So you believe it because you read it enough times, but that's not really true. I firmly believe they're the most bought and paid for magazine, but they tell you they're, tell you they're not. True or false? Uh, here's here's my here's my only deal. True or false? <sighs> I don't mean ad money. I mean relationships and 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 ad money and or ad money. I would say true. Yeah. Uh, the current group, true. I had an ad guy tell a buddy of mine that said, "We're not gonna. We know you place ads in there, but we're not gonna review it because Jody has a buddy." His one of his best friends has a competing product, and he's and that's what he's going to put in the mag. Yeah, and the guy's like, "What? What? I'm an advertiser." Yeah, sorry, we can't get Jody to test it because his buddy makes a product. And I've been around a couple of their bike tests that have or product tests that have run, um, to say the least. What was written versus what was done that day, I was slightly perplexed about. Being else, Eklund, all Eklund does is follow other people's Twitters and post things that, that and take credit for them as, as, as if MXA. Why doesn't he just post your guys' shootouts and just take that? I like Daryl, so I'm not going to say anything. I don't know Daryl. I like Daryl. But I know he'll take other people's tweets and then put them up on MXA's tweets. Is it Daryl, though, that does that? I don't know. I don't think it is. I don't think Daryl... I think a, a guy in the High Torque building does that shit. Darryl? That's what that's what I heard. Well, when I asked Daryl with a fly intro, he said they they do that, but that's under orders. He has to do that. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, don't do that. Right. Go get a job with a real moto media company. Yeah. I got blocked from all their social media. I can't regard any of this comments. <laughs> I've been blocked for like two years. I can't see anything. To, to take myself or Racer X or Transworld information that we are at the race where. We're fucking at St. Louis, and we post something because we found out to take that and post it on your own Twitter without crediting someone when you're not even at the fucking race is bullshit. Oh. That's complete bullshit, and that's what they do. Again, I'm blocked, so maybe they haven't done it for a year or so because I'm blocked. Right. But that's what they used to do, and that's what got me mad, and that's what I talked to Eklund about. I'm like, why are you taking information from races that we are all at and we're there covering and claiming it as your own as if you're some sort of news source? You're not even here. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to do that, no problem. Credit Pulp Transworld Racer X and say, as per Racer X, this is what's happening. Cooper Webb tore his knee up or whatever it is. Right. That's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, that's not cool. And that got me blocked yeah. for yeah. calling them out. So that's, fuck them. That's right. Fuck Eklund for blocking me. Fuck him for posting that stuff. It's bullshit. We're there on the ground. We're paying money to be there. We're doing our jobs the right way. No problem if you want to source some stuff, but give us credit. Yep. Yeah, that's how me and Transvolt, me and Antonovich do it all the time. If, we do it at Racer yeah. X. I do it. Run a headline, run a link to the original story where more of it is. Here's I just wrote about this, this Team France MXDN mm -hmm. issue that happened with Tixier and and uh, replacing Marvin, and I credit it. Who did I credit? LeBig, because that's who told me. Right. I'm not going to run off to Coombs and be like, hey, Davey, look what I found. No. Yeah. LeBig told me. That's what I, so I'm going to credit LeBig. Yeah. It's yeah, bullshit. You got to, you got to, you got to be transparent enough, no matter what it is. Isn't, isn't that reporting or testing? It's the same thing. It's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If they're doing that on their Twitter and their race feed and everything else, what are they doing for their testing? Same kind of ethics, I would believe. Same kind of non-transparency, I would believe. But they're still hardcore dudes that love MXA, man. I know. And they say they can't be bought. Because you know why? Because only MXA says that over and over about how they can't be bought. That's I don't see either one of you being like, we can't be bought. I can't be bought. I can't be... Like, none of you... You'll say it here and there, but it's not your fucking thing you hang your jacket on that, like they do. I just say, look, I don't take advertising money on my website because I don't want the perception out there that I'm doing that. Even though... 
in I, in reality, yeah. I don't think it it no. is like that all the time. No, it's not. No. So, and what I was about to say with the, with the with the MXA thing is, just be um, less pompous. And this is not Daryl. Daryl doesn't write this. I just think it's more Jody's side. It's like, we are the best. If anyone says this bike is first, they're fucking retarded. Um, we are the, yeah, we know what's what's right. Yeah, like, exactly. don't put yeah. other people down. Right. Like, I ain't down with that. Which is odd that they do that because they're they're taking scoops from races and posting them as their own. you think they'd be, like, trying to be cool. Scoops. You remember, know? Remember scoops? Yeah, scoops. <laughs> but, yeah, don't just... Just be like, be straight up, but don't have to be like, hey, ours is the best. Everyone's a shit. If they said the Yamaha ranks first, your guys are crazy. Ours is, we know how to test. Yeah. We do this. We're not bought and paid for, but meanwhile, they are. Just, I, I, I'm just like, look, go where you feel like you're Stay trusted. Stay in your lane. Yeah, just like, <laughs> if you don't like me, that's yeah. cool. I get it. Go to MXA. I don't care. Yeah. I'm just trying to be as honest as I can. That's it. And that's all I expect from everybody. Well, the way they run their Twitter account, although, again, I've been blocked, so maybe they don't do that anymore. That's bullshit. And, and they, I, I will call Eklund out day after day. And the way Tilly acted at the fly shoot and he's Dirt Bike Magazine was embarrassing also. Yeah, I missed that part. But. I did too, but I heard about it from many people, not just one biased guy. So that's that's great. Like, you got a real great bunch of people over there at High Torque. Great job, guys. <laughs> Fucking killing it. <laughs> Fuck them. Hey, Race Tech Round of the Night. It's there back. It is. That's the real All one. right, fine. It gets me pissed off. No, I, I understand what you're yeah, saying. I'm there at the races. I'm working hard. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm working with people. I'm talking to people. I'm scooping. Spent your money. I'm spending my money yeah. to be there. Uh. And then these guys are just posting shit that I, that I put up. And maybe they don't even do it anymore. I don't know. But they did. Right. A few times. Right. So, yeah, it's bullshit. All right. Uh, Where are we at again? Was that past the 15-second <laughs> mark? <laughs> what, 30 no, we seconds. were done. We were done, right? That was. <laughs> 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 round goggles are choice of champions everywhere. Hey, great job, Jason Thomas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, it gets me pissed off. I just, I, I don't. It I, gets me pissed off too. I ran about a little bit in my podcast about man, just. just I don't know why you got to bring other people down, dude. Yeah, what? It just doesn't need to start off right and, the shootout being like we did it better because we did this. No, like as long as you're giving your honest opinion, cool. There's no reason to put the rest of. And us when down. I asked Eklund about that at the fly thing, yep. he just ah, like just. Be at least at least man up, bro. Yeah, but Daryl's on on. I've known Daryl for a long time. Okay, and I, I'm not. Look, you're one of my good friends. Yeah, but and Daryl, I've just known him for the Kirk Caselli days, and we kind of grew up together. He's never been a talkative person. Period. He's never been that way. He, he's he's more introvertish. He's he does his his own deal, and and that's it. He's never a confrontational person. So. I mean, you know. it wasn't like I was screaming at no, him. No, no, I know. Just like, hey, Daryl. I know. Like, can you just, I was very professional about it. Yeah. Listen, we all work really hard. It's cool you want to post stuff, but can you just please credit your sources? Right. And then he was like, oh, they're reading it on Vital. You know, that's one of the things Daryl said. The, the, Jody's just reading it on Vital and telling us what to post. Well, I guarantee you on Vital, there's somebody says, hey, Pulpamex says. Or, hey, Transworld is reporting this. Yeah, I would get bummed out, too, if I did something someone took my stuff, too. I'd Man, are you it. saying we got nothing original, bro? I'm teasing. No, no, no. I'm I, teasing. No, I'm being smart. Yeah. <laughs> I was standing it for Transworld. For one, Transworld had uh, had something that they beat Racer X on, which is no problem. Yeah. Great job. And then they yep. repo- and MXA took it and, and reposted it. I'm just like, guys, I, you know, Transworld is a competitor of, of Racer X, who I work for. Yeah. But that's still not cool. No, I said me and Anton do that all time. Credit each other. We multiple times yeah. swap stuff around. Yeah, so whatever. Um... All right, uh, what else we got? 
We're in a blank we still, now. We still have another commercial. We have tweets. We have voicemails. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So listen. Um, Keep after dark. Keep after, after dark's dark. coming up. Uh, we gave our ET3 championship shirt away. Um, oh. What? Can we give away those tickets after the, after the commercial break? So we can discuss that in the commercial break. So. Yeah. How do we do that? We'll talk about that. I just want to put that on the radar. Okay. Let's, let's uh, tell people what they're about to win. Yeah, so uh, and just real quick, a guy got hurt, and he was going to the MX of Nations, and he's not able to go, so he has two VIP passes, and he wants to give them away to someone that's deserving. So that's what we're going to really try to um, get, not just some random people. So um, we'll talk about that at the break, though. Uh, ride engineering. I posted today. Last week, Kiefer, we did the uh, the front brake line holders, the billet ones. Yep. And uh, this week, the steel braided brake lines, which for RMZs, 450s, and newer ones, are a big help for. Uh, it's cheap and it's easy to replace your your standard brake line with a steel braided brake line. It's a great upgrade. Uh, brake fluid gets hot and expands the stock line, which creates fade and a spongy feel. Uh, the steel braided brake lines don't expand. They keep the lever consistent from the start of the ride to the end. They can be adjusted by rotating the crimp fittings for a perfect fit. Almost as important as the line is the mounting bracket that we talked about last week. So steel braided brake lines for all models, but RMZ, it really helps. Yeah, so steel braided brake line, just for me, when I ride with them, um, it just, what happens, like he said, it expands and it gets air over time. And what steel braided does is, like, I don't have to bleed my brakes as much. Because sometimes a month goes by and my front brake starts to feel spongy. I notice it more on front brakes than anything. Mm -hmm. And then with steel braided lines, I could go two, three months and it still feels the same. I took off my stock line off my 88. And put a steel braided on. I didn't. I improved the feel dramatically. I didn't like it was an '88, so it's eighteen thousand years old. But it yeah. was so spongy. I'm like, and, hey, and, I need a steel brake And the reason why manufacturers don't do this because I've asked this question. Yeah. Um, it's expensive. Yep. So the cost low. Yep. They use a nylon. So rideengineering.ride-engineering.com. Use the code PulpMX-20 to save with those guys. Uh, thank you to the folks at Ride Engineering. Please check them out. Clamps, just Pettis won a Canadian national championship with right. those clamps. Uh, before we go to commercial break. The shootout, Vital MX shootout, Kiefering shootout. Yep. You had the Cowie? No, Yamaha. Well, my personal list was Cowie, but our overall was Yamaha. Oh, yeah. Okay. So your personal list was Cowie. Yep. Your list was Yamaha, Cowie. Yep. Your shootout was Yamaha, Cowie. Your shootout was Yamaha, Cowie. Yamaha the and then groups. Cowie Honda tied for second. Was there anybody? Tie. Last year, oh, me. you had a guy put the Husky fifth. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so was there a guy, you don't need to name his name, but was there a guy that threw off your your uh, placings by putting some bike? Um, the Cowie Yamaha was closer to a tie, and then we got a Cowie fifth. You did um, have a Cowie result. fifth. He had a Husqvarna six this year. You did, didn't you? Mm-hmm. The Suzuki. only shootout I've seen, the only shootout I've seen where the Suzuki, somebody God did not bless get RM Army for squeaking it in there. Yeah. I, I like how it went from <laughs> They're getting so what? They're no. so happy. <laughs> Fifth place. They They're like, Woo! Fifth place! Everybody got donuts. Fuck yeah, hey, Suzuki! Everybody got donuts that afternoon in, in, uh, in no, Brea. This guy, as he's doing the recording, I heard who said it that he's like, I gave the Husky six and fifth. This guy is across the parking lot doing that clap. Woo! Like, yeah! Yeah, Suzuki! <laughs> um, so, but but this affects the overall rankings. It didn't in mine. No, so. but, but in yours it did? Um... Or? It was close now because there was one other a little bit down result as they were as they were coming in as I was getting the results while I was driving to go set up and do the video mm-hmm. part. Um, it was like a near tie between the two and then we had one bad result. Not bad but like a farther back result for the Cowie 
and then the one that followed it was more mid-pack. So, I mean, both of them affect. It wasn't just one that affected it. It was technically two. So, for you, how close did the Cowie come to winning? Overall? Yeah. Um, I'd have to go back and look. It was by the time all the yeah. math came in, it was I mean, like it was, three or four points. It was three four? with you. Well, it was three points. Right? Yeah. Four, yeah. I yeah. think. And then, like I said, we had a Honda Cowie actually tied yeah. for, for right. second. And then. So, that's a little off your. You had Honda fourth. Fifth? Fifth. Fifth. So yeah. you guys are a little off on the Honda, mm-hmm. on the feeling of the Honda. Yeah. Why? Why? Why do you have a tie? Why can't you just go by individual scores and break the tie? The what? Well, the one there that was kind of goofy to me is that the Cowie had a ton of second places. The Honda had way more wild, like fourth, fourth, fourth. But then it had two wins. The Cowie had one win. At that point, on paper, the only tiebreak I could have come up with is okay. So the Honda had two wins. The Cowie had one. So you could technically use as a tiebreak, but they still scored the exact same. And for me, it's about being black and white. Basically in the video, I would have had to say, Hey, so the Honda and the Cowie tied. And I used this equation to say the Honda won, even though they actually end up with the same score. If it was for the win. Yeah. I would find a way to break it. Whether we did some sort of a, I brought in another test rider or something. But at that point, I even asked the company, I'm like, hey, in my opinion, both these companies did good with my riders. Like, Manufacturers hate ties. I know. Do they really? Yeah. Well, they hate yeah. it. Yeah. Because it's hard for them to go back to Japanese or yeah. Austrian, man, you know, the guys yeah. and yeah. be like, we tied yeah. for this. They rather say, I have a, you know, ranking. Here's what we ranked. Right. You yeah. know. Um, Michael, though, you like the Cowie the best. Over the Yamaha. For me, barely. Uh, it was close. Wh- why so? What? Uh, final. So as I was literally my last day of testing, we leave. I'm driving to meet my video guy to sit down and do it. I, I pro and conned it the entire way there. Yep. Um, I love the chassis on both bikes. I feel like they have a little bit extra. Did, Kiefer, did he have the fork springs? No. He no. Did, no. Okay. We're not allowed to do it. Mine's fully locked down to stock. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably why he liked it, I think, because it's a little softer feel and he's light. I'm light. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're getting down to. Is, um, I like you heard both. about this fork spring controversy? Cowie. Put what about sti- the controversy part oh, they of it? Put some, they put some stiffer springs in. Yeah, I know they did it. His. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They tried to do it mine. I told him no. Okay. And then you don't like that? There. No, I'm fine with it. Okay. No, yeah. I'm fine with it. No, no. So, Moe, I sat yeah. down and thought of it. For me, both the chassis hit all the marks for me. Um, biggest thing I feel like both of those bikes have over anything else in the class is a little bit extra comfort built like the actual chassis, the flex characteristic to me. Um, engines i like both for different reasons um yeah each one does something bare in the air but for me i could accomplish what i wanted on the track with both uh suspension wise the cowie did come in a little bit better for me on the fork mostly i'm lighter that worked the yamaha still was fantastic and the adjustments that the guys made were really good uh what finally kind of evened it out for me is the yamaha to work uh, the way it needs to ends up being a little bit of a taller setting for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little bit of middle of the corner where I feel tall on the bike compared to the Cowie. Yeah. The Cowie's a little easier for me uh, to control size-wise between my legs. It's a little easier for me to stand and roll in a couple that sections. That makes sense. The Yamaha's still a it's, little bit bigger of a bike. we got to work on his technique then. Yeah. He has a problem with it. All right. Well, DV's got a problem oh, with your technique. technique. He does. I was about to say, where is there not a problem with somebody's technique? DV's got a problem with Dude, big problem. I, I have a problem with that, too. That was a bad photo. I, you know how long I studied that fucking photo for? Like an hour and a half. So, yeah, so, yeah, so just but, the, the size of the, the cockpit of the Cowie yeah. fits you. For me, the Cowie responds better when I stay in the middle corner. Some of the things I try to do with my feet that I've been working on. And what I ultimately weigh the bike decision off of is what characteristics not only suit me, but what ones help in the places that I'm bad at. And yep. I felt like the Cowie helped me in places I'm worse at than the Yamaha. The Yamaha, di- 
they both complement yep. me really well in some ways, but I felt like the Cowie helped in a couple of my weaker areas. For both of you, though, it's a one-two clear, right, of third? It was for me. Yeah, yeah. for you too? I thought it was going to be a little more. Like I so said, we had one or one or two bad votes of Cowie. I, no, I, I meant for you personally. Yeah, for me yeah, personally, yeah. they were clear. But, when I left the track, even after the first, I had it pretty clear, my bottom three, my top yeah. three. And I was pretty set it was going to be between Cowie and Yamaha, and it was, yep. it was really tight between uh, the two. And like we talked about last week with Travis, Preston, and, and Kiefer, no more improved bike than that Cowie, huh? <laughs> oh, no. A single year. I, the closest yeah. for me to that is I really did not like the, the, the prior generation Honda, the 16 before. Uh-huh. So the 16 to 17 for me was a massive jump. Yep. I actually thought that Cowie was an even bigger jump than that for right. me. And we were talking, too, like first-year models often have issues. This day, yeah. The Cowie guy is really... Yeah, I've had a couple little things come up, but nothing, nothing gnarly. Just the usual for them. I've had a chain roller that goes a little quick. What sort of chain rollers? The chain roller they dropped. uh, It used to have a double bearing inside of it. Now they've dropped to a single, and there's not enough support on the outer edge. Yeah, but their their double bearing one wore out too. Well, it wore out, but in a it just wore down yeah, the new yeah. one because it doesn't have the bearing on the side to support it the inside or it's actually towards the outside of the bike shaves off after yeah. a little bit yeah. depending upon chain tension right. and load what about uh, subframes um subframes i have not broken one i definitely know that there's been some controversy on a certain aftermarket pipe that's solid mounted um i know cowie's recommending to stay with something rubber mounted on the subframes um, the only other thing that came up to me, and I'm switching it this next is week. It, so it's a solid mount muffler? If you yeah. do a solid mount muffler, um, on, it can stress on, the, the subframe. Solid, solid the mount? stock is rubber mounted. Yeah, but I mean aftermarket ones. Aftermarket, Usually, yeah. but they, they, there's different resonance based on the materials they're made of. Right. Um, some can cause problems. Um, the last thing, it's a personal thing. I think the 250 millimeter rear rotor is overkill. Um, I just had Cowie send me the bracket, and I'm going to switch mine back to a 240. Because it's, it's not so grabby. It's so that's the thing. It takes a, only a little bit of pedal pressure, and you can lock it over like braking bumps, so it kicks up and kind of drags the rear where it shouldn't be. So I'm gonna drop uh, to the older brake pad and older rotor size. Um, I think that's for me a little better. I even talk like the the teams run the 240. I don't think at any point have I ever said I need a bigger back brake. Yeah. yeah. When's anybody really ever said that? Where they're like, man, my rear brake just no good, right? right? Like no, it's really, um, yeah. So Yamaha for me, just because I'm 170 and you're 155. Mm-hmm. When we did the test, yep. It's just hard to beat Yamaha's balance, man. Yeah. And I got some bullshit emails saying I work at Yamaha, and I'm like, dude, I don't fucking work at Yamaha. I just and Travis is my buddy, but he doesn't give a shit at the end of the day if I say Yamaha's no. third. Yeah. So it's just a good bike. Um, hard to say because it's not out. The 250 shootout has not been done yet. Suzuki's not out yet, but. What was your order last year? Oh. You remember? Uh, Sorry to put you on the spot. I should have. Yeah. I th- do you remember your order? I'm going to bring it up. I think I do. But yeah. I, I think uh, Yamaha won. Mm-hmm. And KTM Yamaha was second. Yamaha won mine as well. Yeah. Uh, it's mine. hard to beat those two bikes in the 250 class. And Husky's close too, obviously. But and, like. And Honda. But has Honda made some revisions that would help their new Honda one? has made some revisions to their new bike. Um, we probably won't get that until near Thanksgiving, I guess. And um, so shootouts are going to be late Yamaha this year. Yamaha didn't win. Oh, my God. I'm brand- Sorry. KTM 251 mine by a mile last year. KTM 250? Yeah. KTM 251 by a mile last year. Do you see any reason that would change from what you know? Yeah. I I mean, the 19s I've ridden so far is the KTM 250, the Husky 250, uh, Yamaha, and 
Cowie, and I thought the Yamaha was a big step forward. Yeah, actually, the KTM's won ours for two years in a row. Yeah. I've been, and I think it's been very solid for the reasons it did win. Yeah. Um, the yeah, new, the 19 Yamaha 250 they, I rode was phenomenal. It's pretty new, yeah. They've, they've done some... They, they did a lot they, of work they copied it. the 450, basically. Yeah. Um, where Yamaha lacked, where KTM was better last year, yeah. was... It's a, it was really good torquey off the bottom, nice snap, but it just ran out. Yeah. It didn't have enough pull. And now they've kind of helped that along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that kind of helped. I don't think it's as fast on top as a KTM, but at least it's close. Yeah. It's close, but and it every, definitely and, has and the, all bottom. the bottom. And everything I think, be, yeah. Yeah. In the body work, I think when you get a lot of smaller riders, it really knows it typically 250 show. Because yeah. like, even though the Yamaha is definitely on the right direction, the mostly the comments we got negative on the prior generation Yamaha 250 having a lot of smaller kids in a 250 shootout is they all came out the bike and go, man, it's, it feels like the biggest 250 well, in the class. the same frame as a 450, so... Just the body yeah. work shape, but now the 19s update, I actually had um, one of my test riders, I'm probably going to disclude him because he might be a little biased at this point, is uh, he came off a of 125 last year. I let him do the whole shootout. Uh, he ended up liking the KTM the most, and that's the bikes they went and bought for the year. Um, then his dad asked me again this year, like, hey, what do you have we could try? I let him try the Yamaha for five laps, the 19. They went and got those. Oh, yeah. He was The kid was stoked. He was one of the ones, because yeah. he was one of my, he yeah. was coming off 125. Right. He was, kid was like, dude, the Yamaha is way too, it feels way too big, hard to control for me. And in last year, rode the 19. Albeit, he also had a year on 250Fs, but he thought yeah. the 19 was a huge So you step. rode the Suzuki in Japan? Yes. You didn't seem that, like, when I asked you about when Amar was on the phone, you were like, eh, the conditions, and... It's it's hard to I answer, mean, I really. feel like he's being evasive about it. Come okay. on, MXA, okay. let's get transparent here. Okay, transparency. Um, I think the engine on, is a MXA. bit... Let me, let me... Okay, shush. I did, this, I did a whole audio piece on this. Let me get to it. Engine characteristic. Yes, it is better on the top end. Mid to top is much quicker revving. It has more top end pull. I still don't feel like it has the torque characteristic off the bottom that it needs to be competitive with a KTM, a Husky, or a Yamaha. Um, I feel like the top end power is closer to a Honda or a Cowie now, but it just doesn't have the... pipe is so long, you'd think it'd be... It still doesn't have a lot of torque character. Um, The biggest question mark, and I say this is a... A material thing i'm curious when we get the bike to ride in about three weeks um i felt like there might be a little bit of a weird gearing gap from second to third um but we were also riding in slop sand that had a hard base and it was really hard to figure out what was going on second third if it's as much of a gearing how'd jt yeah, look power how'd jt look jt look okay right? well, it was fun it was faster uh, JT. oh jt duh really well, JT never rides. That's what I was asking. No, JT was ripping. He um, never rides, yeah. No, he yeah. ran down. It was funny because uh, Staple and Pat went out there and started doing a, Pat Foster and Stapleton went out there and started doing a moto together. And JT jumped behind him. He did like two laps where he didn't gain ground. And then all of a sudden, in one or two laps, like JT ran him down. And then he got Roost Simple. He's like, I don't want to get Roost anymore. Uh, so, okay. So, um, the biggest thing I would say for the bike is for the Target 250 rider, I said this in my audio piece, I'll say again, they oversprung the bike. Oh, yeah? Quite a bit. Yeah. It's got the same spring rates as their 450 in it. Um, oh. Me and JT were the only two light guys on the test. I came in after my second That's lap and called keeper. it. Yeah, it's weird. Um, <laughs> it, it's quite overspun. So, based on my comment well, to him is the bike feels busy because it's got a lot of tension will that, will for that somebody. Will change for the production rate. one with how many you ride one? They told us that the, bi- the bikes we rode were not off the final production line. They were basically like a final finished. I don't know if they're called a handbill. Pro- they're like a P3. Is that term? Uh, final yeah we call it d-spec, d-spec. Okay. that's what we call it, but i mean they might change it pretty like i think they use the term p3 or something but it's like right there at the end uh they claim nothing is going to change before they were made um we'll see when when they okay. come out but, but i don't think so 
nothing you th- rode makes you think that they can break a KTM Yamaha. No, at the top. Uh, they're right. for me. It's it, what if the bike comes here and it's way different? Then what do you do? Then what do I do? Well, I mean, we'll see when we ride in shootout. But I'm going off my opinion there. There are certain things I'm leaving out based on materials, but just a couple things I can pinpoint. It's it's not a top three bike for me. I'm just saying. Let, let's say this bike comes and it's good, and it was totally different feeling than what you rode in Japan. Would you be tripping? Well, I guess it depends on the final production because the bikes we're getting, the ones that are being air freighted in, are supposed to be our Japan break-in bikes. Because um, the final ones off the production line won't be here till January, February, like actual production line right. models. There's going to be some coming in for the race team and some for us. So hmm. uh, we'll see. I'm going to ride my bike before with Honda being pushing back their 250 release date. Um, oh, I'm going to re- when's that? When's the Honda? Uh, it was supposed to be. We were supposed to ride the Honda 250Fs in like a week and a half. Um, it got pushed back till the very end of November, so it's pushing 250 shootouts back till December. That's um, fine with me. Yeah. Messed up my schedule a little bit. Um, so we'll ride the Suzuki 250 when we get back here. There are mm-hmm. some things I'm interested to see on the materials here. What I will say, hands down, is the engine is improvement, but my negative is that they're oversprung right. for the target weight ride. Uh, well, it's nice to see the engines improve for sure. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing I will say too is the improvement that is made stock is going to be greater for the racing. The 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 capability or per yeah. potential. The well, there potential wasn't a lot of, of room the, in the old head to do anything. That's why. The new head like, is much rarer. Like, yeah. I could see Amar and the racing guys being stoked. I'm actually really excited. Um, actually, I can't share what it was. It was something off limits for suit. There, there's going to be what? something. No, no. I, I literally. The JGR I got, stuff that You just led us to the edge, and now well, we can't bring us? We already know that. We already talked about it. Oh, you guys did the J. Well, I did. Okay, I'm not well, scared. Okay, I got yeah, told so not G- to. So JGR is coming up with a whole GYTR-ish yeah, model GYTR for, stuff. For, I'm having for their... Suzuki. Okay, I got told not well, to say anything. Cool. Yeah, basically oh, the same... Yeah. We weren't supposed to say anything? No, apparently not, but... Oh, that's pretty badass, though. So bad. me too. Yeah. They're going to have their own little... They, they've been working on for a while. They have a spec head. I think, like, piston cam stuff coming for this. Yeah. Um, they'll be announcing soon. Uh, I've got all that already on order to show up for when my bike also like we'll put it on after shootout. Yeah. Um, but but all that coming. Yeah. Good for Suzuki, man. That's yeah, cool. And no, I think it's sure. I think it's a good move for them. Like I said, I think it's a first year bike. I definitely think riding it. Um, there's a lot more potential to it. They, is, I they think, get Amart's got second the last two years. If he goes out and gets another second this year, and Chad Reed gets a ride, you know, for Supercross, and he does some stuff, and Pike and Hill are solid, and this is how you start the turnaround, Suzuki. Yeah. This is how you do it. Yamaha went through the same thing. Yeah, and no, it starts with amateurs too. Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Brooks, Larry Brooks is running that thing. And, and oh, he is. Yeah. yeah, the Barks one, and then Wheeler's push ride. They're doing. I know yeah. their big focus really is amateur and talking with that's like this whole JJR thing, being able to support right. amateurs with better components. And uh, can we get Gary Sutherland a bike, please? He has two. Uh, he has two. That stays bikes together. <laughs> uh, before we Don't go to like commercial break, on him. <laughs> hey Tony, is this Tony? Yes, it is. Tony, what's your last name? How's it going, guys? What's your what's last name? Uh, Rodriguez. Okay. All right. We picked up Tony for a winner for the ET3 jersey. Uh, Tony wants the MXDN things. Okay. Kiefer, so tell him what he needs to do or quiz him or so, oh, just t- I don't Yeah, know. Tony, so you li- you're going to go and you're, this is no bullshit? No, sir. No bullshit. I'm going. I'm taking my nephew, going on a shoestring. I uh, didn't think I was going to make it, but I'm I'm going. I had a... I'm a long-time listener. You know, I'm a, I'm a moto guy. I used to ride and race. I had double hip replacement last year, so I had to sell my YZ450. But listening to you guys so much, uh, you kind of talked me into a Husky, so I ended up buying a used uh, Husky 350 last year. So I get to ride now and then. You know, I'm wearing all fly gear. 
Cool. Well, so, then, uh, uh, I mean, I'm loving it. Okay, I'm loving listen, it. I listen, dig it. Listen, Tony, if you're a longtime listener, give me five co-hosts outside of Michael Lindsay and Chris Kiefer. Give me five co-hosts that have five the show. co-hosts. Yeah. Okay. You got K-Dub. Yep. You got, oh, I'm horrible with names. You got K-Dub. You got um, the guy that does main event. Um, oh, Daniel Blair. That'll count. Daniel Blair. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you got uh, Stank Dog. He's been in. Yep. You got um, um, who was Jason the- Thomas. You got uh, 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 Starcross Five guy uh, Randy, Richard- Randy Richardson. Who was the Who was the OG guy with Steve when he started? Oh, that's a good one. The, the OG guy with he's, Steve when he started. Who was the OG co-host? Um, he's not going to remember. He doesn't even remember yeah. Randy Richardson's Who? name. He's uh, not going to remember. Before that. Kenny. Before yeah, Kenny. Before Kenny. Yeah. Before Keen. Oh my gosh, I'm so bad with we just just think hey, of Motor World. He shares a last name with me. Dave, no, not Dave to Spain. No, but um, that would be Motor awesome. World. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, Motor World Racing Team. It's okay. That's a dumb question. So Kiefer, Kiefer screws you. Kiefer's um, just trying to. Yeah, Kiefer's a dick. Tony, so do this for me. So this kid's name's Michael Lambert. He got hurt last weekend at a track, collapsed his lung, broke some ribs, um, and he hit oh, me. I and he hit that. me up on a DM to say, "Man, the doctor won't let me fly." I was really looking forward to this, but I want to give this to someone that's deserving. He was really cool about it, so um, I have his information. So email me, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I will pass his information on to you, and then you guys can hook up and and get it dialed. Oh, that is so awesome, man. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. I'm a longtime listener. I'm a loyal listener. I'm listening like you guys almost every Monday. When you guys were off for two weeks, I didn't know what to do with myself a couple weeks ago. You know, so I mean, thank you so much. My nephew's no gonna problem. flip. Well, just make sure you uh, you uh, you root for USA and and, 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 and let, uh, let us know how it is. And get well soon to who's it, what's the kid's name? Yeah, get well soon to Michael. Michael, yeah, he really. Yeah, really no, good. definitely get get well soon to Michael. I'll send you guys pictures. I'm gonna shave USA in the back of my head. I already got all kinds of USA gear. Yeah, I like all right. it. I'm going, I'm going all out. Well, I'm uh, glad we found a good guy to give it to. So That's cool. Chris at Kiefer Testing. Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. I will. Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks, Tony. I will, man. Thank you guys so much, man. No Keep worries. up the good work, man. I love you guys. Thank you, guys you for listening. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. Nice. Really like the Kiefer guy. Uh, nice to see that we do good. Oh, see, you don't you don't get a job. I, you I, don't get a job. I, you, I didn't get a job. You don't get jobs. I get jobs. Not from him. <laughs> no, only only I get jobs. I provide a job and I get a jab. Job for jab. Job hey, for jab. hey, let me pay you, and then what? What you need to do is talk shit on me with jabs every weekend. Here you go. Mm. Fantastic. All right, let's take a commercial break, everybody. Right back after this. BTOSports.com. Tweet it, Travis. Voicemails. After dark. After dark, and we will call it a day. We'll be right back after this. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. 
I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus today. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. 
If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys have been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. PulpMX17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. The whole Pulp Nation section on their website, Pulp Nation Code, saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yeah. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right gearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, hard coat silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to Vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. 
You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines, brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for talent and kite hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, GasGas, and TM. 
from the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. 
They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their Prolon start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. That is not an A game. That's some bullshit. <laughs> what did I do, Rob? That's been going hat. on all damn fucking uh, show. Whatever. He, he's been really bad. Handsy. That's really Watson-ish it, over there. Watson? I'm not breathing in the mic. <laughs> Something's been going on though, because you're like dicking with this, you and I can pick it up over here. Oh, you can. Yeah. Well, somebody should have told me that earlier. So uh, I was having an ADD mode. All right, Michael Lindsay, first thing that comes to your mind for our sponsors, yeah, our, be our beautiful partners here. All right, wait. are you ready? You've yeah. done this game before. Yeah. BTOsports.com. Great international shipping rates, I believe. Fly Racing. Awesome gear. Great company. And I love summer camp. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Uh, I love going to dinner with Rob and the guys. Uh, Vortex Racing. Sprockets. Gear Alloy. I need some wheels for my van. Roost MX. Ram it. Vertex Pistons. I uh, just rode a bike with a Vertex Piston in it. Big boy. X-Brand Goggles. Oh, big boy. Uh. X-Brand Goggles. Uh, more A-Ray. I'm just still picturing A-Ray. Michelin Starcross 5. Easy mounting. Maxima USA. 927 day. Yeah, Dogger on a fat kick. Who's Dogger? <laughs> no, no, tell the story. Yeah, what Steve was on a text, or Pookie had something on her uh, Instagram, and Dogger liked it, so she circled it and sent it to our group text. And my wife goes, uh, "Who's that?" 
and Steve immediately left the, the group message because he was so mad. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> Are you back in it yet? Yeah, yeah. You can never leave our group text. Yeah, it's got trapped. Uh, FMF. Oh, I'm just picturing some two-stroke silencers with straight rhythm. Works connection. Those axle blocks. Atlas neck brace. Hawaiian to see Kiefer in one. W wheels. Uh, I've got like three sets at my house. Guts racing. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be nice. Velcro seat covers. Easy to put on. Get data. Dan Truman. Pro filter. More dogger. Honda World Downey. Ridge Live. Mm. Ridgy. Uh, Where's that Ridgy wave? Ride engineering. <laughs> Triple clamps. Jess Piss. OGO. Uh, I should probably give away one of those three OGO gear bags I have. Probably. <laughs> MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Maybe I need a job. Yeah, maybe soon. <laughs> Kidding. Keeper Inc. Testing. Uh, thanks to Dean Wilson, Phil Nicoletti, Alex Martin, and Carson Mumford for all coming on the show tonight. Ryan Gauld as well. And uh, and uh, Rob Bidas. Gear Ally Cold Call. Way back when. Uh, thanks to you people for listening. Appreciate it. PulpMXShow.com. Sponsor deals for our codes and everything. You also get that on the PulpMX app as well. Marks, how's the uh, app update coming? I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, Ooh. oh, so do I. With peck, you, peck, peck, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peck, peck. No, just woodpecker in the water. <laughs> People, I've been getting stuff saying that I said the the update was coming, but I never said that. Yes, you did. No, On I a did not. text, you said that. Not publicly. Okay, but not publicly. You said publicly that it was coming out, and I never told you that. But you, on a text, you did. Okay, but I didn't you, say when. You know nothing is safe, right? I know. I didn't say you when. You did say when. You said mid-September, October. I, I can pull probably, that up. I said probably October. I think you said mid-September. Mm, I said probably October. So, guess what? It's October. October first. So I got a month. So yeah, you got like thirty days to make this, it happen. That's what I get. Hey, I got another job for you while you're over there. You need to add a, the woodpecker noise <laughs> to your drops now. Yeah, I'll get right on that. Yes. Um, what are we talking about? Tweet at Travis. Oh, yeah. Sponsor deals on pulpmexshow.com. You can get all that. Uh, MXDN coming up this weekend. I am leaving Friday for that race. Friday night, Road to Recovery dinner. Uh, racerxtv.com or racertv.com for Racer coverage TV. of that yep. and uh, the pit bike race is Saturday and, the, and remember there's a big race on Saturday and Sunday too should, should be a good good old time for that uh, Monday, I don't know Marks what's your deal what's your deal what's for, your deal what's your deal for the show next week like I don't know if I get back Monday it's gonna be a struggle for you right a bit but I don't have a co-host Monday but then Tuesday I got a co-host but Tuesday Pookie and I have tickets to the hockey game so then Pookie's like, we should do it Wednesday. But I think Wednesday... Hump day? What's your, what's your schedule, Marks, for next week? Show on a Wednesday? Right? That seems weird, bro. That's too far down. So can we do a show on Monday covering the nations, hopefully getting some American riders on, without a co-host? Yeah. Sure. We did that before. Everybody, all they care about is MX Destination staff. They don't give a crap who else is in this room. They don't even give a crap that you're on, really, at that Right, point. right. No, I know. I um, could come up next week with Heather. Oh, yeah? yeah? Three weeks in a row. No way. Yeah, I'm there for the show, bro. Yeah? No, he's a I didn't hear that article. on the way up here. It was payday a... today for the, for people who yeah. work for PulpMex.com. I got to be there. Wait, what? <clears throat> what? No, you, you get your money all in one chunk. Wow. And then your performance slowly deteriorates <laughs> until it's time for another Maybe payment. You go with the one-time Maybe payment? You... He goes two payments. Maybe oh. if you just like did it a little more evenly... I might make him work harder I might more even. I might, I might end up doing that next year. Things... Will change big time for the producer, producer, including my rates. 
for the show. Um, all right, btosports.com tweeted Travis segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. F you, dude. That's pooky to you, Marks. Okay, so btosports.com. Whether you drive a uh, UTV, ride a dirt bike, ride a mountain bike, a street bike, whatever it is, btosports.com has got you covered. Their passion rivals yours for anything on the dirt or the street. Anything you need for btosports.com, they've got it. Head to toe from Fly Racing to FMF to Works Connection to W to Maxima to Michelin to X. Shit, all of our stuff they probably carry. Uh, call there, mention Pulpamex, uh, put Pulpamex in the notes section, and uh, they can help you out that way as well. Thank BTOsports.com for all they've done for us for eight years now on this show. So these questions are submitted to at Pulpamex Show. Guy in the corner, way over there, picks the best ones for all of us, and uh, he reads them to us. Oh, uh, let's do this, Marks. Uh, this one's from Scott. Um, it's about the team captain for Team USA. He says an article comes out two hours ago with USA writer that says he hasn't seen Eli Tomac. How is that possible? Can DeCoster not get the team together? No. Tomac's in care? Colorado. He's not coming out for... Why does the team need to ride together? Well, France does that, right? And it's really cool they do that, but yeah, who cares? Like, whatever. Yeah, I think the fans want to see more team building. Roger, but... Roger wasn't even at the uh, Friday press day before Indiana. Oh really? Where they announced that they had the team, they they had the team riding and all their gear and numbers. Roger wasn't there. Doesn't that just say something like, God? Just... There's a lot of people. I'm not in the run. I'm not one of those. But there's a lot of people that say Roger's time is is done. Yeah, and, and it might be because now Ian Harrison, yeah, why not? Moved up and and everything. What's the big deal? Why can't we give someone else a chat? Why is it such a huge deal? Well, there have been different guys over the years, right? But I'm just saying it's yeah. ran its course, right? This one's from Scott McElroy. With Yamaha dominating the motor department in both classes, do you think the other OEMs have tinkered with the reverse engine design? What do you think, Michael? Uh, I'm sure it's some early stage of a prototype, but as much commitment as that takes to something 100% farther away. I, I'm sure they played with it at least on a dyno sense or some kind of prototype level. 100% that, that that design is why their 250F is so good. It's just design-wise. It's just it. Feeds it right into the into the motor. It's gravity fed in a way. Air sucking in massive amounts of air from the front, like it's downdraft you know. technology has increased more since Yamaha started yeah. all that. Yamaha yeah. doesn't have a dual injector either on the 250F. Race they? bike, yes, but yeah. production bike, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's changed a little bit. They've slowly what they consider decreased the angle of their downdraft more and more every year. And every manufacturer tries to use the terminology like Suzuki, even even yeah, though they still have a We're doing a downdraft. They've yeah. changed the angle of the uh, of the Injected, throttle body yeah. as much as they can. They change that, but. Yeah. There's two ways of looking at it. You see how the KTM has such a still standard shot into it. It's a lot of, if you have the air coming in from the top without having to deal with the curves, there is definitely a little bit of less challenge, but there's also a certain way about how you keep the velocity that can be done in mm -hmm. an angled port like KTM has. Right. Yeah, lots of, uh, it's interesting when you get them on a flow bench and you watch how the liquid moves gas and air and how it tumbles and falls into the, into the combustion chamber. It's, really interesting really neat how it works and how much difference it makes like it's cool i'd like yeah. to see that i've never seen that no go to race tech they have a flow bench yeah i know i've never fun. seen it yeah, yeah andrew right. can show you an example it's fun uh this is from tanner hall steve thoughts on marty leaving timmy and going to the goat farm 
Well, I mean, why would you want to leave the guy that gave you your most successful season of your career? Why, 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 why would you? I don't know. She's going to the goat farm. I mean, when I say successful season, I meant more outdoors, 450 outdoors when he killed it. Yep. I don't think he he might have had better Supercross seasons with Mitch back in the day. But no, Marty's wife, I guess, got a job up there, so he's leaving Red Dog. So They have Lane Shaw, though. Lane is going. Is Lane the, back in the program? Is he, yeah, he's, is in, he in? he's in again. What's he riding? KTMs. Why? Why did he pick that? Yeah. Um, support from a shop. From Munn? No, another local shop in okay. Texas. I probably need to get Lane on the privateer show. Yes, we should do that. Okay. This one's from Dark Side's Ponytail. Steve, percent pie the AC92's new tattoo is a henna tat. <laughs> henna. Henna. What's that? The fake. It's like a fake one. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Was it, did he get a tat or something? I don't know. I don't know where, where it's coming from. Oh. Yeah, he got a tattoo. It's on Instagram. Um, from Felix Potvan for Kiefer. Felix Potvan was, Pot a, gr- was a great <laughs> goalie for the Leafs for many years. Potvan? Yeah. P-O-T-V-I-N. Uh, when it comes to handlebar width, is there a rule of thumb based on rider height? I'm six feet tall and my neck and bars on my 2016 KTM 250SX feel way too wide. Yeah, they're, they're long. They're 8, 11 millimeters. So you can A, cut them. I always, everyone's different. I'm always anywhere between 800 to 803 millimeter guy. I'm six foot. That's what I like. Everyone's different. It's, a, it's super like personal preference. I told the story about cutting the pro tapers. Yeah. For Yamaha. Yeah. One guy was eight hundred. One guy was eight hundred two. One guy was eight hundred six. I'm just like you right. fucking guys. To me, eight, ten, eight, eleven is a little bit long, yeah. and it you cut them down a little bit. It helps me in corners. So uh, pro taper. Most of the Evo um, bends they have are eight hundred millimeters. Renthal is all over the map with between eight hundred to eight thirteen. So you just got to really pay attention to that. And if they are long, you like a bend, they are long, just cut them. This one's from Randy Murray. Uh, Michael Lindsay, I ate some roost from you at Friday Night Lights at Fox Raceway, so I know you were there. What did you think of the event? Uh, it was absolutely awesome, in my opinion. Fox, other than people seeing that they have sponsored Paula Raceway by name, they're trying to do a lot in a community sense with the facility. Um, they've put in of course a little shop where you can literally put in an id to try out boots and gear they're doing some stuff with emmy to get people to learn to ride you can show up try a bike try gear if you've never ridden and get lessons um from basic to experience they're doing a big amphitheater to like be able to watch supercross live um a full kitchen uh they've got just talking to the guys they've got a lot of plans to kind of make events there every big investment weekend. huh it is like, on their part they're having yeah. all these bill like they're paying for multiple buildings to be put on the property astroturf like a kid's playground hey, the one thing um, with that is you're dealing with indian chiefs right yeah and dude don't i mean i don't know for sure but things can change well they're in, in, in their right. property they are their own law so that's definitely right. a weird thing they've been there on the track for a while um <clears throat> I'm stoked for what they're doing. Their grand plan for the place. They're they're trying to build a facility that brings a lot more community. And, and that Friday Night Light thing was huge. Uh, I personally used to work at Paris Raceway back in the day, and that's known in Southern California as a big place to ride at yeah. night. Um, we didn't get a lot of people from below the Temecula South down towards San Diego because the traffic is so bad coming up. But Paul is far enough down 
they had to keep restricting the track. At one point, there was like 250 of us on the vet track, and there was like 150 people trying to waiting in line to Jeez. ride as well. It was, oh, wow. ins- it was insanely packed. Mm-hmm. There was people coming in the gay all night. So for me, from a motorcycle community standpoint, I was super stoked to see that. It was just so awesome to see that many people show up and that stoked. Oh, that's good. From that yeah, area. good for those guys. You don't go to Paula, do you? Too far. Uh, not very often, no. Too far. Yeah, I'd love to. It's a great track. Yeah, it's nice for me. It's 30. Yeah. My house, I'm only on the freeway a little bit. I back Canyon, and it's like 30 minutes. All right. All right. Uh, from Robert Burrito, Kiefer, Rocky Mountain just posted photos of new MSR gear on Instagram, but I thought MSR is now answer off-road, or am I mistaken? So Rocky Mountain bought MSR. Um, so they actually came out. I just found this out. They MS, bought MSR. Yeah, they bought, I think, the licensing rights for 10 years or something. Yeah. But MSR has hard parts, right? Yeah, but they're rebranding the gear. And they're trying kinda to like bring a, that to Rocky Mountain. Kind of like a house brand kind of thing. Yeah. So, but but MSR has hard parts with Tucker still, right? No. Oh. Yeah. MS, they kind of... They exnade that. I believe so. There is still some hard parts. Some hard parts. Because from my understanding, the MSR hard part line does very well. Yes. Yeah. So what I, what I understand from Chase from Rocky Mountain is they're, they got some new gear. Um, they got some different colorways. They got some new materials. And they are they're pushing the brand through their website. So that's what I've, that's what I've heard. I mean, yeah, it's like Ocelot or yeah. whatever. It's, their, it's your house brand for a massive online retailer, right? Yeah. They've been working on while. Well, I think they want to definitely, of course, like you said, work with a... A brand I, I heard about it almost a year ago. I was actually almost thinking that it wasn't happening because I'd heard it been kind of quiet. For same a while. logo, same look, like MS, mm-hmm. the MSR, yeah. the same. Yeah, it's you don't want to get too far away from that. I feel because Malcolm's such a legendary, yeah. you know, focus point in our industry. Like he's done a lot of good things, yeah. and uh, he, he's Name he gives weight. a lot to a lot of a lot of was orphanages he, oh, and things he, did in he Mexico. Own that dealer? I'm sorry? Yeah. Does he, he own a, that dealer? Yeah, he has a dealer. Yeah. No, but he owns it still. He didn't sell yeah. it. And so his, his kid runs it. Okay. Yeah. So super good. And he's living in Mexico? No, he's oh. here, but he goes down to Mexico a lot oh, okay. and does a lot of All right. nonprofit stuff. All right. Another one from Felix Potvan for Michael Lindsay. Does your deep well of knowledge of suspension make testing stock bikes harder or easier? Uh, I wouldn't call it a deep well. It's like a scratch of the surface, but no, it helps. It it helps a lot. That was kind of the first stage for me, I would say, amongst learning anything about testing isn't, you know, chassis or engine. The first place I think a lot of people start with suspension, and I, I don't know. I think I have a little more than the average person there, and it definitely helps. This one's from Randy. There's a very angry question for you that I don't think he's going to read. Ooh, I want to hear it. Somebody was not happy with you. Mm. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Uh, when it becomes my turn again. Okay, hold on. I'll, I'll dig it up here. Uh, go ahead and let him run through. Who's up next? I'll hear it when it comes around to me again. Randy, anyone know if... This one's from Randy. Anyone know if Kennard will be helping with the Supercross tracks again next year? Also, shouldn't track builders seek approval by X-Riders or someone qualified so that the tracks are built with good flow and rhythm? Uh, no, uh, he's not, I would imagine. And yes, they should. So Kennard is basically the new test guy for Honda. Um, mm. Kennard is doing all, all race team testing for honda right now breaking news 
Um, they just started with him for a little bit ago, so they're they're giving him a trial run and something that he was interested in. And now that he's he's helping with Sealy and rocks and stuff. All right, cool. Yeah, so. he was out at Paul at Fox Raceway like a week and a half ago. I noticed he was back out there around on the Honda. Yeah. Uh, nice. Here's one from Michael Lindsay. Lindsay, what feels better, getting sucked off by 50-year-old dudes on vital forms or clipping threads you don't agree with? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think I know which one feels better. <laughs> you don't got teeth. Wow, do you, have, do you yeah. have that personal uh, experience there to answer that? No, I'm just saying I, I, I could imagine yeah. a Hummer feeling better. Did than you not that. listen to The Last After Dark? Right. Yeah. Oh, God, no, I didn't. Now I need oh, to. Oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah, that guy's not a fan of yours. No, I, I so, can guess. Yeah. yeah, that guy always has like some kind of. Which what's his posting name? Uh, it's Michael M. Something McNochi or Mc, something. Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy's been. I Steve, banned him on my Instagram. Twitter. He's, Steve has him he's, blocked on Twitter. Yeah, he's posted crap about me for years. Oh, Ridgeline guy. Oh yeah, fuck that guy. All right. Yeah, he's a bitch. All right, next question. Uh, this one from Jimmy Roy. How come in shootouts we never include ease of maintenance? Each bike surely has its pros and cons of maintenance, and we never hear about them. Getting that shock off a of Yamaha was easy. Let me tell you that. Uh, it's a good question. Um, it's something that we talk about. Well, we used to talk about Dirt Rider after the shootouts when we do uh, project bikes long-term or long term yeah. stuff. Just a thing to to add into the mix of the the unit. Right off, but right off the top of your head, what what what's easiest? What what bike to work on? Yeah, just Yamaha's hard to beat. It's yeah. really easy to flip up the gas tank, get to things, um, changing out the ECU filter. filter. KTM super easy to work on. Right. Um. Uh, KTM other than the shot well the shock's gone better I still the KTM shocks are still, still kind of, not that good yeah it's yeah. quicker to do a swing arm pull on them so KTM's a little negative you know for me there you, know you should do you should do shoot out uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. and then what you should do is set a, a, mar- a amount for mar- aftermarket mods okay and then do another shootout. Just like, do, do shootouts all year. Like a, like a, like a $1,500 limit, and yeah. then you add $1,500 to each bike and what you would do and then you do another shootout. I've do heard a maintenance shootout in a million times. What? Nothing. I've said I've heard that suggestion a couple million times. Yeah, well. Do a maintenance shootout. Because it's a good one. Yeah, can I help you? Hi. Can I help you? Okay. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for <laughs> She can't find anything in her own house right now because the house is so new. Beat, beat it. Okay. Uh, what else? This one's from Marx's McLove Life. <laughs> Do you guys think Aaron Plessinger got in contact with James Stewart when he opted to like to select number seven? No, I'll say who else? Maybe called Roger. I don't know. Yeah. No, um, I'm so stoked he took that number. This one's from Curtis, Chris, or Steve. Will you be pissed if Honda comes out with a new body style of Ridgeline for 2020? They won't. There's it's zero chance happening. of that. No. Yeah. It took them. Uh, he included like a picture of years? his older model Ridgeline. Uh, it took them uh, nine years or ten years. 10. Yeah, ten, I think. Been I think it is ten. 10. Yeah. Plus, it would have been leaked on the internet by now. Yeah. yeah. They won't be updating that truck for a long time. Yeah, car Doesn't stuff's it? definitely not like dirt bike industry. We only get a leak every rare once. Is it sad that I was, like, searching for the new Ridgeline, and then I was looking at the photos? You know when they test cars, but they wrap them in yeah. paper? Oh, yeah. Well, they had the Ridgeline wrapped in paper, and there were spy photos of it, and I was just, like, drooling over it. You're like, I'm in. I'm in. Look at that thing. It's all new. <laughs> I fucking love Ridgelines. This one's from Big Dose. Yes. Out of the potential three JGR 450 riders, rate their best finish, race finish, and overall points finish comparatively to one another in Supercross. Reed uh, will get a third and finish six in the points. Pike will get a fourth and finish eighth in the points. Hill will get a third and finish 18th in points because he'll get hurt. I races. say he'll get some, uh, a race win. 
but I agree with you. Hurt season, 10th in points. Yeah, you guys got it. That's good enough for me. Yeah, I agree with the Pike and the Reed one's pretty spot on, I think. This one's from Ikaro. Lindsay, what do you think of Mathis getting loads of money from Yamaha instead of them giving it to actual pro riders like Chisholm? I loads mean, of, I mean how do you think he bought this house? Yeah. <laughs> Studio. I am, uh, hey, no, you know what? Yamaha deserves credit for, well, I guess that's what you've been talking about. If you guys are working on some privateer stuff, I think you are. Sounds like it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's cool. They stepped up. It's mention. awesome. It's good, great to uh, to have them on board, and uh, we're going to do something for privateers. It's really cool. What? Oh, something on your, your Yeah, your did thing. you unplug yourself? Plug it. Now you're back. You're, you're making fun of me for playing with the core, and now you're the I one. I didn't do that, anything. Yeah, uh, I bullshit. Gotta, maybe I got to fix that, because it happened to you last week, too. Hey, are you going to ride it? <laughs> I just got the suspension <laughs> back. I told you. How that. many times you rode it? Once, just oh, that. Th- okay, moving on. Uh, do you want to have that conversation right now? Yes. How it is unsafe for me to ride a bike with it's stock not, suspension? It's not unsafe. It's unsafe. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm literally so heavy, I can't set the sag. Okay, we or, get that. Or ride the thing properly. Did you feel unsafe when you rode it the first time? No. Did Thank you me. crash over a 10-foot double? Not no. on the Yamaha. Not, Not on the, the Yamaha. Yamaha, so you're fine. It's That's all unsafe. I'm saying. It's unsafe. You could well, have broken your bike in a little bit more before you sent your stuff in. It's unsafe. Well, I was moving and everything, too. There was that whole... Okay. Uh, you do got a point there. I was... Mo- like, the whole thing. I so. just want to make sure you're going to ride this bike. More. That's when I would send my suspension off when I'm moving, and then I'd have to move a bike without wheels well, that's and suspension. Why I, no, on. that's why I waited like 10 days, because I'm like, hey, I'm moving. I'm not going to get the oh, suspension back. So. I thought you meant during that. No, no, no. <laughs> but you are going to ride this bike more than your Suzuki. I believe so. Okay. Yes, I believe so. Everyone heard this. So I'm going to mark the days you every time you... You are fucking so annoying sometimes. <laughs> like... <laughs> Get I just on. want you, you to ride it. <laughs> I get it. Thank you. You never have to ask me about riding again, okay? Thank you. From here on forward, okay. I understand. Yes, that about ten you minutes. I'll ask. Him. Would like me to ride more? Yes. There's no need to say it ever, ever again. But I will, I understand. I feel like you need a push sometimes to go. I don't know what go. we're yelling about. You, <laughs> you are like him. With the fucking... I'm a pecker. You're a pecker. You've got a pecker. With the fucking... When are you riding? Are you riding? What's going What's going on? When are you riding? Are I you just, riding? When are you riding? Yeah. Let's ride. How I want to ride. When are you riding? Like, <laughs> I can't keep a straight face. I got it, bro. Okay. As long as you ride more, I'm happy. Thank you. Okay. Did you think all those times I took photos of RM Army out in the desert that I was staging those? setting up banger centrals right there that's it was actually saying. all from one time i was like riding <laughs> okay i need new gear okay yeah i think there's a guy are you, are you talked to earlier that can fix that you're going down in size right yeah you think you think we dropped yeah, down hey, to size no. now yeah yeah no we have but breaking news strava steve is back Let's hold off on that. Yeah, there's too much overload. Whoa, 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 right now. Okay. But, okay. Okay. But we'll, we'll we'll unveil that soon enough. <laughs> yes. But you're will, on a Yamaha. Will you pledge to stop asking me when I'm riding? <laughs> I cannot do that. Okay. <laughs> he's gonna ask you before the day's over. Dude, again. he's unbelievable in our text. Like he's just unbelievable. Yeah. I just uh, want him to ride. Yeah. Yeah. We got that. <laughs> like forever. <laughs> I'm gonna get Do you a, know how many people are stoked that you're riding a dirt bike? So many people. I highly doubt that. No. <laughs> that's what I get when I'm at the track. 
first, I don't hear anything else, but I'm so stoked Steve's riding a dirt bike. It's That's so awesome. It's so great to see fucking Tubby McTub out on a dirt bike. <laughs> That's not even about that. Like, it's so awesome to see fucking Grimace, Grimace. on fucking Ronald McDonald ride a bike. It is. Yeah. It is. I'm sure you get that a lot. I'm just saying, man. Okay. everyone's happy. Right, okay. Including Every, me. Everyone's happy. Yes. Okay. Does let's, Randy Richardson let's, let's ever call, send you a picture of the Michelin Man ask if you're riding? Let's call Jason Anderson and see if he's happy. <laughs> you said everyone's happy. Everyone in the Pulp Nation okay, is happy. All right. Thank you. Next question. Thank you. From Tom Townsend. Uh, chances Filthy Phil would have gone down and bailed Jason Wigan out of jail if he would have been arrested stealing sod. 0.0. 0. <laughs> <laughs> would have left him. Left him. I should have brought that up in the interview with Phil, though. Tell it. Oh, I'm gonna, I, we're doing a podcast tomorrow with Weege, and I'm gonna, I intend to get that whole story. You saw that on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. we were talking about That's funny. This one's from Chris Stagedl. I have a drop for that, too. Look who now. Today, Junior! See? To myself. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. Pick, 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 pick. 486 to 1. Oh. In drops. 486, oh. you lost count a long time no, ago. No, wait, I got one for you here. F you, dude. That's Pookie. That's what she says F to you, you bro. Dude. Yeah. You already use that Put one. Put that on repeat. Uh, if a mutter math is still stamping USA to win. Ooh, no. Full mutter, no. Wait, can't, why not? Can't. Why not? Plessinger and Barsha are great in the They mutter. are. Good points. Fantastic. Yeah, no, you're right. Eli did great in a mutter race yeah, this year. Yeah. Come on. Bart. Not, not stamping it. So. Barsha won one in the mud. But it does equalize everything. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I do have one bone a little bit to pick on destinations we didn't bring up earlier. Mm-hmm. 250 class, Jorge Prado. No. You don't, that kid has whole shotted 26 race here. You don't think that don't he care. can... Let me finish. You do not think that he can outstart and give Plessinger and Ferrandis problems. No. That kid dominated MX2 this year. I don't care. It's a class where you, when, as soon as you get good, you get kicked out of... Don't come running to me and telling me MX2 is so gnarly. I'm not saying... As soon as you, soon as you get good, you no, get no, kicked out. I, I agree. It gets a lot of talent That's why I think Covington's in for a, a little bit of a rude awakening. I like him. He seems like a good dude. But if you're 23 yeah. years old on a factory bike and you yeah. can only podium occasionally, yeah. you ain't that good for American 250 class. Here's what I'm saying. Yes, Covington, I don't think is going to have the results next year that he's had there. I'm just saying with Prado, that kid is really talented. His starts are on point. I could, he's going to start. He's going to outstart Ferrandis and Plessinger both motors. Right, but. right. He's on a track that he's never ridden before. That both those guys have. Yep. And 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 they're going to be in home soil, and they're better yeah. riders. The only reason I bring that is look at how many times in past races, like the years Kenny's been on 250, you'd have Baggett get like a 14th place start. A 250 guy has a hard time passing 450s. If Prado gets out and gets like a fifth place start, and the next 250 guy is 10 spots back, it's a lot of work for them to get to where he's going to be. Yeah, okay. That's my point. Is that in a lot of years, the best 250 guy, even like uh, when Charlie race gets great starts, it's. 250 guys it's one thing for them to pass our 250 riders Why but when can't they have Dylan to pass get a start I'm just saying I, I'm just pointing out based on what Prado's done all year with starts okay yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride soon okay you gonna ride <laughs> yeah Wednesday we ride Wednesday everybody everybody blow up Steve's Twitter Wednesday to make sure he's riding thank you this one's from Daniel Pierce. Kiefer, what's one thing you think Michael does great with his shootouts, and what could he improve? One thing he sucks at. Michael sucks. Same for Kiefer. Go ahead, Mike. No, you get to go first. Uh, There's a question for you. First. Thing he does good. Well, I mean, there's just not just like one thing. Like, I think 
transparency is good. I like that he puts scores up. I like there's a lot of information. Um, I, I I wish there was more variety in testers, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I think everything else is pretty good. I like that he puts the writer's notes in. Um, I like that he includes himself in it and puts his notes in it. Um, I like that they have a video. I like that there's other ways to get the information, not just, you know, one way. So there's a lot of things I, I like about it. And and like I said, another thing, Michael's brought a lot to Vital as far as testing. So um, I think Vital owes Michael more money. I don't know what Michael makes, but he probably doesn't make enough for what he does. Um, so, yeah, I think there's uh, more good than there is bad. Your turn. Similar beginning answer. I think transparency is always key. I love that, like he said, the biggest thing I think for his is not only the transparency like we have, you also get to hear from everybody, and the variety is huge. You definitely are going to find somebody in there you should be able to relate to in some shape or form. Um, The only negative I can come up with, and I've teased him on this before, is sometimes I feel like in interviews he cuts off a guy every once in a while. I think he lets him talk plenty. I just tease him about every once in a while. Some guys I've heard him cut off a little bit where I want to finish hearing the answer, but I don't think it's because some people try to say he's manipulating it. I think he's trying to make sure he, he genuinely asks the guys a huge range of questions to make sure that they express all their thoughts around the bikes. All right. Next question. Uh, LAX defense coach wants to know what percentage of privateers are insuring their bikes. <laughs> zero, <laughs> zero point zero. Zero. Yeah. That's okay. gay, Ray. Uh, can we, how many have medical coverage? One <laughs> point zero. Right. Yeah. Maybe a little higher, but <laughs> that's all. Okay. BTOsports.com. Tweet it. Travis. Uh, thanks to those questions. That's a good job for you guys at Pulpomex show. And, uh, we'll read them off, uh, when we can. So thanks to uh, all you people. BTOsports.com. Call them. Mention Pulp. Put Pulp in the notes and uh, make it happen. Uh, let's go to voicemails real quick. 702-586-7857. Call anytime. Leave a voicemail. Here's the best of the best of the week that was. Dude, Nash is fucking annoying. We're just fucking gentlemen, gentlemen. Oh, bite me. And then he asked Preston, do you think that fucking ECU disablement will like, stop that's Preston says no, and then Nash wants to fucking argue with him, saying, like, yeah, he thinks it is. He's fucking annoying, that guy. Fuck Nash. <laughs> you know, has, you haven't, you haven't, you haven't any, made it on the show until you get uh, a person who hates you. I was saying, has anybody ever complained about Nash? No. Hmm. All right. Hey, just jumping in on the Hurley and Tomac issue here, and I'm ticked off at Race Rex. We can only sign in if we have Facebook and Twitter. I'm old school. I don't have either one of those damn accounts, and I can't put a comment up, so I had to call in. Everyone's talking about Hurling's running away from Tomac and blah, 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 blah. Let's not forget, Jason Anderson kicked his ass last year, mm-hmm. and Tomac Two ran Jason Anderson down from about, what, 20, 30 seconds back in a motor earlier this year before he hurt his foot. So let's not be so quick to judge that Hurling's just got this thing dominated and Tomac might have to just take it easy for the team. But in the words of Chris Keeper, that was a different Hurling's. That's that exactly right. last That's year. In the time Hurlings. it took this guy to dig up the phone number and call here, he could have just created and added his opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why, you know, yeah. Eh. I need to complain on a website. I'm like, going to go to the radio like, show. Yeah, I mean. 
I hope all your racer X if read really this. If it's really worth you complaining, make a Twitter account. Right, just exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, come complain with the rest of us. Hey, just a quick thought or uh, recommendation on the sound. Uh, Notice from when you moved to your new house that I had to adjust the the bass on my stereo or my truck to listen to you guys. It was way too bassy. Um, I don't know. It was just kind of annoying. It used to be it used to be really good with your podcast, so you never had to mess with it. Um, turning the bass up or down. Um, I know there's other podcasts where I have to do that too, and it's just super annoying, but I really liked how before uh, I didn't have to mess with all of that crap, changing it around from show to show. So uh, just a thought and recommendation. Thanks. Oh, we're Bye. still testing stuff. We'll see. I got my stuff tuned as well as the new room. Did you ever go back and listen to the show last week or no? No. I listened to an old podcast. I listened to a podcast though, and I do agree with the caller. It's a little deeper, and those are different headsets. They are than what you guys normally use. So oh, okay, you got some new freshies. Um, those are old, but I thought they sounded better. Okay, and the people, the ones that I liked, the people, the ones that sounded good to me, people were saying they hurts their ears. I think you were one of them. Mm-mm. No. Oh, the other ones did kind of hurt my ears. Yeah. yeah. And so, and so I'm like, well, I can't have people wearing these things for four hours. Right. So. I mean, you only have for how many years? I was joking. You said you can't have people doing it, but how long did you have them do it? No, I had them switch. I you know, yeah, I switched them up. All right. Hey, you gotta hey, give y'all, something uh, for the show. Huh? You gotta give something yeah. for the show. Yeah. Uh, this is Jesse from Arizona. Um, being kind of new to Supercross, I've been following it for maybe the last five, six years or so, but you guys are always talking about bar to bar. You know, you're finding stew, bar to bar. So I thought I'd check it out. And uh, man, I'm blown away. Like, bar to bar 2005 right now, the racing was so much better. Like two strokes, four strokes, blasting out of corners, hearing a two stroker revving out, and uh, it's just it's gone now. It's kind of like I just hear a bunch of loud four strokes all the time. So I don't know, man. There ain't no going back. But uh, I, I'm definitely enjoying the bar to bar, and I just wanted to call and say that that was a good recommendation. All right, yeah, thanks. I, people, I think it's the walking to school up hills both ways. The racing yeah. used to be better, you know. It it. it I think we're you get older, you've seen it so much, it loses a little bit of its luster. No matter how, but this guy was new to the sport. He said, "Oh, okay, so yeah, I I do have to agree a little bit. Like even when I was racing Supercross, it was so different as far as two strokes and four strokes. The, the two stroke, I've said it, four strokes have made the racing boring. They really have. They've made it a worse product week to week because these guys don't make mistakes and they can jump everything." No problem. Back in the, you watch an old Supercross, and if you don't hit a turn right, if you're Jeremy McGrath or David Villeman, whoever, you're not tripling out of a corner. Right. I agree. You're not doing it. I agree with what what DV said though about the tracks too. As you look now, even though at rhythm sections are there, they're getting flatter, and you have so much more running plus the power of 450. Yeah. Like the amount of jumps the guys are doing, two stroke you'd have two stroke era. The jumps were so much more peakier and poorly built. You had to time stuff yeah. so much more precisely. It's, it's all bike stuff. It's all power. It's all. The bikes have made supercars boring. They really have. I still love it. You put them back on two strokes, we'd see some better racing. I still think the track needs to change a lot. They do. I agree. Mistakes make racing, though. And when you when you don't have guys making mistakes, why can't we just fucking adapt to the tracks? Then what the guy just said though is even in the early four stroke era, we still had two stroke four stroke like better. Yeah, but they were carbureted, so you had to be you had to mind your. Yeah. Your P's and Q's yeah, with carbureted four-stroke. Yeah. No uh, step-on, step-offs Think about quick. how many whoops would give guys trouble on two-strokes. Section, it's, it's, the whoops it, are a lot mellower, too, today. Yeah, but still. It, yeah. It, it's tracks, for sure. Yeah. It's buying dirt, building bigger tracks. 
It's, uh, yeah, but anyways. Uh, all right, that's been the voicemails for the week. 702-586-757. Call and leave a voicemail anytime you want. Uh, Chris Kiefer, Michael Lindsay here. Uh, time for some After Dark. Kiefer After Dark. and The only reason he comes up here. It, it really is. It really <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and so I want... Uh, here, bust out my book. Get some notes going. It's you not. Can... It's not really... An X-rated Kiefer After Dark this week, like more, a PG thirteen, C seventeen. But but <laughs> but if you have someone in the car and you don't want them to listen, turn it down, turn it off. We'll we'll go now. Put in volume and on thanks, three. Thank you for listening and everything else. And if you want to stick around, we can we can run some Kiefer After Darks. He's really going to help some people. people. Help some people. And uh, and and yeah, so we'll help some people. So we'll give you a moment to say goodbye. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everybody. Thanks Ciao. for coming, Mike. Thanks. For, like I'm getting kicked up. <laughs> I like the way that got worded. And we're back. Kiefer after dark, everybody. Okay. <laughs> oh God! If you could see the, if people could see the look on his That's, face, that just might now. be the best drop ever. It really it, was that the was that the stripper one? Yeah, yeah, we did. Where some, you were doing? You said, "Hey, come and do some stripper," and then you'd had me. Yeah, that, and I had pour some sugar on me and everything. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. drop was taken from when he was doing the stripper voice for uh, best dress. Best dress, winners. yeah, yeah, oh, Troy Lee okay. or whatever. Yep. Yeah, um, what's yeah. best dress? Uh, nobody knows, dude. Um, well, you're so, really going to have a long drive home. <laughs> so these questions uh, for Chris Kiefer, uh, like I said, they're not that they're not that X-rated this week. So people it's might good. be It's real life. I like it. Right. By the way, the last Kiefer of the Dark, we got, I got so many tweets and texts. That was a fun one. I had a good time on that one. People loved it. Uh, people absolutely loved it. All right. So this one's from Kirk. He needs advice. Divorced almost two years. Uh, was married to, was married for six I recently started talking to a girl I went with a few times a year ago before the ex. We never made it work then because she moved away. We connected again by Snapchat somehow. I have a date with her Wednesday. Okay. My ex was a miserable person. This girl this girl is my dream girl. Very beautiful, love sports, including moto. I thought about her all the time when I would pass her old place. She actually did the same thing. She has moved back after her mom passed away. Long story short, I'm not that lucky with girls, and sometimes I usually F it up. I want to make this work. I am terrified I'm going to blow it. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of you getting that second chance with Heather. Mm-hmm. Lifehouse. Yes. Please help me clear my head and make this date special. I was also her birthday a few days ago. Should I get her something? Sorry, this wasn't dirty. I really need good advice. Friends, just tell me what I want to hear. Yeah, so you don't you don't need to go get her anything for one. If you want to bring her something, maybe bring her uh, a card or something um, that she can keep. And uh, have something special for later on. But for sure, you don't want to come in too hot on this thing because you guys haven't been together that long. And you guys, obviously, you guys have feelings for each other, but you don't want to scare her away with coming on too strong. So just have a nice conversation. And if the feelings do come up and she's like, hey, you know, I, th- I thought about you, you know, I, I think about you doing this to this, then you can reciprocate that and tell her how you feel. But unless she comes in with that, then do not come in too hot with how much you thought about her or how connected you feel because you don't want to scare her away. Always want to make them leaving. When you when they leave, they want more. So have a nice time. Treat her right. Have a good conversation. Get her a card. Say happy birthday. Maybe some flowers. And then that's it. And then let's see. What happens is the key thing here is when, when she leaves and she goes home is how soon she calls you. She calls you within. It, here's an always. Here's a good judge for me. If I took Heather on a date and it was a good date, I got a text within 
45 minutes to an hour. Say, hey, thank you so much. I had a great time. Really? Yeah. Oh. Because when you leave, you kind of reflect on how the good times that you had just... It's like me and Michael hanging out, like driving home. We don't really like we're having fun. Ha, ha, ha. And then Michael hits me back later on. Dude, that was a cool drive. Like, we talked about a lot of shit. Like, you don't really think about it until later on. So, usually when women have good times, they'll text you say, thank you so much for a good time. And that's a good sign. Like, hey, green light. Next date, it's on. You can talk about more about Just your feelings. Just don't come in too hot. Just don't come in too hot. All right. Pump the brakes a little bit. I know how gnarly it can be sometimes. All right, another another email here. Uh, this one might be made up. Okay. From Johnny. I hope it's not, but... Kiefer, thanks for taking the message. I need your advice. I like to think I have pretty high standards when it comes to women. I have noticed a dangerous trend over the last three months. I've been hitting the bar scene and have been on a nice roll of barebacking chicks that I meet that night. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, when I wake up the next morning, I am hit with instant regret as the women I've been sleeping with are well below fours. Well, I instantly become depressed and disappointed in myself. How do I learn to see through the beer goggles and stop sleeping with ugly chicks? Is there a deeper rooted issue here? Do I enjoy self demise activities? Thanks for the help. You blew it. <laughs> it's tough for me because I've, I've. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Go ahead. Me, yeah, the, please. I'm not a fan of when dudes are running down ugly girls because are you a fucking supermodel? Right. Are is any of us in this room? Like uh, no. Fucking hey, we are in a basement now. Right. Like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, like True. guys have this standard where they think that they can run down ch- ugly chicks. What if that chick is like, hey, I just want to get some cack. Right. And so I bone this dude. Yeah. What if she woke up the next morning with the same right. reaction? Like, oh, right. why like, did I get this? Like, I don't like guys who do that where they're like, oh, God. Like, dude, bro, unless you're like Seth Rarick. Right. Then you can feel some guilt. Yeah, if you're Seth Rarick, you can be like, I'm fucking good looking and I'm, right. I'm going to bone you and whatever. But most of us... Right. So I don't like that right off the bat. Just FYI. Yeah, and if you're bareback, and be careful, dude. You never know, right? So I, I guess that's hard for me to relate to this one because I don't drink. And never, and I've only one time in my life that I went out and sent it and drank and went home with a with a questionable one. Um, so I really can't relate. I don't know how to tell you to fix it besides just stop drinking. Yeah, that's what I that's what I would do. Just don't drink if you're going to go to a bar. Stop rating them. Have too. one or two. Hang out, social, but don't get blasted. Don't, don't don't rate them. Yeah, just be like, hey, yeah, I you know I banged this chick and like and it was fun. I'm not really in love with her, but it was fun. Yeah. And if it was fun, just yeah. because they didn't look that great, yeah, who cares? Right. Again, maybe this guy is Seth Rarick like. Some of the funnest ones that I've been with haven't been that good looking. Hmm. Imagine that. Michael Lindsay, would you like to add anything to this? I, I'm with Kiefer. I actually don't drink, so I, instantly my reaction to anybody brings up common is just taper it down. Don't put yourself in that position. I mean, you might learn something right. from that too, Taper. I mean, maybe if Marks had been not as high and or drunk with Jason Ellis, things might have been different. I but got a question, though. Instead, he got kicked out, of the, kicked out of the suite. When you drink, do you get Me? whiskey dick? Me? Yeah. Uh, whiskey dick as in staying hard. I don't ever um, drink that much. Like, to do, to, I'm never that. I'm... Every time I drank back in the day, which was like, I think I've been drunk three times in my life, um, my dick was a piece of shit. Like, it didn't work. It was like a wet noodle. Mine's actually, mine's like the backwards reaction. I, around a really drunk tick, I get it because I'm just like, eh, drunk chick, turn off for me. Yeah. Um, I have this thing in my brain. Like, I rarely get hammered. Mm -hmm. I stop. I'm just like, hey, I'm good. You're at that level. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. 
if I start turning my head and the room is like kind of, I'm like, oh, dude, stop. And I stop and then I sober up. Like, I just, I, I never drink to oblivion. Yeah. Pookie, though, does. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, question for you from John. Uh, Kiefer, home life fallen. Wife moving out today into her own apartment. Six months of trying therapy finally talked her into going to a marriage workshop. Fix things or cut ties and start fresh. Together 10 years. Married with three-year-old house dog. Oh, poor dog. That's tough, man. It's um, If you guys went to marriage counseling and she's still moving out, obviously I guess you came to a mutual agreement or she wants to move out. Um, sometimes, just like in Heather and I's situation, sometimes that separation brings you back together and it makes you realize some things that you didn't realize. So, um, Wife house? Music, period. Doesn't matter what it is. Um, that can, you ever listen to his sound check? Mm-mm. Oh, it's got deep. Yeah. It got Real deep. deep. It's really good. Um, it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Beep, beep. Anytime <laughs> I think of music and Kiefer, I just can't get past the Metallica story. Yeah. yeah. Same, but... Sometimes this isn't an end. It's not the hair. It's done deal. Yeah, it might feel that way right now. And maybe she'll come to her senses. Maybe the things that you didn't like that was going on in your marriage about her, vice versa. You guys will learn to accept it and either change or grow together and come back together. So you have a child, which is tough. That was the first thing that I thought about when Heather bailed on me, man, was like I'm very first thing when Heather says I'm leaving was I'm not going to see Aiden every day. And that fucked me up. So, um, I get it. So you just need to ride this first part out and see how it goes and then just be cool. Try not to fight. Make it more of a business, you know, exchange if you're going to share the kid and then see where it goes. I mean, I I was up Heather's ass way too much. I gave her 80 page long text messages about how, yeah, I was fucked up. Do you think Mark's is going to have to sort of work with his advice after uh, this chick found out about the Ellis story? He's going to have to listen to every after dark. Right. (laughs) <laughs> no. Now, just this is probably the worst part you're going to feel because there wasn't nothing else in the world besides my mom passing away than having Heather bail on me. So, um, if it doesn't work out, man, it's going to be for the better. It's going to hurt for a little while, but at the end of you know a year or so, it'll it'll be less hurt. Just so. look at marks when you say that stuff. <laughs> After a year or so, hey, tell him. Hey. 365 days. Remember? It's going to be less pick, hurt. Pick, 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 We're going to have pick, a countdown pick, clock here in the studio. Every time you come in, it's going to go down, and the hurt's going to be less. Do we need a Mark's hurt hurt calendar? Hurt time? Where's Johnny Cash hurt? Let's play that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a phone call for KAD. Okay. Jackson, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's your man, question? I'm just, uh, what's your question for Kiefer? We got a question for Kiefer. Yeah. What's up, Jackson? Hey, uh... So basically, the backstory is is um, I got married when I was really young. You know, I was uh, 19 when I got together with a girl I married, and I'm 26 now. And you know, we split up probably about two years ago, something like that. You know, we got a little girl together and everything. And um, like I've uh, just kind of all right. So I'm going to tell the story this way. So that's the backstory. You know married young that sort of thing right. newly single i've done a little bit of single thing it's it's all right i mean you know i i'm like riding bikes and hanging out with my daughter so right it doesn't leave too much time for anything else but basically what happened this weekend is i was going to go race on sunday uh up in marysville and i got a 
older uh, TC450. My carburetor, the uh, the float bowl, the floats got stuck, so I ended up not going. So I ended up hanging out around here, and I ran into this girl I used to know in high school. Mm-hmm. And so we're hanging out, and you know, it's um, it's, it's I live in a small town, so it's kind of like a small scene thing, whatever's going on. And uh, you know, we're talking, we're having tons of fun, and I mean, it's just you know. Obviously, you know, emotional sparks fine, right. but uh, I'm freaking stupid when it comes to this stuff, dude. Like, I, I don't know anything. So, like, we ended up at the end of the night, ended up kissing her, and she goes home, and, like, I'm just really not exactly sure where to go from here. You know, it's like, do like, you know, she's a really sophisticated, like, city sort of girl. I'm just kind of like a bumpkin-ass motherfucker, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. So I'm just kind of, like, looking for some advice, maybe. So you, when you guys when you guys kissed, she reciprocated, and that was all good. Oh yeah, she was. I mean, you know, it was just like I, I've never really seen you know like just kind of like that that look in somebody's eye when they looked at me before. So here's the you deal: know, was, some chicks look at at guys opposite of what you know of what they are. So if she's sophisticated, maybe she wants a guy like you that really is not materialistic and and isn't a city boy and and kind of likes what you're about. So. And some women like a man, and maybe you're more of a man than what she can get back in the city in all you know, the sophisticated lifestyle that some of these dudes have over there. So what I would do is hit her on a text or, or call her and be like, hey, I want to make some dinner one night. You know, you want to come over here and make, you know, hang out and uh, have a conversation and have some dinner or go out with her. Go to go to some a movie and a dinner. Just go to the standard day. Go old school on her, you know, and see, and see what it's about. I'm sure you guys yeah. have some mutual... Um, something in common, right? Because if it's a small town, she knows what's going on with you. Maybe you guys have well, to share I mean, the, the same thing. thing. Not, she she doesn't live here. Mm. You know, um, like I I live in a place where it's a ski resort in the winter time. Yep. So in the summertime, I live up here, and then she her family has a house up here, but she lives down you know in the city down in Sacramento. Dude, the best so, thing you can do is just do your be yourself. Because if all else fails, yeah. um, you you've lost nothing, right? Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, you know, I feel like kind of the kid part scares the shit out of her because, I mean, this really isn't the first time that we've run into each other. Well, and, and, uh, and if if it if it is, then she'd, she'd tell you. That's the thing. We talk about transparency yeah. and all this shit about testing. Same thing goes for relationships, man. Like, just lay it on the table. Here's where I'm at. I don't do this shit a lot. You know, here's what I'm about. And, sh- dude, chicks love that kind of shit because guys do not talk. Guys don't communicate. They always want guys to communicate and listen. So when you do, they eat it up. So if you just come out and say, here, here's, here, here, here's me. Here's what I'm all about right here. And then she will probably accept that more than you trying to be something that you're not, you know, or trying to impress her with something, you know? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I kind of learned that the first time around, you know? Yeah. But, uh, and, and, you know, and, it's, it's, that's the greatest thing about this girl too, is like, you know, I, I have no problems talking to her, you know, it's just effortless. Well, then that's, that's how you need to be. Really, that's not really something that happens very easily for me. I mean, it's just like I, bikes and, you know, well, bikes, that's that's my strong suit and wrenching on stuff. What I always tell guys is ride the wave. If if the wave is, is coming and just ride it out. Like if you're, you're a good communicator with her, just keep doing what you're doing because that's the most natural thing to do. And when you're natural, you're relaxed and you're more sexy to women. That's just how yeah. it is. You know, you're more confident. Chicks like confident guys that can communicate and talk and show their feelings 
You know? You don't yeah, sound you don't sound like you're a pussy, you just sound like you you know what's up. All right. Cool, man. Well, hey, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Take that advice. Yeah, I know. I, I appreciate any advice I can give. It's like that guy yeah. said before, your friends only tell you what you want. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and if you like this chick, don't try to bone her right away, dude. No, dude, that's like, that's honestly, and that's kind of the cool feeling is like, I, I just don't even have that feeling about her, you know? Some of these things, like, learn. I tell my buddies, like, they all just want to get about pussy, and I'm more about, like, the anticipation of doing it. I almost like that more than actual the fucking part, because right? it's... Yeah. it's I, I hear what you're saying. You know? It's like, hey, you know, you guys have a connection, you can do the things, and she bails. It's like, man, now you have something to look forward to. Once you do it, it's almost like, okay, we did that already. Like, you know, what well, else? It's just, you know, I've had plenty of time of, you know, like, that's, I mean, that's really like what my marriage was about. It was like, that's, I realized that's the only thing that I liked about the woman I was with, was having sex with her, and that's... Yep, that's, that's not, not good. Not enough for a relationship, you no. know? That's, that's bullshit. No, because that's once the shit comes out, and you're staying, sitting there next to her, and you're like, oh, fuck, now what do we do, right? Yeah, pretty much. So, you know, like, here's, when I'm with Heather, and we done have sex, and we're done, I still want to hang out with her, and have fun with her, and we laugh, and we bullshit, and that's kind of what you need to look for in a chick. Yeah, dude, this is, like, probably the coolest girl I've ever met, for sure. Well, so, do it, do it right, right, dude. Appreciate it. Yeah, do it right. Yeah, that's no, that's what I'm trying to do. Cool, man. Well, hey, thanks, <laughs> thanks for the call. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Jackson. Yeah, you guys have a good night. All right, you too, See you, man. man. Thank you. It's been another edition, successful one. Kiefer after dark. That was good. I like those. Good to hear. Dude, I think this chick's into me. <laughs> good one. Dean Wilson, Phil Nicoletti, Alex Martin, Carson Mumford, Ryan Gold, Rob Bidas, all on the show tonight. Which one's your favorite in, in a guest, Kiefer? Uh, Bidas, because he was hyped. He was. He's very hyped. Michael, what do you think? Oh, it's so hard. Phil and Alex together thought, is just cool. Yeah, they're, but they're, Rob, I, I was getting kind of like, okay, okay, the buildup. His, his announcement was pretty fine with the month. Yeah. Um... And Dean really laid it out there about how disappointed yeah. it is and everything. You know, I thought he was pretty being yeah, he's very pretty, honest. Pretty emo right now. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was being I get it. very honest about. And yeah. I'm glad he came on. You know, it's not yeah. always easy. So yeah, I think I think his what happened to him reflects what we've all been commenting. Like I think he thought it was done. I think we all thought he was good to go. So yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to be this late in the season to have probably that many different people in your court keep to a week, a week, a week, yeah. and have it pulled out. And yeah. you know, he's he just came back from this. Like he already he he's not far removed from having to do this to get the factory ride and then to yep. just feel like your career is yanked out from under you yep. again. No, absolutely. I think this Husky B thing, B team is going to work out. I hope so. Uh, from what I, I gather. I think no matter what, like kind of one of the questions I asked him, you know, he's been through this before, even though it's somewhat late, he's got enough people. He's got such a following people that like him. I, I know. Cause I know a few people have already mentioned me. They've given the same text. I know I have a bunch of people like if he needs anything, there's a lot of people that want to help yeah. him make it happen yeah, for sure. Um, so he'll be at the race in some shape or form, and it'll work out. Uh, absolutely. It just sucks well, he has to go through it again. Thanks, uh, thanks, Michael, for driving up. I appreciate it. Always good to have yeah, you. Thanks for driving oh, up, So Mike. much yeah, driving, yeah. yeah. And, and, and <laughs> Kiefer, sure. thank you. Two weeks in a row. It's for strong. Maybe three? I mean, I don't have a co-host, so. We'll have to decide. Motocross the Nations talk. But I guess we'll see Wednesday when you come to go ride with me. We'll talk about it. I cannot ride Bat Track without rain, I've been told, so. Mm. 
That is that is the the the, the I don't understand how there's some drive down south. I don't understand. There's some magical track, Michael, that you cannot ride unless it rains. I have a couple of those. Oh, okay. So I I, yeah. I don't I, I just like dirt bikes, so I'd ride whenever. But I'm not some sort of <laughs> spoiled prima donna. Tell them to go home and do a freaking rain dance or something. Um. So thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to our listeners. We're gonna be back next Monday or Wednesday. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Just, not, stay, just hang in there. We'll get there. Tu- there was talk of a Tuesday day show even. Wow. I don't know, bro. I, I don't know. I, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll be back. We'll talk more. Whatever happened to starting the show at five? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Maybe that's in the 2018 thing. Uh, very big week, though. Pit bike designations, motocross designations this weekend. So uh, you can watch it live on CBS Sports. You can watch it on MXGP.com if you want to pay. Uh, and racertv.com for coverage on that end of things. Uh, really exciting to uh, to have it this weekend, and there'll be plenty to talk about next Monday. Your form might crash. It's going to burn down. It's going to burn down. Next week, what? Because of destination? Yeah, like on Saturday or Sunday. Oh, it or, always like, does. It always it'll does. It'll just be, it'll, it'll just crash. It's it's already gone that way. It's it's the whole Euro versus US thing starts the couple weeks before and it tapers. And now it's just brutal where guys just flat out says, you know, MXGP sucks or national. Right, they've, yeah. they've gone from the little jabs to the just yep. straight. Right. It's off. It's well, sure. thank you, Michael Lindsay. <laughs> thank you, Chris Kiefer. Thank Thanks you. Thank you, Swiss Corps, uh, Moser. Thank you, Pookie. Thank you, listeners. Marks, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Trav. Maybe you want to get Thank one? you, everybody. You want to get one last one in before we go? Peck, 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 no, peck, I got to save some ammo for next week. So. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Just check. God wanna, bless your marriage. Don't want to blow my wad. Yeah. I'll leave one. Wow. Just tell him if he doesn't bring back that Pit Bike of Nations trophy, this studio is just nah, no, oh. not worth That's going to be fantastic. So thanks again, everybody. Really appreciate listening. Thanks to our guests. Thanks to our sponsors, our partners. See you next week. Hopefully. <laughs> And then on deck, on deck is Maserati and Lamborghini. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff and I was totally nude and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.